Hello and welcome to podcast number 59. 59! We're going to be catching up on the recent film and TV news we've watched before going into the second part of the podcast where I'm going to be hosting a horror-themed quiz for Ian and Andy to go head-to-head on their horror movie knowledge. Drop your expectations now. And in the third part, (laughs) we will be answering your questions. Ian, Andy, always awesome to have you here on the podcast how you been? Uh, back to work now. Mm. Fucking the summer's back gone. Into it. Summer's gone. Back into work. Um, and like I said, I, I I always keep my intro a little bit short, you know, because movies, games, and videos. I just try to break down what I've done. God, I miss that show. I know. You miss that show. That's why I stole the line no, for my intro: movies, great. games, and videos, so I could actually just remember it all the time. I bought the wife because it was the wife's birthday. Obviously, um, just that after yours. That sentence. <laughs> I bought the wife. Uh, bought the wife the Flash for her birthday so that she could watch it because obviously she does like her superhero movies. I have to admit, I um, have not finished it. Um, I've had it for two weeks. Still playing. <laughs> still, yeah, still, still going. We watched that fucking opening sequence with the babies, and mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? I think I might just go upstairs and do some editing. <laughs> You know, and let you enjoy this film. She's like, like, I'm okay. going to re-edit that scene. Man, I haven't even gone back and watched Black Adam yet, so I'm thinking I'm going to double build them. But okay. at the same time, oh, I'm looking. He hates himself. Doesn't I don't he? think so. I, well, I, I, I like the Flash. I know like, I, else does. Like I want to, I <laughs> want to like it, but I saw the CGI effects for the babies when they were coming out the glass, mm-hmm. and I partially saw the CGI effects for when he was reversing back in time, and I've got such questions about. So I don't want to dwell on it, but. He says, he says to the Flash, or, or to Ezra oh, Miller okay. in the in the in the alternative timeline that he has to take him to go get the powers, or he will not get the powers himself, right? Okay. And yet, technically, they must be from two different timelines because, as we understand science fiction time travel, two two objects of the same thing cannot occupy the same space. And yet, he grabs and fights. His other self before he gets the powers. Yeah. So they must and be two And he has to make sure that his alternate version gets the powers so that he gets the powers. Now, time travel I, is. Uh, I can answer it. I can answer it. Yeah. People might not like this. Go. Yeah. It's a they, so I guess it's okay. It's a they, them, right? So right. it is. It's one person occupying the same space. Right. Because <laughs> it's not a he. Because Ezra is not a he. Because they're not they. binary. Exactly. Right. That doesn't doesn't make the film any better. So I doesn't not, does it. So I've not watched the Flash yet. Um, I was just going to say that um, time travel is uh, not a proven science. You no, right? well, I was going to say basically so, the rules no, are look, whatever rules the movie says exactly, the rules are. Uh, right? But no, then no. the film keeps within its own Sorry. rules for its time travel story. Time cop is the closest to full-on time travel <laughs> I will ever come to over any other time travel movie. Time okay. Cop Time I Cop. I do does like it. the idea that to travel in time, you have to get on essentially the fucking shuttle from the running man <laughs> to, like, to start the process. Hey, time I Cop is... Like that. Any time travel movie, I'm like, is it better than Time Cop? Yes. I'm like, good fucking luck with that. Good luck. Oh, yeah. He I'll... does the splits <laughs> in a kitchen. <laughs> I'll still follow the Back to the Future uh, time yeah, travel expedition. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the one that I always model but, all over sci-fi. But that doesn't have. Job, but same same rule, same rule. Doc Emmett Brown says yeah. in that you, you and Marty can't occupy yeah, yeah. the same 
same thing. Yeah. Um, I did watch Uncommon Valor for the nice. first time. Nice, oh my god. Got that on DVD, uh, obviously, from the university. Sat mm. down and watched it. Um, so was it? Rex Cobb is in there. You've got um, Fred Ward. You've got fucking Gene Hackman. Gene Patrick Hackman, Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Uh, Gene Hackman plays a guy who wants to fly down to Vietnam after the Vietnam War with a bunch of old uh, soldiers that served with his son because he believes his son's part of the prisoner. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really funny because they train at this camp and then I swear the movie just uses the same camp for the attack. <laughs> <laughs> but they just fill it up with Sufficient. North Vietnamese <laughs> yeah. guys. Uh, it was it was real fun. I mean, it's not the... I wouldn't say it's definitely the best war movie, Vietnam war movie ever made. No. But Patrick Swayze's get great. It's the great. ensemble cast that Gene makes Hackman's it work. great. Totally. Fred Ward's great. Uh, Rex Cobb is great. You know, there's some real twists at the end that really make you hit. And that, that pushed me into watch um, Red Dawn for the first time. Very good. Yeah. Uh, what, the never, original? Yeah. With, well, you'd not watched the original never watched, I never watched it with Charlie Sheen or, or Patrick Swayze. And funnily enough, I was very surprised that the movie... See, I thought the movie was they invaded and then the Wolverines fought back and it was a bit like, you know, under siege, die hard where they were doing these things. But no, it actually spaces out over like four or five months mm. and you actually watch like the group get older and mature, but then die off slowly. Spoilers. If you haven't seen it, you should get around to watching it. Uh, it wasn't great. I've got to admit, it was not great. I think the pacing did drop a lot, though. Patrick Swayze was fucking awesome. Yeah. Charlie Sheen was fucking awesome. Um the girl from Dirty Dancing and Ferris Bueller, she's in it. She was great. And so was Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson was in it. She was great too. Do you just want to, um, I haven't watched it in so long that it'd be interesting. It's like, if I watched it again, I would probably have, you know, like you say about, you know, it's definitely, 20 years stuff like yeah, it's yeah, definitely questionable. Like, like, you know, sometimes when you watch a movie, you're like, it's a classic. You put it on, you're like, this is a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never gone through Navy SEALs. Ever. With uh, Michael Bean and fucking Charlie Sheen. That's right, yeah. I've never managed to actually get through them. Only ever seen it the once 30 years ago. Yeah, um, I was going to say, I haven't watched it since the first time I watched it, I don't think. Game-wise, I've been trying to be really, really good because Metal Gear, at, at the time of this podcast recording, Metal Gear Solid, uh, well, Metal Gear Collection Volume 1 comes out in like three or four days. What up, Soul Signal? We're going to fucking... Oh, it's going to be exciting. Um, so I've been trying not to buy anything. And then I found a digital copy of the Bioshock trilogy for the Switch for 15 quid. Nice. Which is basically oh, £5 pound for all fucking yeah, three games. Yeah, but I was like, done. So I've now got Bioshock trilogy for the Switch. Paul, we're sitting there watching TV while playing as a big daddy in Rapture. Oh my God. It was just outstanding because I'm sat down and I'm like, I remember seeing the trailer on the Xbox 360 you know, with the bugs coming out of his arms and him doing lightning and then the that drill. Trailer we was watched so that memorable. together. Yeah, at the ha- uh, not the house at the flat. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was on the free. And we were like, "What the fuck?" But the yeah. F- yeah. but the fact that that same game has now transferred to being portable, which is still, like I said, the most amazing thing about Metal Gear as well. Metal Gear Solid being portable, though technically it was on the PSP, but now I get Metal Gear Solid Three fucking portable as well. Um, I don't really have any videos things wise, but I, I would jump onto books quickly. I did buy. I don't. I mean, I'm showing it, but if you listen to this audibly, you can't hear it. I got the Resident Evil Umbrella Conspiracy book by S. D. Perry, the first one they released. This nice. book is fucking outstanding. It pisses all over Paul W. S. Anderson's <laughs> movie and Welcome to Raccoon City all over. The fact that they actually follow... I believe you. I've not read it, but I believe you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this so hard, isn't again, it? set they the bar managed, really low. They managed <laughs> to split Jill and Chris up, just like in the movie, uh, just like in the game. Mm. But Jill goes off with Barry, and Barry's obviously being uh, manipulated by Wesker, and Chris goes off and he finds Rebecca. 
So actually, you could have coherently made a fucking film with the main characters in and not add those shitty-ass storylines that we fucking got. Um, but also on top of that, um, I already mentioned this once before, but I'm going to mention it again. I got the Terminator 2 comic book from October 1991. Ooh, <laughs> part 3, actually. But it's okay, because I had part 3 when I was younger, so I know that one, and the other two are so hard to get by. But, man, they don't make comic books for movies anymore. You God, know, I, do, I mean, I remember when they, they sort barely of like make novelizations anymore. When they released the one for Jurassic Park, I, rem- I remember buying all those because I was just so excited yeah. to watch the movie. And it was kind of like I bought all the comic books and then went to the movie and kind of realized, oh fuck, I've spoiled the. You've seen the whole I thing. I've spoiled the entire movie, haven't <laughs> yeah. I? Dickhead. Yeah, that's what. That's what I love. I would go back though if you've never I read the novel. The first time me and my mate like, that Raptor's good. Yeah, the Michael Crichton yeah. novel is absolutely good. Clever girl. I also, yeah. I also found out a couple of days ago because I've been really looking for the Alien Three 1992 comics. Okay. And those are ultra fucking rare to find. But I also found out that the Marvel have just released or released only a couple of months ago. The Aliens Omnibus collection, same as the Predator Omnibus one that I got, which was 90 odd quid. But I Jeff, want that. <laughs> Jeff, but Jeff Bezos paid it for me because they said that they hadn't sent it to me and they had. And so, so you they refunded it to me. <laughs> Do you know that happened to me twice. Yeah, Jeff Bezos. So I good. basically, I basically, because I, when I refunded the stuff, I was like, oh, I just put it on my Amazon, you know, yeah. my gift thing. So I didn't pay for Spider Man 2. Yeah. But they, they've. Which released they sent a day early. The <laughs> Aliens Omnibus book has all of the old comics that you can get in there and plus the Alien 3 comics in there. Mm. It's like 92 quid at the moment. It might jump up to 120 again like it was a couple of months ago. So I'm hoping my credit card's free for my birthday. <laughs> but enough about me. What have you guys been up to? <laughs> um, oh man, I did, like I said, I just, work's been crazy this last month. So I haven't had a lot of free time, to be honest. Like so much overtime, so much happening and that. Yeah. I, oh God, sober October's gone down the toilet as you just sort of drink. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, you yeah, said to me like four I'm days drinking, ago. I'm like... already hungover. It's disgraceful. So do you know what, actually though, I have a saying that on a health thing is like they a new gym opened that I wanted to switch to and I've gone back to that and I've kind of reinvigorated myself of, being back in the gym and you know you like nice being in the gym don't you I love being in the gym you like being in gym yeah yeah. gym like is good sweating. I enjoy being inside gym being, sweating being My inside being gym high. sweating yeah. <laughs> bumping his, his, his name's JD thanks for spitting a little my arm motherfucker um, <laughs> um, so I've been doing that but I mean watch wise so I watched okay, last night I watched Old Dads uh, which is the Bill Burr movie that landed I on I saw the poster uh, for it yeah that's fun, especially, okay. especially if, like me, you're a bit sort old. of like of a grouchy old school dude. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, you know, I do like it when it's, um, you know, with, like someone drops a C bomb within like the first five minutes of like whatever I'm watching. I'm like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> so um, talking my language. That's on yeah. Netflix. I won't yeah. spoil it because it's literally just dropped. It's on Netflix. If you got Netflix, watch it. You've paid for okay. it. Okay. On the um, same vein, uh, Fall of the House of Usher. I've been hearing good things about oh, this. Oh, I enjoyed this. A true story, Mike Flanagan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's based on a book it's, by it's, a girl. That, well, it, sorry. It's, it's, yeah, there was a book called Fall of House of Usher, but it's also like everything that he's done. Do you know what I mean? There's like a million fucking Easter eggs. For oh, it, so like the I mean? ravens in there. Yeah, exactly. Everything. Gray. Is it Dorian Gray? Obviously, he oh. uses the same cast all the time, doesn't he? His names are all gone out my bloody head because I'm hungover. Um, you know, like the guys from um, Gerald's Game, you know, the husband and wife, Captain Pike. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. He plays the patriarch of the family and stuff Oh, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Again, won't be... Um, won't spoil it because it is fairly new. 
I think it's like eight episodes or something like that. Binged the shit out of it. Okay. Really mm. fun. And it's another if you enjoyed any of Mike Fanning, like Midnight yes. Mass and yep, yep. Haunting on Hill House or Blythe Manor, whatever yeah, it was. Both of them, yeah. But both of them. Yeah. You'll recognise the cast and Awesome. I personally yeah, I personally <laughs> think this is the best one. What are you chuckling on? Sorry, I was just chuckling at something I was reading. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not checking on you. He's on Wikipedia again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I explored it already. No. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed that. Other than that, I think so did, we, did you say that's on Netflix? That's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay. I haven't actually tuned into Netflix in a couple of weeks, so yeah. No, I remember I seeing. Mean... I remember seeing the Vincent. Was it Vincent Price? Fall of the House of Usher back in the day, like yeah. ten years ago, and I was just like, it's ah, entertaining. Yeah. And again, um, it's, it's that just, you know, the interpretation of like taking all of like Edgar Allan Poe's work and just kind of like, right, where, where can we sort of like insert some some nods to it here, there, whilst mm. telling this overarching story. Yeah, yeah. It's Mike, very good. It's quite... It's, I, it's Mike Flanagan, did you say? Yeah. It's yeah, been he's, pegged he's as being really like good. really mega gory. And i got to admit, I was like, the gore is good. Okay. Like the, it's not excessive like for the sake no, of it. No, I don't yet. think it is. It's like I, I, think, I don't even think it was that gory, but it, but everything they do that involves it is very good. Awesome. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, there's a house fall. <laughs> do you know, do, do you know what? There's there's literally a meme. No, but there is literally a meme of a guy looking really shocked, and it's like you know, me at the end of fall of house of usher when the house of usher falls i mean they fucking telegraphed this from day one you know uh, but it's cool because it, you know he's telling it in retrospect all the way through as okay. well which is really cool yeah. nice um, nice the yeah, title um, might watch list that yeah absolutely uh i played through sea of stars which okay. released on games Completed? pass yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It. it took me about 25 hours but um that's not too so, bad going RPG, yeah that was right? what i did yeah yeah and um you know very fucking chrono trigger-esque we talked about it i think on the last yeah, one yeah. they brought yeah. the trailer it's fun there's some great story. Uh, it's an engaging little RPG. There's maybe a little too much. Like I, I, I got to admit, by the time I got to sort of like close to the end, like the last few hours, mm. there's a lot of dialogue, and I'm like, yeah, okay, all right. I find that and also, I've got to admit, I've completed it, but also, if you know, there is like a very sort of like no spoilers though. Yeah. No spoilers, <laughs> but there's very much a true ending to it. Mm. If okay, you go running, so you can go back everything. Yeah, yeah. However, I was like, fuck that noise because. Two other games arrived because it was Prime Day and also, like I said, Spider-Man 2 has just released and I got Resident Evil 4 for the PS5. Nice. Because it was on sale for like 25 quid. Oh, hell like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'll take that off your Have you completed it yet? I started <laughs> playing it yesterday. Right, so right. I, um, you spoke to me last week yeah, and, and said, you were installing okay, it. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, but, and I said to you, I wanted to finish Sea of Stars first. Right, right, right. Because I knew if I started playing Resi, I was never going to fucking go back to Sea of Stars. So, um... <laughs> And obviously, Spider-Man Two rocked up as well, mm. um, and I was kind of like, ah, 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 <laughs> you know. But I was like, right, Spider-Man Two is way fucking longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I've just replayed Resi Two and Three. You no, know, it's the remakes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to play Resi Four. Yeah. Let's get that one done. So I started playing it. I mean, I think I'm like, I'm like seven chapters into it or something. So I'm okay. about halfway through already. Right about, well, was your last bit? You got through the castle I, yet? No, I'm coming up to the castle. So I've got so Ashley, I've done the yet. siege and no, I've not done yeah. that yet. So um it yeah, it's great. I'm really, it really is, I'm really yeah, enjoying it's really it. Great. It's such a fun game. It's but it's very much like um Resident Evil 2. No, no, <laughs> no, it's very much like the village, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a in look, as in I'm like, you fucking reuse textures. Like <laughs> yeah, well, the yeah, colour yeah. palette is very similar to the point where yeah. I'm like this is kind of like the third-person version of the village, you yeah. know, because like, they did that um, the, the, uh, thing for it, didn't that's they? That's right, yeah. 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 Um, 
That and it's also coming to VR as well. So exactly, yeah. yeah. So I was kind of like, hmm, this is very. I'm not saying that as a negative or anything like that either, but um, I very much enjoyed because I was really looking forward to um, all the beats from playing it the first time. So I was kind of like, you know, I fought the giant and everything like that. And um, but one, I suppose what I've just recently done is um, got to do like the first sort of big siege. You know, where it's you and Louise and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's oh, just that fucking rough fun, as hell. Dude. And the only thing about it is when you finish it and there's like a spoilers, I guess, but you should probably know this. It's just so you know, don't leave all the shit on the floor thinking, I'll pick that up when I'm no. done. Yeah, it's no, a cutscene to get you out there. Yeah. Pick up your shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm watching the cutscene. I'm like, no, no, there's so much loot. There's so much loot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I love how they've, um, they've taken... Uh, a lot from eight with the crafting and the, mm. and I know we had it in two and three, but they really honed it in eight with the crafting and the uh, system with the that fucking uh, what's it called the the uh, merchant still oh, one of the yeah. best characters they've ever Welcome, done. Welcome, stranger. Oh, best, so that that um, that interaction with him is brilliant. Um, yeah, Come great back remake. When you got some money, buddy. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know why you went Terrence and Philip on that. One. <laughs> that's from, that's the, the bar show. Oh, no, like, Come back get yeah. some money, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but um, I I'm really looking forward to playing Spider Man Two. I can't fucking wait. It's ironic that it turned up even a day early, and I was like, I'm like, playing early. That will. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking playing Resi first. So, yeah, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, that's yeah, but that's probably about it, man. So, nice. Um, I've uh, I've got a few things to catch up on. Um, I I, I realised I wrote more things than uh, than I actually need to talk about because wake me when he finishes. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I mean it's become very very popular on the internet to bash on Disney and Marvel products lately, and yeah. for valid reasons. Fun too. Because <laughs> uh, it, it probably, <laughs> but I'm kind of just I'm kind of just tired of just saying yeah, it's still bad. Uh, but yeah, I watched all of uh, uh, Ahsoka mm-hmm. on Disney, and yeah. uh, and like I, I have to say, because like a, a year or two ago, I was very excited for Dave Filoni to be doing much more Star Wars because like that's the guy right. that got me back into enjoying Star Wars with yeah. Rebels and Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and so I was like, okay, he's doing Mandalorian. You know, he's got John Favreau working with him. I was like, this is great. This is really good. But then the quality of that, you know, has dropped. Then, uh, then we got, um, and now we have Ahsoka, which is actually a sequel to the Clone Wars and to Rebels. It's mm. like the whole thing, sort of tying all these stories together. See, I'm rewatching. I'm building. watching Clone Wars at the minute before awesome. I watch Ahsoka. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, no, Ahsoka is not pre Clone Wars. No, no it's, it's a sequel. After. It's a sequel. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So it's Rebels. Yeah. So Ahsoka is now telling all the stories that were all those animated shows have kind of led up to. Um, so small spoilers here, but you know we do get a live action. Anakin and live action Ahsoka and yeah. it's something that the fans have wanted except yeah, yeah. the story and the performances are hollow as, as, as just such a void of nothingness that I felt like this was an hour and a half movie stretched out at like eight hours and it is vapid and poor and filled with nonsense and character arcs and stories that just drag on the fight scenes are terrible the thing that i like about it is the music and the cinematography and the spaceship designs and all the sci-fi stuff but the writing and the characterization has just been an absolute chore and it's been a real nightmare so it's not funny though no <laughs> no do you know, what? do you know what's really it funny is. is how many times you've said like we've all said it's like oh man if they'd have made this a series instead of a film yeah and didn't try to cram this story into 90 minutes and stretch that out of eight episodes but now you're saying 
Yeah, that's oh, the way around. Yeah, Maybe we should have just crammed this bitch into 190 <laughs> yeah. minutes. Like, I have wondered. Or into 90 minutes. Sorry. I have wondered because I've not watched any of Ahsoka. Okay. I didn't, no, I, 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 I didn't finish either. season. I didn't it. finish season three of Mandalorian yet, and I didn't even go with Andor. And then Andor Ahsoka. Well, I, Andor I, I hear, yeah. I hear yeah. Andor was great. But yes, was, but I, I, I personally couldn't get behind a TV show where, from the very first episode, I knew that the main character was going to get out of absolutely every single thing because he has to get to the beach at But Sarah. it's not just his Sarah. story, though. No, I get, no, I get that. I get what you're And, I, and I get, I get, I, I, I get peril, all the, these things, but I just couldn't get behind it. It was, uh, it was a cash cow thing that they were trying to throw in Star Wars. Let's, let's take what everybody liked with Rogue One because Rogue One was really doing well and nobody wants to do Last Jedi or, or Rise of Skywalker stories anymore. We'll, we'll go with this guy in Andor and explain how he turned out to be the way he was. And I was really intri- intrigued to how that would go. But by the time it dropped, by the time it all came out, I was like, ah, you know what, fuck it, I'll get around to it at some point. Ahsoka comes along and everyone's like, hey, you remember how... Uh, it's not Fanny Newton, it's the other one, fucking... What's the actress playing Ahsoka? Uh, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. Oh, you like the way Rosario Dawson looked in Mandalorian? We can make a whole series about her. And I was like... <laughs> No. What she does is fold her arms and just kind There's... of look upset at everyone the entire runtime. Right, that's it. Now, I I kind of like the Ahsoka character that they had, but I didn't care about what her storyline went to. And so then all of a sudden they bring in the this, this series and then they go, hey, on top of that, we're going to bring in all the characters from Rebels. We've got Hera in there. We've got Sabine. We'll fucking bring back fucking what's-his-face who flew off with the space whales. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ezra, yeah. Ez, you, you, but not Ezra Miller. You, you, you've got, <laughs> I'm like, you've gone way too far now. You've gone way too far because you into are... A far, into a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, yeah. But, you, but obviously they've lost something along the way. The writers. Because, because you're trying to watch this show and you're continuing to watch this show even yeah. though every time you hit play on a new episode, a little part of you dies. No, I'm just like, it can't get worse. <laughs> but, but, then, but then why hit, why hit play? How many episodes? I think there was eight. I think it was eight episodes. Then yeah. why hit play each time? You were hoping that the next... Oh, I've got a new hope that the next episode is going to be all right. Yeah, I, I honestly, <laughs> I, just, like, I just want to ask Dave Filoni, like, what has happened? Because your writing and your your other Star Wars was excellent. Well, a lot. But of, what's happening now? You know what you a lot need of the for time, Andor it could be. Watch it, by the way, I figured out what you need for Andor. Well, it's like basically, it would have been great if in Rogue One he had like a fucking injury. You know, like he was. Like, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. they're always chopping arms in Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if he was missing an arm. And he had a robotic robotic arm, but then in like Andor he doesn't. So yeah. like all the way through, it's basically you get the hot tub time machine guys like you're gonna lose that fucking arm, <laughs> and you're just constantly watching it, waiting for the minute. Like he's juggling but, lightsabers, and you're like, here it comes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like he could have been writing some really really good storyline, but somebody mm. could have come along and gone, "No, nah, you can't do that. Can't do that. We don't want that." So you take little yeah. chunks out of it, which makes it, like you said, feel hollow. I don't feel like. They've gone in there you, you hoping to make Rebels, a bad right? series. I watched Clone Wars and Rebels, yeah. See, I just, I just wonder with, with, so, because, like, so I didn't, and yeah, that's yeah. why I'm watching it because I saw it was coming up. I was about to like watch all fucking eight episodes, or whatever, and a load of people were saying about, like, fans of Clone Wars and Rebels, how much they actually enjoyed it because of yeah. how it linked. And I was like, hmm, do you know what? Sounds like I should probably take the time. And again, it's on Disney. I've already paid for it. I was you, like, do you know what? I'm sure. gonna fucking watch. Clone Wars and Rebels and finish that, and then I'm going to watch it because I because I feel like it will give me a better you, appreciation. I wouldn't say you have to it. watch Clone Wars because 
Well, I, th- I think mean, someone said to me kind of like, to watch the last series. Yeah, yeah, the last series. But kind of like yeah. with Andor, I had a problem with Clone Wars because the whole time I'm watching Clone Wars, they're like, hey, General Anakin, you're such a great guy. And I'm like, how many episodes until Order 66? Yeah, when does he start when chopping kids' heads chopping off? Kids? <laughs> Least with Rebels, Rebels showed us that we were already in the Star Wars universe. The Empire had taken over. Um, Ezra was a kid on down on his luck that his parents had died and he ends up getting embroiled with these rebels and it just gradually gets bigger and bigger from that all of a sudden he's got force powers but if you were watching a Star Wars thing and you don't believe the main character's got force powers then you're in the wrong fucking show <laughs> because every right. single one of them yeah, <laughs> yeah every single main character in Star Wars has force powers even the guy in Andor probably had them that's how he was able to live so fucking long but with a so hey, heal stuff now. With, with Ahsoka, like I said, I looked at Rosario Dawson. And I'm like, yeah, all right, she does a good cosplay. <laughs> yeah, but, she does. I'm sure but, she'd appreciate that review. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if the writing's not there, it's gonna it's be not there. it's gonna be hollow. Mm-hmm. And if it's gonna be hollow, you've just spent millions of dollars with a show that Star Wars fans <clears> are just gonna be like, eh, next. Yeah, but this is Disney, dude. They also released a documentary about Wayne Rooney's wife. It's like, what the fuck? You just spend money on anything. Oh, yeah, Disney. Disney content. We Disney must have content. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. 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 Do you know what? This is the other thing I did watch that I watched Rosario Dawson was that Disney's Haunted Mansion. I watched that with a kid the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Shit. It's all right. <laughs> so ah, it's a good flip. Is, is it better than the Eddie Murphy one? Because I watched the like, Eddie Murphy well, one. The, well, that Eddie Murphy one really uh, Yeah, it probably is better than that, to be fair. But, hey, it was, a nice, it was a good little family thing. Yeah, so I fucking yeah. get the popcorn and I just watch it. Hell yeah. <laughs> 15, 20 minutes and I was like, well, brain's going off. Click. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to take another crap on. I'm going to anyway. Go on then, take another Loki crap. season two. Uh, after that first episode, I've reluctant to go back and watch any I watched the first episode. I, I, and I, I was kind of like, oh, okay, so nothing really happened. Yeah, 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 just awful dialogue. I will watch it. I but again, um, that's one I'll watch when it's. All, I'm not. I'm not jumping weeks. Linda's weeks been watching. It. Linda's been watching it, and I partially caught some of the episode last night, and I think she kind of might have got annoyed at me because um, I. I have no idea what's going on. I just know there's time travel because I've not seen season one. Parallel time travel. And I know there's time yeah. time traveling going on. So Motiverse. So if there's any time traveling going on, it normally involves Kang. The Conqueror. Right. Because he's like big King Ding-a-Ling fucking time traveler in the Marvel Universe. And so they've got the actor there from um, Multiverse. Yeah. You know, playing Kang. And he's having these conversations with... Well, he's having conversations, but you've also got Loki there and you've got fucking Luke o, um, Owen Wilson. No, yeah, yeah. Luke Wilson. Um, and there's all this stuff going on. And I'm, I'm playing the Switch and I'm like, oh, well, if I was going to... If I was writing this, I'd probably do this. And then something happens, and I'm like, oh, shit. Well, that person's blatantly evil. Linda's like, what is it with you? And, and I think my problem is, is because I'm just experienced with watching the TV, how writing goes in TV shows. Yeah. You want to elongate an episode. You want to, you want your character. That character is going to be evil. That one's going to be good. But that evil one's probably going to have reasons behind why they're evil. And actually, they started off good. So, but it's time travel. So they're only good. good all this stuff and shit. Yeah, I should have just walked out the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that that's my response to the How rest of the season. I've won, well, maybe three by now. Three, I think I, it I, is, I, yeah. I've already... I just, oh, you I, only watched the first I one. I just watched the first one. I was like, because it was the one It was the one Marvel pro- project for the rest of the year that I was kind of excited for. And uh, and so I, that's probably why I was more disappointed yeah, I mean, with other, that one. Other than the Marvels, mm. 
I don't think there's anything else. I don't think so. No. I mean, hey, listen, if they if they knock out another Christmas special as good as the Guardians of the Galaxy one, I'm yeah. like fucking in. Yeah. I know yeah, that but, they've released Werewolf by Night in, in color, color, in color, yeah. which I am going to watch. I, watch but, I really too. enjoyed Werewolf. But I'm not going to go too geeky on this. But just stay with me, right? So this Loki that in in the Loki TV series, yeah, is from. Endgame, the yeah, one the one who got, took the thing in uh, the box, uh, yeah, and yes. disappeared in from New York. So yeah, that yeah. timeline, Loki, does not go back to Asgard. Uh, correct. Right. Yeah. So to fix it, at the end of this show, this Loki is going to have to end up being back in New York at that point, much like the stones were put back. Mm. Uh, or he branches a new timeline, but I guess that's kind of. But then that, t- yeah, but that New York timeline is now going off on its completely own because yeah. it hasn't got a Loki, and so everything. Mate, I, I was going to say, I, I don't think they're really fussed about what they've done to the. Um... But that's the, that's the only way I can see how they would actually fix it to keep it inside its own universe. Because if they do do all the branches off, you're going to have multiple plot lines going all over the place. If I was the writer, everything that you write at the moment will build up and build up and build up to the point where Loki goes, hey, I know how to fix all this. I have to go back and drop the stones out and go back to Asgard. Well, the rumours are a soft reboot that's coming. Right. So maybe not because if they use they i mean at the end of the day if the, oh, we want to do a soft reboot to the universe like well we've got a time travel show with multiverse implications it's like okay real fucking easy to just use that to do it then so it might have something to do with that yeah uh, i get what yeah. you're saying you're right yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah like you'd think like that the end game it's the problem why i have trouble watching tv shows because i'm like <laughs> uh excuse me excuse me sir time travel dictates <laughs> and the dude's like a fucking wizard did it okay wizard a wizard did it, did it kid <laughs> Yeah, uh, but one show I do have actually have enjoyed so much so that I've stopped watching it, <laughs> <laughs> and that's Gen V, the spin-off of The Boys. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. which tells the story of the first generation of superheroes at sort of superhero school. You know, some learning to be crime fighters, some learning to be crime fighter managers. You know, and uh, and all of that stuff. But then there's a conspiracy, and there's a death, and there's gore, and there's sex, and there's fun characters, and there's fun superpowers. Uh, I've watched three episodes because three episodes released all at once. Then they've been releasing them weekly, um, and so but and so when I'd watched all that was available, I was like, God damn, I need more of this universe of shows. I'm like, superhero burnout? Nope, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> uh, because when the show is good, when the writing's good, when the actors are good, it's good. Mm-hmm. And so there is no burnout when it's quality. 100%. Uh, and so w- once I got to the end of those episodes, I've now s- started re-watching all of The Boys. And I'm now, I think, on episode two of season three. So I'm literally up to you know the, the last season that's you know available so far. Uh, and then once I finish the boys, then I'll probably finish the rest of Gen V because uh, Boy Season Four has looks like it, we're not going to get it this year. It's very likely we're not going to see it until maybe February, March of next year because of right, you know, the first the writer strike and then the actor strike, and they need to do reshots or mm-hmm. reshoots and and dubbing and whatnot. So it's it's all been delayed. But yeah, Gen V has been very good. It's not as good as the boys because. While watching Gen V, I'm just like, no, I really want to watch the boys. Like, I want to want to go back to those characters, even though Gen V is good. Yeah, just makes you want more. So yeah, uh, really, really, really good fun show. I still haven't watched the boys. Yet. <laughs> it's good. Uh, I played Resident Evil Four DLC separate ways. Yeah, as Andy mentioned earlier, it's a fantastic game. They really did it well. Uh, and uh, separate ways, I think it was about it was around ten pound, so probably about ten dollars or so. Uh, and it took good. me, I think it took me seven or eight hours on that playthrough. Uh, there was a couple of tricky parts, but uh, there was a lot of surprises and a lot of things that uh, I was like, oh, oh, this is actually now 
in in the game, which I didn't think it would be. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it um, it, uh, it surprised me even more. Uh, and the gameplay is, is really solid. So yeah, it's uh, a really worthy uh, addition to the game. That they didn't charge, they didn't overcharge as well, which I was very happy yeah. with. Uh, so yeah, solid solid addition to the see, game. That's, that's yeah, that is pretty good, especially since like, did you see the the WWE 2K23 announcement where yeah. they're like, so you've got the you had the game that came out in like March or whatever, mm. and then obviously there's a season pass for like you know quarterly you know editions, extras, characters, yeah, yeah, yeah new wrestler skins and all different yeah. stuff like that. I mean, it's a good idea because like really all they ever want to do is just keep the fucking base game the same, yeah, and just keep update the, the roster. Yeah. However, so they've just announced like the um the Bad Bunny version of the game, which is like they're charging nine ninety nine for Bad Bunny, but it's not included in the season pass. No. So it's like if you really want it, I mean, I get he's probably got like different licensing. Yeah, like, deal yeah with them, so they're nickel and dime fans like, That's for those games. Bullshit, yeah, That's crazy. You know, Do you know that- what I didn't mention as well? It's what I loved playing Resident Evil Four. Is mm. I, I purposely bought it on the PlayStation because I was like, man, I um I was like, I really want to play Resident Evil on a PlayStation pad again. Mm. Okay, and I realized yeah. I hadn't on four. Because I played it on GameCube. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it came out on GameCube yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. So we all right. fucking played it at the house, didn't we? Yeah, so, yeah, I did. GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so I was like, oh man, I really want to play it on a fucking PlayStation. And also, like as much as I love I love both consoles and everything like that, so I've got, I've, I'm, you know, I've got no skin on the game, which is better or whatever. However, I love the uh, PlayStation pad, uh, the PlayStation 5's pad. The yeah. haptic feedback on That's the triggers. That's right, the triggers, amazing. yeah. But what's great about it is you... Um, all the like uh, radio announcements when you get called and stuff and a lot of dialogue it comes it all through, comes through the pad. the nice nice which is really cool like so when you're playing it so yeah I've, re- I've really enjoyed it it's part of the, I was saying to you didn't I where it's like I'm waiting until they've released both of the Metal Gear um, collections mm. next yeah. year and also when they've done this remake of 3 called Delta okay so they're actually next gen in 3 okay very good like, okay well that one's first chronologically so I was like <laughs> next year I'll buy both sets of them and Delta, and then I'll, I'm going to play them all through chronologically. But I'm going to get, I'm purposely going to get it for the PlayStation because awesome. that's what I fucking you, play. Yeah, that's the that's what I played on. That's the yeah, yeah. I played on. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, fucking awesome. awesome. <laughs> Basically, yeah, it's it's. I, I will get the um. I'll I'll get the DLC for that one. Yeah. Um. For Resi Four for for sure. Cause it do you know great. you know um the DLC? Sometimes Ada is right, and sometimes Ada wrong. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've got one last thing I do want to talk about before we move into the news segment. And uh, I was up early this morning, earlier than I intended. And so I had time before going into town to sit and watch Saw X. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, if you've been following along on our YouTube channel, Ian and I have uh, been reviewing all of the Saw movies. But we we are not reviewing Saw 10. All nine. All nine of them um, this, this year. We'll do Saw 10 at some point. Yeah, I mean, we could we do will. it now. Our wiki didn't. He's watched it. So exactly. That's now, a uh, I, I, I don't have a placement. And is X, X going to give it to you? Is it good? X gave it to me good. Yeah. X gave it to uh, me Now, good. this was probably one of the longest Saw movies. It ran around two hours. Nice. Uh, but I didn't feel its runtime. As a matter of fact, as it was getting towards the end, I was like, no, nah, this is a two-hour movie. It can't be wrapping up now. And it mm. wrapped up. I was like, oh, shit. That was two fucking hours. It just zoomed right by. Nice. That's uh, good. And what I liked about this film... There's a lot I like, actually, an awful lot that I like, and it's that Tobin Bell is front and centre from mm-hmm. start to goddamn yeah. finish. Yeah. It's his movie, entirely. He looks older than he did in number one, but it's yeah, his movie. Yeah, he does, he does. Un- unfor- unfortunately... <laughs> oh, well, didn't uh, they put him in a backwards baseball cap they when he did was younger? Yeah. Hey, fellow kids. Hey, yes. it's, there's nothing wrong with an old man wearing a backward cap, okay? Yeah, make sure you look younger. <laughs> 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 
<clears throat> the only the only thing is is that um, talking about aging, it, it's uh, unfortunately. I mean, we all age. We're all going to look older. Mm-hmm. Shawnee Smith looks like she she's does. aged forty years compared to what yeah. she was in the previous yeah, yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the, you know they've done no de aging. You know they've you know they've got her hair looking like she was at that timeline. Yeah, at that but, part of the timeline. Uh, yeah, right. uh, but she well, still gives a great. Wasn't she an addict though in the story? Yeah, but she ah, already. Well, right. Okay, okay. <laughs> Well, no, she was an addict. she's also sympathetic to another <laughs> addict stuck in the trap. No, that's in this it. One. They, they, wait, that's it. In in this one, it's You're talking about the fucking bear trap girl. Who it's and yeah, yeah. Af- it's yeah. after yeah. one, pre two, so she's yes. off the addict. She's yeah, not yeah. an addict anymore. That's right. Uh, okay. Uh, but um, oh, fuck, it's stupid then. It, yeah. it, it, it's all, it told a concise yeah. story, even though like I'm watching it and you know I I kind of got wrapped up into it. I got felt sympathetic for John as he was being. You know, he's told he's going to die. He's told there's no operation. We see him at the support groups, you know, and um, and then when he's researching this company that's gonna do this operation on him, I'm sat there and I'm like, oh oh, he's going to get the cancer removed. I'm like, oh, no, he's not. He no, died. he's not. He fucking died. He's been dead for a long time. Yeah. Um, but Robert I, the Bruce but, fucked it right up. Right? Yeah. But that's where I was just, that's where I knew. I was like, I'm in. I'm actually following this character. I feel for him. Um, even though, you know, we know he's a, you know, <laughs> a serial there's, killer. There's only one point in Sorax, and I don't want to spoil it. We'll talk about it in the next podcast. And I need to watch it as well. Because sure. like I said, I only read the, the plot line. But there was one point in the story where I was like, you shouldn't have done that. Because you're trying to, you're you're trying to get the audience onto Tobin Bell, John Kramer's side, and it's too obvious. Um, I think you might know it's it's towards the end where another character is introduced. Yeah, mm. uh, that, and that like, plot line, I I called it immediately. Yeah, immediately. Like, where the fuck did that? Why did you have to bring that in? Oh, because oh we need more fodder. <laughs> was, was it as predictable as Spiral? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was predictable. Less it was, so, it yeah. was predictable, but uh, it it was the characterization though that worked. That's what came through. Is good characterization. Spiral was so bad. Now, so uh, I'll say that the saw traps, they weren't as as uh, over the top as the later sequels, um, but some of them were pretty disgusting. Uh, you know, the one that's on the poster, the guy with the tubes over his mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that one's like very early on. It's like the first five minutes of the film. So I was like, oh, we're getting this one now. Nice. Uh, yeah, there is some grotesque, uh, gory imagery. It looks fantastic. Uh, one thing I also really liked uh, about Saw X is that they didn't, they very much so refrained from the jump cut flash editing. Good, it's good, almost good. non-existent in this nice. film. It feels like, I, I, I need to check who the cinematographer was for it, but it felt more movie-like in terms of, uh, or more modern movie compared to the, the rough around the edges yeah. you know, first few Saw movies. So yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it looked great. The performances were great. The music was good. The location worked. Uh, and I, you know, it's it, uh, even, the, the film does a good job of establishing all of the people that are going to end up in the traps early on, which mm. is something that the Saw movies never did. They usually just wake up in the traps and then they talk to each other about why they're all assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least we got to see them be assholes. So then when we see them in the traps, we are positioned that way. So in terms of telling a story do you, do you like that's that. an attempt, because are they, from what you said, it sounds like they're trying to like make Jigsaw a sympathetic character. Yeah, yeah. which they always is kind of try fucking to. stupid. It, it as far is, as I'm but saying. the film positions but, you into a way no, that it does, it pulls it off. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, do you think that's the reason why it's like, no, we're going to really show that these people are assholes. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. his eyes sucked out. Whatever, but man. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> shut up. But that's the yeah. whole point. That's the whole point with Jigsaw. It, that's what separates him from all of the other serial killers out there. Like. Jigsaw or or Freddy Krueger? Who's actually the real evil there? Was well, obviously the child killing fucking psychopath, isn't it? Both of them are pretty evil, dude. 
this guy takes people out and he's says, "Right, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having this argument." No, no it's not, an argument, mate. It's not an argument. I've just he, fucking he, reviewed he's, nine he's a movies. He's a killer. He's a killer. <laughs> there's only a few times where he when actually people do this. Well, well, he never actually fucking killed anyone. It's like you go to prison for that shit. Yes, for life, life. for murder. <laughs> yes. he's a murderer. In, in a way, he's a vigilante. Right, the, pun- the Punisher is a murderer. If you want to go on yes, down that is. route, you know, like being a drug, the Punisher is a murderer, you know right? Yeah, he absolutely is. Right, so he's not a vigilante as a lot of people paint him to be. That he's the good guy, actually killing bad guys. I didn't say he was, but the society does, and that's what society in the doing. comics they do. Yeah. That's what society, <laughs> society, in the comics, society is doing that with Jigsaw. But what I'm saying is, you know, when you say about vigilante, vigilante like, right, okay, stops, he's stops, a, stops criminals, right? Being a drug addict isn't actually a crime. Yeah, being well, a smoker is well, not a crime. Well, <laughs> being a drug addict is a crime. They, if, they were getting if, to the point where they were like, killing your, killing your son in the process, yeah. and you weren't. Now, I'm not saying that we're getting to an argument about it. What I'm saying is, is that the Saw series could have died at Saw 2. We know that because it wasn't really a film, it was two scripts thrown together. Yeah. I mean, there's literally a guy in that movie who gets shot in the face for opening a door. Yes, he was killed by a fucking trap because he had no way of getting out of it. But as the films went on for them to build up this franchise, they had to make Jigsaw, John Kramer, separate to all the other horror characters we've seen out there because they are, at the end of the day, bland, faceless, mask-wearing killers that kill people for legitimately no reason other than they just happen to be in the way. John Kramer takes people and says, right, morally, you're in charge of these people or you are this person in this trap. And how do you feel about it? And everyone has different feelings. On one side, people go, well, John Kramer's a murderer. On the other side, people say, actually, he's doing justice to people that need to find. That's the cool thing about his character. Yeah? You have your way of looking at other people. Oh, no, I, their I'm, not, way I'm, not, of I'm not arguing the fact that like they've tried to do something different with, with characters. With, so, with Saw X, they, they're trying to revamp the whole series again, which they shouldn't be. They should have left they? it. Well, they are. Because, look, they had all the way up to what? Saw 3D? Then they stopped. Then they came back with Jigsaw and tried to bring in that other guy. Then they went, oh, that didn't work. So we'll completely revamp it and do Spiral. Oh, that really didn't fucking work. We've got two choices now. We can either make Sorex or give it to David Gordon Green. Yeah, Let's go with Sorex. <laughs> oh, well, all right. First of all, I, I agree. That was the better choice of the two. But, um, yeah, but sure. I mean, I don't, I don't think that it's a revamp if they're if the story kind of fits in between. If they, yeah. if they stop, no, movies. no. But if they stop now, brilliant. Leave yeah. it. At, Kevin Crouton, movies who now. directed Sorex, who edited all the movies, has said for him, this is definitively the, the last one. There's like, there's no, there's no reason but to keep it, going. But if it this. makes money. Which I'm sure it has. The film, oh, the, whoever it, owns Sorex it will say, yeah, but hey, yeah, but let's what make a horror movie let's make, no other fucking horror let's movies Let's make out, Saw 11. That's true. Let's, yeah. let's make Saw you know, they, 11. They have also said, if the story comes in and there's a good story to, to, you know, to, to do another one, then then they'll look at it. But but he's going to take Manhattan. But he's going to take Manhattan, dude. But, but there won't be, you know, because <laughs> yeah. unless they... Unless they go with, at the end of, what, 3D, where they actually go with the Cult of Saw idea... You know, which they had in Jigsaw, where where mm. people who aren't Tobin Bell, who are actually legitimately getting bad people and putting them in horrible traps and mm-hmm. making you a, a question the moral justice yeah. of it, that's the best way to go with it. But you are milking it for too long. Yeah. Well, I also my negative for Saw X mm. was that when it did finish, and I was like, wow, that runtime it flew right by. But then when I was sat there, I was like, did you enjoy it? 
what did I actually get from it? Yeah. Mm. yeah you yeah, know, yeah. and I was like, all I got was what I already knew yeah. from Jigsaw yeah. because of the back, the flashbacks, like with his yeah. wife, with his lost child and everything else and the, yeah. the cancer and all that. I was like, so I already knew all of this. Yeah, you did. Um, seeing it play out, I was like, yeah, they did a good job of it. But at the same time, I didn't really get anything from the film other than some some torture, you yeah. know, and, and some gore, which was very, very well done. Um, but yeah, when it finished, I, I, even though I enjoyed it, I was like, I'm kind of feeling a bit empty, honestly. Yeah. Uh, like it was, uh, it, it was a full meal that, um, tasted rather, you know, like you'd already bland. had it before. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say bland, but yeah, there was a bit of spice in there. Bit of, sp- bit of spice. A bit of spice. But, but you've overall. already had the meal before and it exactly. tasted better the first time. I was already time full, out. I think, when yeah. I ate it. Now, maybe yeah. it's because I just watched all freaking nine movies <laughs> like this year already. Yeah, right. Um, mm. But uh, I will say it was much better than... I would say it was definitely top three. Top three of Saw yeah, movies. I felt like it um, really, if yeah. it had come out, like following Saw 1, I think it would be fantastic. Um uh, in terms of explaining everything, but because they've already told lots of that story already. So it was good, but I wouldn't say it was amazing, but the, the runtime was great. I've got a real predicament though. Oh. Right. Cause I want to buy it when it comes out on DVD so I can put it in my collection. Sure. But then I feel obligated. I have to buy nine. You got buy Spiral. <laughs> All my collection's going to be fucking. No, you don't. Because, it's because Spiral doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't no, matter. because I can't, well, because it won't make any sense. It won't make any sense. Saw one, two, three, four, Five, six, 3D, 3D, Jigsaw, Jigsaw, Saw 10. Yeah. And it'll be like... So just go 6, oh, 10. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> why don't you you've just, got eight movies here, Ian, and there is 10. Put a blank you know, DVD case in it and just write Saw 9 <laughs> yeah. on it. Yeah. Well, I, I still contemplate buying Halloween Ends so I can just snap the disc and then buy another one so I can put it in the collection. I'd say, just, print, <laughs> just print the fucking sleeve, dude. <laughs> Just print the sleeve. Mate, the people don't use printers anymore. Get out in 1990. <laughs> Dude, printers in 1990 were fucking dreadful. No, <laughs> printers nowadays are still I, mean, I fucking dreadful. hate my printer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Fuck that thing. All right, let's go. get into the new segment, shall we? Yes. Hey, hold on. Hold on. You missed a point. You turned 40. Oh, God damn it. Oh, yeah, you did. Don't you fucking turned 40. Don't, like, you know. Yeah, motherfucker. We're the only reason I bought you a present because I was like, now you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's 41. I'm 41 in a couple of weeks. He's still a little baby. <laughs> yeah, I turned 40 uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it doesn't feel any different, really. It you doesn't, know? does Just, it? Uh, I'm not dead yet. I feel fine. I think I'll go for a walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has been hating this for like 10 years. I'm not getting older. I'm not getting older. Everything hurts. I hate walking upstairs. <laughs> my knees. My cough, my knees, my diet. And it's like, motherfucker, because you is getting older. Just embrace yeah. it. Fuck it, we're leveling up. Oh God, yeah, yeah. but I, I still want to be a party animal. Man, <laughs> like still, I used to could. And you still are a party animal. I yeah. can't wait for my birthday. I'm going to be 41, <laughs> sitting in my front room, playing Metal Gear Solid on a portable switch, drinking beer. That is about as party <laughs> animal as you ever got. <laughs> yeah. like... Man, do you know what's going to be great? Right? I've realized I've got the NES version of Turtles, Baddies versus Dragon Ninjas for the NES on right my on. switch. Right on. I've got fucking... Metal Gear and, and Snake's Revenge for the Switch coming. Literally, all the games I played when I was a kid on the NES is coming to Switch, and I'm 41 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting in my front room, still playing the old games I played as a kid, going, God damn it, I can't do this! <laughs> Mate, it may have been new this year, but at the end of the day, I was still playing Resident Evil 4 today. I mean, that's still fucking... Yeah. That came out 20 fucking years ago. And when it comes up on the screen going, press the X button, you're still going, oh, which one? Oh, yeah, that. that. That's the only problem with switching X- to the PlayStation. <laughs> 
So I was like, ah, oh, fuck, a uh, square. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't hit the town like I used to. I did go out a few months ago, about six months ago now, and uh, to, see a, to see a cover band. They were called the, the Rusty Angels. And uh, they, they play like Metallica and Disturbed and Guns N' Roses and like, all sorts of music. And so, yeah, like five beers in. All the in. old shit we like. All the old shit we like, <laughs> exactly. And uh, so a few beers in, I'm just, I end up like on the dance floor, like, going, yeah, fucking heads going, heads going, like, yeah, stomping. Oh, yeah, your I'm shoulders went, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, I was fine because I was drunk. Oh, yeah, when you're but drunk, you're fine. Saturday morning, yeah, I was just like, aches. I need a neck brace. Like, goddamn. Like, yeah. I can't See, move. I'm, I'm fucking telling you, you're just like, seriously, you, you just, I, every, I think everyone needs to just, just go and fucking lift some weights. Yeah. It will protect, it'll protect you so much. Yeah. There's real studies about this as well, okay. not just talking shit. Well, like, well, well, it really it, will. It doesn't just need to lift weights, because I, I, don't, I don't lift weights, yeah, but, I, but I move a lot around no, during the day and carrying shit, you so he literally just needs to stay flexible. I'll put some just, weights just, in the mouse. Just do it. <laughs> so when I'm editing, it's really heavy. Nah, we can't go it like three times a week. We Nothing yeah, heavy, we just the fucking five main compound lifts. Just go and do that. I'm telling yeah. you, it'll keep you young. Because awesome. it, 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 it protects your young. Fucking younger than you. I'm telling you, it'll yeah. keep you fucking young. That's that's the secret. Well, it's it's a terrible segue to go into the news segment because we've got a list of obituary. We'll keep, keep you young, anyway. Who fucking died? Yeah, <laughs> I got funeral. Oh, I got a funeral to go to next week, so let's not yeah. even start that yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, Michael Gambon is the first one I have on the list who did pass away mm. at the age of eighty-two. He died peacefully in hospital with his wife and son by his side, and uh, he's well known around the world for playing Dumbledore in many of the Harry Potter films from two thousand and four onwards, uh, starting with the Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, he also worked with many great directors, including Tim Burton in Sleepy Hollow, yeah. Wes Anderson mm. in The Life Aquatic with Steve yeah. Zizzo, and Fantastic Mr. Fox as well. He's also remembered for his roles in uh, Robert Altman's uh, Gosford park and matthew vaughn's layer cake amongst layer many cake many astounding. others yeah. great uh, uh screen tv and stage actor and will his presence will absolutely be missed the fact we've lost both dumbledores now is shocking i uh, yeah yeah and uh, hagrid mm. yeah hagrid as well yeah and yeah snake but, well yeah yeah but i was meaning like the when when he took over the first um dumbledore had passed away. yeah and so then he took over, and you're like, "Oh, we got Dumbledore back now." He's dead now. And you're like, "Oh fuck!" Hi. Well, uh, this one's going to be a young one now, aren't we? We've got fucking Jude Law, so yeah. it's all good. <laughs> Uh, we lost uh, a horror director. Now, a lot of people might not recognize the name, but if you are a big fan of horror, you will. Uh, Anthony Hickox has passed away at the age of 64. You might recognize his name as the director for Waxwork and Waxwork 2, <laughs> Lost in Time, which is an awesome, has an awesome, awesome an scene awesome with Bruce Campbell film. in it. So, uh, so much so that uh, Bruce Campbell and Anthony Hickox worked together on uh, Sundown, The Vampire in Retreat, which is a very little-known Bruce Campbell film that he directed. I think one of his most notable films there will probably be Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, as well as um, Warlock, The Armageddon, Full Eclipse, Payback, and Stormcatcher. So a lot of sort of straight to DVD kind of horror I like movies. Payback. I need to yeah. see that vampire I like movie. Payback. I think it's a good film. Yeah. <laughs> I need to see that vampire movie. I uh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So yeah, definitely be missed. Uh, yeah. He passed away at the age of 64. That's not nice. Oh, shit. 
next up is uh, Pippa Laurie, who's passed away at yeah. the age of 91. Uh, this is a three-time Academy Award-nominated actress who will be forever remembered again by horror fans as the truly frightening mother of Carrie from the 1976 adaptation by Brian De Palma. Yeah. Uh, she also had very memorable roles in Twin Peaks, The Faculty, the and faculty, The Return yeah, to Oz. As well. yeah. We only yeah. just watched that the other day, actually. I sat down with a kid and what, we watched faculty? Yeah, we watched that. Nice. amazing. Soundtrack's it. great. It is a fucking banger of a soundtrack, yeah. actually. It's, yeah, one of those Invasion of the Body Snatcher type movies. I need to revisit it myself. Dude, it's great. It's not lost a step, actually. Was it, it still says, up. If you, were invade, if you were invading America, would you blow up the White House Independence Day style sneaking through the back door? It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, it's funny because we, we watched that because the kid is now, she had that, like, oh, I want to watch horror movies with you. I fucking love Stokely. Fucking thingy. Yeah, she's awesome, actually. And we watched that, but we <laughs> we watched uh, The Conjuring, watched the first nice. Conjuring movie. Uh, she was fine with that, but I did want it. I was like, right, we're going to watch it. Donna was out, so I was like, right, we'll watch that. I ordered some pizza and stuff. And then I was like, mm, I'm going to pick a film to lighten the load afterwards so she sure. can go to sleep and not fucking bug me all night if she has nightmares. She was fine during The Conjuring, though. It's actually, she watched the second one the other day without me. She goes, oh, what's the sequel? I was like, right, I'm 13. <laughs> but, so yeah. afterwards, we watched Repossessed. Oh, oh, very good. Yeah. Leslie and Linda Blair. Lick me. Yeah, Lick and I was me. like, this film is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Devil in a blue dress, oh, blue man. dress, it blue was, dress. Devil with a blue dress. Fucking on. brilliant. I'm here too. Pump you up. up. <laughs> I love that. Jesse Ventura and Gene <laughs> Oakland are in that, that at the end. It's so fucking oh, funny. It's so good. <laughs> Sorry, it just made me think about it. May I? Because um, oh, we were faculty. Very good. Oh, shit. I could love Leslie Nielsen. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the next one uh, to I want to bring up is Burt Young. Yeah. We only just talked about him Can't last month. Uh, he's passed away at the age of 83. Burt Best so known young. as Paulie from uh, the Rocky movies. Now, he played mainly Italian-American tough guys, but in over 100 movies and, and TV shows... Uh, Sylvester Stallone put out a statement saying uh, to my dear friend Burt Young you're an incredible man and artist I in the world will miss you very much rest in peace I'm going to be honest as well never seen him in anything else Really? No, can't think no. of anything else he's ever I've, I've seen him in a few things, but that's why I'm always like, it's Paulie! I saw the but, you know, I, don't, today. I don't remember any of his other characters' names. You know, how, you know how you go on YouTube and stuff, and it just fucking it grabs shit that you've just looked at during the week. Mm. It was the clip from Rocky where the... the waitress uh, from Rocky Balboa where the waitress says to him she goes uh, deliveries around the back and he's like I'm no delivery driver and she goes have you got a reservation and he goes what do I look Indian yeah. to you <laughs> <laughs> I was like only Bert Young could say, say something like that and it'd be funny as fuck he was actually he did actually have a boxing background as well that's it Amityville 2 The Possession he played the dad mm. yeah. Oh, right yeah. Cool. yeah 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 fucking great Alrighty, well, Ian, I know you've been waiting on this bit of news. Have I? All year long. <laughs> okay. Dam Damien Leone has this revealed that Terrifier 3 trailer will be playing in cinemas from November 1st, and the trailer is over two minutes long. Oh! <laughs> and that's because everyone's been speculating that the trailer will just be, you know, a flash of, of Art the Clown, and it'll be over yeah. a teaser. But he said, no, we've got a full two-minute trailer. We've actually got a story involved in this one, and it's <laughs> actually going to try to make sense by the end of the movie. I'd do you know what? I would love it if the trailer was just two minutes of just art, just just stabbing. Something. You probably yeah. fucking will. I'd be like, have you seen the trailer for Terrifying Freak? Yeah. What is it? Yeah, oh, he's just, just stabbing, just stabbing somebody. I can't wait until the movie comes out. It looks fucking amazing. Really? Why? What did the like, trailer give you? Like, Nothing. Um, it's just blood. No, it'd be like if he did it. He's like Eddie from Bottom. Like he looks at the camera. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, that's all. Be it. It will be the best level of comedy. That's it. Brilliant. Comedy. Yes. Comedy. You're fucking kidding me on comedy. That bullshit. I can't wait. It's gonna be comedy. We did prepare you for this. When the second one came out, when we said how much money it made, you were like, "Fuck this movie!" Like, "Oh, dude, you're gonna." Yeah, but that's so many more. That's because this is also because Terrifier Two is back in cinemas this Halloween as well. Oh, really? For another release. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. That's fuck. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, in his words, he said that it's over two minutes long and you're going to fucking love it. But, you know, that's what he's going to do. He's the director. Unless you're this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're in. I've asked David Gordon Green <laughs> to step you know in what? and give no, me some pointers. That is, that's like because David Gordon Green did that statement recently. Someone asked him about, like, the fucking... What, basically, someone in an interview was like, why the fuck in Halloween Ends did you, like, you know sell us a bill of goods, like, you know, that it was going to be Laurie versus Michael and then it fucking wasn't. And his answer was literally like, I liked it. <laughs> I enjoy. I had my fun. Fuck you. Was, oh, but no. in a way, I was like, "Do you know you what? what? Fair. You stood by it. No, yeah. I'll go Fuck on, it. I'll like... go on record now. Right? I'll go on record now. I hope he gets it into the cinema, Can and I hope that he does actually make some money from it, so that he can legitimately stand there and say, "I have made an original horror character for the new year." Whatever, yeah. 2024, I've made a trilogy of movies, I'm a success. I hope all that, you know, but I don't live on fucking hope, okay? What I live on is facts. And the facts are his last two movies were devoid of anything other than gore and violence to just push a storyline across for a bland clown character who literally is going to come into this third movie and unless he fills in the plot holes from number two and explains some of the background of where he got to in number one, it's going to be shit. There weren't plot holes in the second one. <laughs> I, had to do, I had to do it. Yeah, you did. I had to do it. <laughs> you had to do it. You did, didn't you? There you were plot to. canyons. Canyons! <laughs> Who I, better than I, canyons? Listen, listen I, um, i got to admit, I mean, because like, you know, I watched both of them and I was kind of like... I watched them back to back. Dude, yeah, but like, Watch it. I gotta admit, like I was like, yeah. I mean, there are movies that like I watched them, and I'm like, I'm probably never gonna watch them again. Yeah. But, but, but just, sorry, sorry. But one yeah. thing that I disagree with you on is I actually quite like Art of the Clown. Clown. I think he's amazing. Yeah. But it's the same thing you said with Sorex. Now is the opportunity. One thing. Once you've watched it, now is the opportunity for them to actually bring, like you said, when you say about the potholes, I get it because it's like. What the fuck is he? Is he demonic? Is he this? That is he was that? the whole point I, of the first I one. I would it's like just... to see them bring that and it won't, together. Yeah. And it, yeah, but it won't work because coherently, I don't feel it's gonna make that the they're money. going to be able to fit it so in. Much money. <laughs> and it will because people will rush. But fucking same with Flash. They made a shit ton of money and there's a pile of shit. Hey, wait, Gary's you know? got the synopsis. Wait until he tells you what it says. Set one it might year. Be really good. Set one year. Terrifier what? two. No. The gruesome story of Art the Clown and his insatiable thirst so, for so, murder. When a sinister force resurrects Art, he is once again. A set of setting upon unsuspecting residents of Miles County. Back for another Halloween, Art sets his sights on a teenage girl and her little brother, portrayed by Lavera and Elliot Fulham, respectively, delivering a <laughs> chilling and relentless tale of horror. So it's is basically that, Terrifier that, 2. I was going to say, yeah. that's the plot of the second one. <laughs> it's the plot of, one year after Terrifier 1 was Terrifier 2. He's going to make all the money! <laughs> and then he went, and went after her fucking kid and her, her brother, just so, who just so happened to have a magic sword given to him from their dad and angel wings she had angel wings as well right go fuck you guys she was an angel <laughs> fuck you guys 
Go and enjoy your fucking movie and don't come crying to me when you go, man, I really Chris wish Jericho. I hadn't hey, man, seen Chris it. Chris Jericho was in it. I've not really lost anything. Chris Jericho was in it. Chris Jericho's in AEW. It doesn't make him yeah, fucking any good. Sharknado movies. Yeah. <laughs> he was in that final form as he well. He was in MacGruber. I'm just saying. I'm just no, saying they don't just put him in any movie, you know. They do. They do. They do put him in any movie. Next news story I have is that Lollipop Chainsaw Repop has now been officially labelled a remaster and not a remake. Oh, okay. Now, this was announced last year that uh, cool. Dragon Me Games president Yoshima Yasuda was unclear as to whether it was going to be a remake or a remaster, but now we know, uh, even though there's no screenshots available yet, uh, but in a statement from Dragami Games, they explained that they're going for a more realistic look, clarifying that they were inferring that they would be taking advantage of modern game console hardware with the game. Uh, now, I think Lollipop Chainsaw was a really good, fun game, yeah, maybe even was. more so yeah, by the involvement of James Gunn and Suda51 and Tara Strong, of which none of them have any involvement in this um, remaster. remaster. So whether they actually just port the dialogue straight over, right. whether they re-record it all, hopefully the comedy and the tone is not lost when they go for realistic graphics instead of the cartoony look that it kind of had, which suited the sort of tongue-in-cheek high school, yeah. you know, kind of horror. So, yeah, um... I, I'll be. There's still no screenshots. So there's no trailer. So uh, we'll just have to put it on the switch. And I'll buy it. I yeah. Oh man, yeah. I found out that Forgive Me Father's on the Switch now. Very good. It's a fucking first-person shooter where you can either play as a priest or a journalist who go to a town to investigate what's going on. It's like a old-school '90s boomer shooter, but it's all got like cult of Cthulhu kind of fucking oh, style cool. of it. Yeah. So it's out on PC, PlayStation as well on Switch. I was just like, oh yeah, boy. That's something you might like if you do play Sea of Stars. Is this there's quite the Cthulhu sort of like... Oh, um, okay. Now I'm interested. <laughs> That's yeah, what you have cool. to say. Has he got tentacles? <laughs> I mean, well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, Gary <laughs> loves the tentacles. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Fisherman's work too. The tentacling. <laughs> All right. We've got some quick fire news here for you. Now we're going to talk about the Exorcist Deceiver is due for release in April 18th, 2025. It's kind of funny that they've already got the date like set in stone. But will David Gordon Green be involved in directing this time around? After Wait, so Believer? This, is an, this is actually a fucking sequel to the it's, one that's it's, happened. It was yeah, purchased yeah. as a trilogy. Yeah. A, so oh, the trilogy is being oh, okay. being made. Oh, yeah. uh, but so the question Believer, is now... Deceiver and... Believer, Deceiver, Receiver? Receiver. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a word. The Cleaver? <laughs> I don't um, know what the third one's going to be. Redeemer. Oh, no. Redeemer? Yeah, Believer, yeah. Deceiver, Redeemer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There but we go. If it's Redeemer, I'm fucking... <laughs> I'm mate, never going to cinema again. 100% Pazuzu's in a fucking sewer. for the It's not Pazuzu, movie. mate. It's a completely new demon. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But it'll no, be Pazuzu's in a sewer. sewer. Yeah. yeah, sitting in a sewer for four Pazuzu's coming years. back for the third one because obviously everything they do in the first and second one fails. Uh, but anyway. Sorry, dude, but... I saw someone online the other day. I was fucking. I, I meant to send it to you, and I got fucking wrapped up in work. Mm. Even though I was clearly watching memes while I was working, but <laughs> yeah. someone did um, the bit where you know, like in Halloween Ends, where fucking he grabs Corey mm. and stuff. But someone voiced over matey from Friday was like, "I'm grab a dog by a neck, and I <laughs> choke him, choke him, we'll <laughs> <laughs> kick his ass." Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> Myers has got him. He's like, "Oh, Dave, fucking dog, foot up a dog's ass." <laughs> Well, I mean, it's no surprise. I mean, I think everyone at this point knows that uh, Exorcist um, a Believer has bombed at the box office. The critical reception and reaction to it has been very low. Uh, I, I mean, I, I I had that feeling the moment the trailer dropped. I was like, mm. this is garbage. It did look great. Apparently, the 4DX 
screenings are fun. Okay, it's well, so you're going to get people jump up and go, on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, literally. Like, people, yeah, people are fucking jumping up in the crowd being possessed. So that's actually oh, better geez. than going to see the film, is that you're you Good watching the film to... and being distracted by Listen, somebody screaming no, is more... I, I, I didn't say that, like, on that cellar I would go and fucking watch it. I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying it is getting a bit of, like, good press, apparently. Can it, can, People uh, like to be scared. Because <laughs> neither of you have seen it's it. It's because they're yeah. distracting them from the fucking movie. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I, I, wiki, I wikied it, and it was when I got to the ending... So none I'm of us like, have seen it, then. That's right. Yeah, but, the, <laughs> mate, the ending is so bad... You've just spent an hour and a half of the movie establishing that demons and the hell and being possessed is actually in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you've even got the mum from the Exorcist 1 movie who's mm-hmm. written a book about her daughter. Very possession. small part, though, from what I understand. Yeah, like, wait, is, as in, like, the trailer, small obviously. Part, but by the, far be it from him to, like, mislead the, us with a trailer. Oh, but. but by the end of the movie, when it all ends, everyone goes, oh, we'll just go back to our normal lives now. I'm like, you've just admitted that demons and how exists but i mean don't we in our world we've got like written reports i mean you, william Friedkin filmed an actual ones. exorcism yeah. being performed I, exor- I watched that i watched that um devil on trial thing the other day yeah yeah there is no there is no there is no proper evidence that demons exist Right, what we consider exorcisms are you. But then that's what somebody in the exorcist world is exactly going to yeah, say. Right. Yeah, Even but, though, right. yeah, but what you got to remember is if you, if <laughs> you it, believe in that, if you if in, you yeah, are a person this, of yeah, religious persuasion, in this to movie, you, that is proof. Yeah. In this movie, it? it fully establishes at least by the halfway point towards the end of the movie that everybody there is seeing a supernatural paranormal event that's what I'm saying. If in the real world there was a supernatural paranormal event happening. <laughs> Fuck, you're gonna call. fuck Facebook <laughs> and Instagram and Snapchat for the next week and two weeks or, or wars in Ukraine or in Gaza shit because now we've got evidence the, that the, the demons, demons fucking the probably exist. Where do you download the app Fuck Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> From your mum. Jeez. Hey, she's happy making money. <laughs> so I'm just going to finish off this story <laughs> yeah. with, uh, with a fans, quote so. from David Gordon Green himself, whether being asked about whether he'll be returning to, uh, to the Exorcist trilogy. He said, my intention is to just start making things. Uh, and as those plans come together, if I find myself in that director's chair, I'll be thrilled. Uh, but, but right now I'm navigating it from a story perspective and looking at my realities of life as I pivot out the door. <laughs> out the, out the door bit like, I added. I've got to, like, when you said I've got a quote from him, I thought it was literally going to be like, meow, I've got your money, meow. So he's like, well, if they ask me, I'll do it, but until then, I've got life priorities now. Like, yeah, like, yeah, of course <laughs> you're trying to write a good movie. Now, James Gunn's like, David Gordon, who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, now here's a fun story for you: is that we got Chuck Norris coming back to the movies, yeah. okay. along with Vanilla Ice and Sophie Monk, and they're going to be battling zombies on a plane. Sold. The- <laughs> Sounds better than the film Fire Free. Zombie it. Plane. Nice. And it centers on a secret government organization that recruits celebrities to be undercover agents who play themselves, who together must save humanity from a zombie attack. And John Claude Van Damme already done this. No. John Claude Van Johnson or whatever it's called. Oh, John Claude Van Damme was the TV show, or was the movie that That's he That's right, yeah. He did JCVD. JCVD, yeah. No, but there's there like Van the Johnson show. or something where he, he does literally play like himself, but he's, yeah. a sort, he's a secret agent. So when he's on film sets, he's there because there's like a fucking mission or something. Man, you were on acid. <laughs> I, yeah. 
I really do too much. I mean, I'm still breathing. <laughs> now, the other reason why I'm kind of interested in this is because <laughs> it's sure. being produced by uh, the team that made Turbo Kid. Which oh, Ian and yes. I reviewed, and we really enjoyed Let's, that. So yeah. I'm like, if they bring that same oh, energy yeah, from like, Turbo yeah, Kid like into Zombie fun. Plane, yeah. I- I'm in. I'm in. That sounds um, so much better than Terrifier 3. I, I believe so, yeah. 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 I want to see I want to see Chuck Norris punching <laughs> zombies' heads off on a plane. Uh, but the the quote I have from the from the producer is Zombie Plane uses comedy, the zombie genre, and 90s nostalgia as a vehicle to comment on pop culture as much as it feeds it, creating unforgettable one-liners and situational comedy to the extreme. Oh my god. So I'm yeah. sorry, I've just had the flash. There's going to be a sequence where John claude Van Damme is surrounded by a horde of zombies. Chuck and Norris. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris, sorry. Yeah. Chuck Norris is just going to fucking spin kick them all the heads off all in a row he's 100%. not even going to put the leg 100%. down he's just going to spin on the spot oh he's landing that plane as well right <laughs> while kicking yeah <laughs> yes. now from what I've gathered unfortunately I think um I think Chuck Norris has only got a very minimal role in it. I don't think he's actually going to be on the plane. I think he was the guy who trained oh. all of the celebrities to be right. super agents, essentially. Yeah. So well, well, I guess we'll find out. I don't, there's no oh, trailer it's be like, yet. Um, what, g- what was the um, what was the one with Kurt Russell and fucking Seagal where it's like you know oh, like, executive oh, decision? Yeah, where it's decision. like oh yeah. Steven Seagal's it's like for about nine minutes until <laughs> yeah. he fucking falls out you playing. Know, <laughs> you'll make it. Click. <laughs> right. I mean, end. don't get me wrong. Like I was like, that's probably a good decision. But right still. at yeah. the end of the movie, I bet if he's not in it for long, right at the end of the movie, the plane will land. Everyone will come off. Chuck Norris will come out and be like, "Hey guys, you know, I'm glad that all the, all the training paid off." And then a zombie will bite him, and then as it bites him. It will fall off and die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All his teeth will break. Yeah, yeah. Just, it'll be like three days of agonizing pain. The cobra dies. <laughs> yeah, Chuck Norris yeah. is the cure for the for the zombie. Yeah. That's got to be it, hasn't it? Yeah, that's got to be something. It's great. Alrighty, uh, our next news story is following Matthew Vaughan. He recently shared some developments on some of the projects that he's going to be working on at a New York Comic Con panel. Nice. Uh, he shared his plans that they are going to be rebooting Kick-Ass. He said, we're doing it again. Uh, none of the other characters from the other Kick-Ass are in it, yeah. though he'd like to have them back after the reboot in subsequent sequels. He said he can't really talk about it right now, but it's going to be fun. He also unveiled plans about uh, Kingsman 3 mm. and that work on the King's Man sequel is already going to be building on the post credit scene where they introduced uh, Adolf Hitler into the franchise. He said they've already written it and that it's pretty damn cool. Uh, he also said that he's working on a musical right now. He's also working on a, on Argyle, which is a new spy caper mm. starring Henry Cavill, Bryce Henry Dallas Cavill. Howard, Sam Rockwell, and Brian Cranston, which is going to be out in mm. cinemas next Bryce February. So, um, uh, Henry Cavill is proof that no one looks good with a flat top. In that Argyle trailer, even even Henry Cavill can't, can't pull it off. It's no. like, just stop, stop fucking doing it. Stop doing it. Uh, like Bryce Dallas Howard to sit on my flat top. <laughs> Never hike alone too. Dude, has just released on Friday the 13th <laughs> of this month. Uh, if you're not aware of this, uh, it's a sequel to a fan-made Friday the 13th uh, project. Uh, it's a feature-length uh, fan film that released on YouTube by Womp Stomp Films, and it serves as an unofficial sequel to Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. It features the return of Tom Matthews as the franchise hero Tommy Jarvis. Uh, Never Hike Alone 2 was written and directed by uh, Vincent DeSanti, who I think also plays Jason in it as well. Uh, it's, a not, it's a non-profit, fan-funded film uh, that's no way affiliated with the actual Friday the 13th franchise, and the whole thing is on YouTube, and it's running at 72 minutes. I have 
have to say I was very pleasantly surprised this time around by by a fan film. The cinematography was great. Uh, the the light, the color grading, the performances were kind of a little bit weak. I was just like, yeah, I can tell you don't quite have mm. you know a stage coat or an acting coach or yeah. a director that really can get the what he wants out of the actors. A lot of them felt like it was doing a favor kind of thing. Uh, yeah. But in terms of the, the gore was so, so a lot of the deaths happened off screen or the killing blow happens off screen. Then it cuts back as they're kind of dying. Although there is a pretty gruesome disemboweling sequence. Um, there's no real nudity, uh, but what I do like is Ooh. that continuation of Tommy Jarvis and that Friday the 13th part six, Jason lives is my favorite Friday film. Uh, seeing the actor come back, seeing the cop that survived part six, you know, the one with the, with the gun, with the laser gun, where the red dot goes, ya bang, yeah, like getting that actor back in as well. So I was like, yeah, and yeah, it was, it was really, really fun. Uh, so it's 72 minutes. It's not too long. Uh, it's a very, you know, disposable Friday movie. And so if you haven't, if you need a Jason fix, this one uh, will uh, will uh, will satisfy until we get an actual thirteenth Friday the Thirteenth movie. Now it gets better than Bays. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now we know that the Halloween as a franchise spans 13 movies in total mm -hmm. and you may have thought that Michael Myers was done for uh, but Malik Akkad who owns the rights mm -hmm. wasn't convinced and he claims he wants 25 movies or more oh, yeah. in Halloween he wants all the and money. so there was a very recent bidding war for the TV rights for Halloween so DVDs. <laughs> Miramax subsequently won the bidding war over like A24 Productions and a couple of others Miramax already owned the film rights and so you know, Cad was basically like, I want all the money, so I'm going to sell the TV rights separately. Mm -hmm. Miramax now owns them as well. And they are going to be rebooting Halloween for a TV series. They've also said Fuck. that this is part of a multi <laughs> multimedia uh, reboot, which will span TV and movies. So God. we're going all the way back to the beginning and going to do it all honestly, over again. Honestly, I swear, I, I might be wrong. I Just haven't, fucking stop! I haven't drunk or... Or done anything since we started this podcast, but I swear you've said that three times that somebody has bought something and is going to be changing it and revamping it and turning it into no, this I, whole I've been new saying big this thing. for years because Malik Akkad, who owns Halloween, has been saying this for a oh, decade yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. He's not done. Hey, mate, he's been saying it since them. Halloween three. You yeah. know, when John Carpenter stepped away, he's like, no, 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 I we want to, we want to keep doing them. that. Yeah. What I'm saying is, is like, like you said, he, he's, he's sold his franchises. They've just done the same thing with the Kickass stuff. They're revamping this. They're but at least Matthew Vaughn was the one who made the originals, and now he's remaking it himself. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's but he, yeah. he's remake, he's remaking it so that he can cash in on his idea, so that he can redo it again. Yeah. This guy. He wants something that he thinks people also want, but we don't. <laughs> we don't. Michael Myers either died in fucking Halloween 2, or he died in Halloween H2O. But in a reboot he, series, he's he not died at it, all. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter, because he will have to. You know, if they even... Evil will have to die tonight. Evil, the <laughs> moment they mention... Again. The moment, yeah, again and again and again. The moment that they mention, oh, he's going after a Strode, be it Laurie or He's going after Larry some babysitters for sure. Or Laurie, yeah, he's going after him. Then by the end of that six or seven episode series, he's going to be captured and then they'll probably jump 10, 20 years. It'll be like Stranger Things, but Michael Myers, you know, <laughs> where the kids who grow up with the series and yeah. then fucking come back. Like it. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in, in 23 years, we'll come back if Michael Myers <laughs> ever escapes. Promise me you'll come back. Yeah, we 
well. Now let's have a gangbang in the sewers. In front of my as well because it's like I just I just can't imagine just fucking rewatching those fucking those last two movies either. No. You know, I actually because like when I'm working at home, sometimes I'll just throw a movie on that's background for mm, yeah. like, I've got a task I'm doing, and I just want something in the background. And Netflix obviously got a huge fucking queue of Halloween movie, you know, season Halloween movies. Yeah, Rob Zombie's Halloween was on there, mm. and I was like, yeah, fine, fucking chuck it off. It's background noise. Yeah, but at least with like, even with that one, I can like I find myself just sort of like. Malcolm McDowell's really good, isn't he? Yeah. You know, just like, I enjoyed him in I that like movie. him, but I, I know, because I, 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 for me, I just one, hated the, the, the second one. Departure. He's, he's bad at Loomis. Yeah, 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 I know. I, yeah. But that's what I mean, is I liked his take on Loomis in this one. Okay. And it was probably the thing that was the least Rob Zombie-ish to make. For, like, yeah. Because he turned it very redneck in like, House of the Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but Loomis, I thought, was like, you know, that's quite interesting. I like the way they've, Expanding his character. Second one, it was fucking dreadful when he was doing the whole book tour thing. No, <laughs> yeah, stab. But it's funny that like even that one, I can like, eh, yeah, I, I don't mind this first movie. This ain't too bad, you know. But it's yeah. like, I just can't find anything redeeming about those last two fucking Halloween movies. I can. I, I, I can. The credits, the cinematography you know? of Halloween I, Kills, I, I think, is truly I, I awesome. Agree, I really like I it. I agree that it's it's probably the best that Michael Myers has ever looked. Yeah. But I can just take that from the first one. I like yeah, that 2018 true. movie. Yeah. I yeah. like that first reboot that they did. Yeah, I'll take Curse of the Thorn over those last two ones. <laughs> awesome, yeah. Alrighty, so uh, I've got some trailers here, but I haven't managed to. Uh, we usually get a chance to watch these trailers before the podcast. So, yeah, uh, I've seen three out of the four to be fair. Awesome. Well, the first one I want to bring up is Leave the World Behind. Uh, this uh, stars Ethan Hawke, Julia Roberts, um, Mahasaha. Oh my god. Mahira Saha- Shala? Shala? Oh my god, I'm terrible with this name. I'm so sorry. Keep practicing. Ali. Keep practicing. Dude's going to be Blade, right? Yes, right. Huh? He's going to be Blade, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kevin Bacon Blade. as well. Uh, this one's coming out on Netflix on December 8th. Uh, and also in select cinemas. Uh, the reason I think also to be interested in this, other than the awesome cast, is that it's written and directed by Sam Esmail. That's the guy who uh, re- created the series Mr. Robot. Um, oh, really? This uh, Leave the World Behind looks like uh, it's a post-apocalyptic kind of... And it, it very it ha- get the vibes of M. Night Shyamalan's Knock at the Cabin. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, this one looks interesting. I love the cast, love the writer-director, so this one should be interesting. And this one's out in just a couple of months' time. Uh, Silent Night. Yeah, I'm we got, looking forward to this. Yeah. I'm going to watch the shit out of this. <laughs> I've become a huge fan of uh, Joel Kinnaman. I, I really detested that Robocop movie, and that was my yes, introduction bro. to him. So, But then since Suicide Squad and For All Mankind, I'm like, I like this guy. It was the, the hanging torso oh my god there's nothing left I was like, oh fuck this movie straight away that was right up there with Vader's fucking new yeah. yeah but he, he he he's a good actor like we said Suicide Squad like what, Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad yeah. 1's pretty shit but he yeah. he, he was so good the flag you know what? character you know he was really so much so that in, in The House Suicide Squad you feel really bad for him when yeah. he's taken out he, yeah, he yeah. was really good in House of Cards yeah as well okay, I never watched it he's good but that is one me and a mate of mine are like I sent him the trailer and I was like Dude, uh, fucking uh, uh, brew dog for fucking beers, and then straight in the cinema to watch this for Christmas. Yeah. It's like fuck yes. hell yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, look looks good. great. I mean, and the other reason why you might be interested in this one is because it's being directed by John Woo. Yes. Uh, it's uh, basically a re- you know Christmas revenge thriller. Um, Joel Kinnaman's character loses; he takes an injury, so he can't talk, so he's going to be silent throughout the night as he gets revenge. <laughs> Uh, next I want to talk about Thanksgiving now I'm not a big fan of Eli Roth but back in 2007 he made a fake trailer for the Grindhouse package he's finally getting that Thanksgiving movie an actual release he's making the entire film looks 
just as bad as Terrifier Three. Yeah, um, um, I, I just thought I'd you know bring it up. Yeah, like, this, yeah but it, it makes. I, I mean, saw they, the people trailer. People have been crying for that since Grindhouse. Since, right? since, yeah, 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 I get it. But I saw the trailer and the killer in the trailer. Now, Eva, he's wearing and, what pilgrims kind of yeah, thing. Pilgrim, yeah, pilgrim mask with pilgrim outfit. Now, either the town has gone like hot fuzz style, the greater good, and everybody in in the town is the killer. Or he's legitimately mm-hmm. a ghost-like killer who's come back or come to the future from the past and he can teleport everywhere. Because some of the things that you see in the trailer, you're like, there's no fucking way he could have set that up on his own in such a short amount of time. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> no way. You Like I said, you got to see the trailer to be like, ah, okay, this looks... Th-. But it's got the... Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the actor's name is, but um, he's one of the guys from Spooks, I think it was, or Mad Men. No, not Mad Men. <sighs> we'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, lo- it's, it's, a, it's a lawyer program. Suits. I've seen him. At, it could have been Suits, yeah, actually. Okay. Louis? Is it the Louis I guy? I fucking watch Suits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. just throwing lawyer names out <laughs> yeah. Ali McBeal. It's fucking <laughs> it's Ali McBeal, mate. Callista Flockhart. So Callista Flockhart is the killer. She's Spoiler. the killer. Spoilers. Yeah. That's how she's able to get around so quick, because she's so light. <laughs> yeah, she... Well, speaking she... of zombies, I've got one last... Um, uh, news story or trailer oh, for you. Yeah. Uh, the George A. Romero this Resident Evil debacle. You know, it's uh, considering the film series that we had and the reboot Resident Evil series, well, the film our, our that we've got are so awful. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Netflix series. And Remember the, that? Oh, God. No, oh, I'm trying yeah, not to. Yeah, recent. Series. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have a look back at the Resident Evil film that never happened. Uh, this this uh, documentary will finally answer the questions as to why the project never came to fruition. It's due out in 2024, and it looks like they've got some they've got you know uh, behind the scenes look at the the yeah. Resident Evil 2 trailer mm-hmm. that George shot uh, for the Japanese release as well. Um, they've got storyboards, images, set designs, and yeah. interviews with with everyone involved, right up until the point that the project was taken away from them and then given to uh, Paul W S Anderson. Such uh, so a yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd be just just excited just to listen to George talk about what he had in mind for it because I remember reading the script for it and I was just like I'm kind of glad that that didn't happen because it just goes off in a weird direction especially I, the, I it really did. visually he kept it really though, close I but really, he did. it didn't I, look oh mate I, I remember seeing screenshots of yeah. like zombies and I was like fuck yeah that's what because like. he did the zombie head turn yeah, the man. classic yeah. shot and I'm like that's great, great. yeah but I really hope in this documentary or something, it's just him at his house and it's a fucking ridiculous story and it's just like, he's got a table in front of him and it just starts to be like, so let me fucking tell you, right, this is what happened and he just goes nuts, just tears it to pieces. That'd be amazing. <laughs> just want to see a fucking George A. Romero coke fueled rant right. about it. <laughs> so yeah, very much so looking forward to uh, to this one. Yes. Alrighty, well that's going to bring us to the end of the first segment of the podcast. We're going to take a small break, but when we come back, Andy and Ian are going to go head-to-head in a horror-themed quiz. It's going to be so much head. Yep. We'll see you soon. Don't head go anywhere. Welcome back to the second part of the podcast where 
Andy and Ian are going to go head to head in a horror themed quiz. Ooh. I have broken this down into nine rounds. The first one will be true or false. The second will be slashers. The third will be sci-fi horror. The fourth round will be horror film quotes or taglines. The fifth round will be a synopsis where they have to guess the film. The sixth round will be how many films were directed by. Then we'll have a, uh, a, a how many as well. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I was going to say, we're not, <laughs> not going to make it this far. Oh, wait, no, I've got films, and you must tell me the director. Right. Then you're going to have to tell me how many films a certain horror director has made. Okay. Then it's going to be some general knowledge, and we will end the final round with, uh, with the final girls. All righty, so... Fucking drop your expectations, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is going to be fucking bad. It doesn't matter, I mean, uh, given, yeah, I'm, I'm also terrible at quizzes, occasionally I'll be like, I actually know the answer, but often it, my mind goes blank, and by the time I remember the answer, I've run out of time, so... Right. You know the worst one's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, whenever you're doing a quiz, I never mind when it's sort of like, this is the question, I've got no idea, that's yeah, fine. Exactly. It's, so when, it's when, as soon as they say the answer, you're like, you stupid motherfucker. Yeah, you knew that, like, you, you knew, knew that, that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but of course, you know, the pressure is on to, uh, you know, we are a movie review channel, so kind of expecting mm. your horror I got at least you two <laughs> oh, sorry yeah. you two are a movie review as long as I get well, like one right I'll be alright if I get one right I'm fine one point in each round yeah. and it's like, check mark yes yeah. okay so the first question is for you Andy and these are true or false questions Ooh, okay in Silence of the Lambs from 1991 Ted Levine improvised the dancing in front of the mirror true or false I believe that is true. That is true, correct. Oh First point for Andy. <laughs> I'm talking back my balls. <laughs> it's a good film. Yeah. Ian, okay. question for you. Right. David Warner was the first choice and was actually cast to play Freddy Krueger. True or false? False. Oh, the true. answer was true. That's oh, true. really? I knew that one. Can I have that point? Nope. No, I don't like this quiz already. <laughs> Warner was going to be... Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't seem right. Well, absolutely. They, they agreed with you. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, Jaws was the first horror film to be nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. True or false? Oh, it was no. Is it false? It was Exorcist, wasn't it? That is correct. It is oh, false. Oh, Second point for Andy. Dog is good cake. <laughs> Starting off so. <clears throat> this is. We're about to. Come off Man, I told you he gave you easy ones. He's like, oh, I've got easy ones for Andy. <laughs> it's probably been messenger all last year. Yeah, one. but I knew your one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Ian, question yes. for you. The iconic door scene in The Shining where Jack Nicholson says, here's Johnny, was improvised by Jack Nicholson. True or false? Uh, true. It is true. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, cause I remember he he'd watched he'd done a couple of the entrances that's right and because he actually had training with a fire axe he literally tore through the prop he door like it was nothing door, yeah. <laughs> so they had to construct a real door yeah, for him, for him to and he literally through. also hacked through that <laughs> so much this so bitch that, is gonna die yeah. <laughs> Andy E.T. was originally conceived as a horror movie and a sequel to Close Encounters of the Third Kind mm. That was a stupid thing you did. I'm going to say false. That doesn't sound right to It's me. true. Oh, is it? Yeah, it was actually going to be true. a horror movie. It is until true. Spielberg yeah. went, no, 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 no. Okay, let's yeah. make it a kid movie. Yeah. All righty. All right. Well, fair <laughs> Ian. Yes. All the scenes with Adrian Barbeau in The Fog were shot to extend the film's running time so it could make theatrical standards of an 80-minute runtime. True or false? Uh... 
False. It's false indeed. Yes, because nice. he was, he was going with the old sailor at the beginning. Yes, of the shot to extend the runtime. He was going out with her at the time. That's right. And so he wanted to make her into a film. But I was, because I, I only just recently watched this, so I'm looking at all the sequences. I'm like, no way, because she's such a pinnacle point for the story. Yeah. 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 Woo. Andy, Freddy Krueger has only seven minutes of screen time in the first Nightmare film. Yeah, I think that's true. That is true. Yeah. yeah. He has even less than number two. <laughs> Had more than David Warner. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, in The Thing, Kurt Russell took a drag on a cigarette to create the visible breath. True or false? In which shot? What? The shot at the end? False. It is true. Oh, Kurt okay. Russell took drags on cigarettes to create the breath. Wow. Not in every shot, but in some, because they actually did freeze the soundstage yeah, uh, okay. um, to get that effect. But on, on some shots, he needed that. Wow. So, okay. Yep. <laughs> Go again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, last true or false question for you. Jodie Foster declined to return as Clarice Starling because she disliked working with Anthony Hopkins. True or false? No, that's false. That that's is false. She, she disliked like the... the violence in yeah. the novel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How can you not love fucking Anthony Hopkins? Come Ian. On. Jamie Lee Curtis was approached to play Regan. I'm oh, sorry, Reagan <laughs> in The Exorcist. True or false? Mm. False. It is true, but her parents <sighs> denied her because they didn't like the subject material, despite the fact that she would eventually go on to become a scream say, queen anyway. The irony. <laughs> yeah, my brain was like, no, go because she was must have been would have been the right age, age to play. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alrighty, well that brings the end of our first round to Andy at four points and Ian at two points. <coughs> How many questions do we get each there? Uh, five each. So Andy, you were four That's out of five. Bad. Ian was two out For of five. Fifty-fifty mm. chance round, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're moving into the slashers. Ian, we'll start with you on this one. Okay. What is the number one rule on Randy's list for surviving a horror movie in Scream? Um. Hmm. Hold on, I gotta remember the sequence. Um. Cardio. <laughs> no, um, is it um, no drugs or drink? Oh, I think you're right. Is it no drugs or drink? That is not correct. Is it, oh wait, is uh, it be a virgin or something? It's like no sex. The answer is don't have sex. Don't have sex. That's the that number one. one. No, I think I yeah. said drugs first as I well. Was, I was, I was trying right. to remember yeah. exactly what it is, and, and yeah. I thought that was the second one. Yeah, Andy, what was Freddy Krueger's serial killer moniker before he died? Oh. Uh, uh, Springwood Slasher. That is correct. Ian. Yes. Why can't Michael Myers be killed in Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers? Oh, fuck. Because he's powered by the Cult of Thorn? That is correct. Yeah. Druids. Druids. He's a druid. Curse, but it's under a curse, so there yeah. we go. Andy, the Candyman legend in the 1992 film began in what public housing development? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I know this one. Fucking hell. I watched the fucking new one recently. <laughs> they even mention it. Do, yeah. Do, 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 do. Is it, boom, it's like, boom, is boom. it called, like, the green or something, or greenhouse, or... Got to be specific. Yeah, no. <laughs> I need the full name. Yeah. yeah, that's as far as I can give you, mate. No. Okay. What was it? Uh, it was the 
Go on, Cabrini yeah. Green. It was Cabrini Green. All right, so I fucking... I'm going to get, like, <laughs> half a point. <laughs> well, I should yeah. get the other fucking out. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. yeah, we'll split that. <laughs> yep, I'll mark that down as... Zero, 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 zero. <laughs> Ian, what was Michael Myers' first victim's name? His first victim. His first victim's name. Wouldn't it be Judith Myers? That is correct. Say, you just got to go tech on that. <laughs> yeah. I, was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know the name of the driver of the car that he killed in the yeah. <laughs> Andy, Patrick Bateman in American Psycho regularly says... I have to return some video. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ian... Which famous 1970s slasher villain was loosely based on the infra- infamous murderer Ed Gain? Uh, Leatherface. That is correct. Andy. That's a tough one because there's a few, actually. There are quite a few, yeah. 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 What question does Drew Barrymore's character Casey get wrong in the opening sequence of Scream? Ooh. Oh, um, who was the original killer in Friday the 13th? That yes. is correct. Yes. You dumb bitch! <laughs> watch that movie a goddamn million times. <laughs> Ian, Psycho was the first US film to feature what in a bathroom scene? Uh, murder? That is incorrect. Oh, is it Anne Hayes' butthole? That is incorrect. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it was the first American film to depict a toilet being flushed. <laughs> Okay. Mate, if you'd have given me 40 guesses, I wouldn't have got close. <laughs> Look at the level of questions. <laughs> okay. You bumped you on that one. Um, that's a well-known fact. Yeah. True. In the movie where she's turning on a road, which blinker did she activate? What road? What movie? Go- <laughs> Alrighty. Cool. Last question for this segment. Andy, Sleepaway Camp is often remembered Ooh. for its infamous twist ending. What was the twist? Oh, the the killer is a, a genetic male, and because her, her mum wanted a boy and stuff. It's a, that's correct. It's a dude. Dude it's looks a dude. like a lady. <laughs> dude looks like a lady. Alrighty, we end that it's round with Andy thing. scoring four points and Ian scoring three. Ooh, on I'm lagging behind, mate. I'm lagging behind. I wouldn't have got that toilet plate. You <laughs> fucked him with that question. That was like, <laughs> I'm not sure that that's even relevant. <laughs> Fucking told you, mate. That was bad. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty big at the time because it was uh, challenging the Hayes Code and mm. uh, all of those yeah, know, restrictions that were set up on films. Yeah, so no. People still didn't yeah. believe it. People had toilets. I still think it's the butthole <laughs> thing, personally. <laughs> That's me. Alrighty, we're moving into sci-fi horror. Andy, you're up first. In Event Horizon, what is the name of the rescue ship? Oh, uh... uh oh, you dick. <laughs> um, that's not... That was my answer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's the porn parody. Shut up, fuck! No, now it's in there. Uh, uh, the Lu- Lewis said. and Clark. That's oh, correct. Oh, nice, nice. That was so close to. <laughs> I was going to distract. I was no, going to distract so you, but I was, like, I was so close to losing it when I had it. I, was like, I, was like, I can't ah. distract him. <laughs> okay, in in Alien Three. Okay. What is the name of the employee and prison guard whom everybody refers to as Eighty Five? Uh um, is it? I'll give you a point even if you get is it Andrews? His name. Is it Andrews? That is incorrect. His oh. name is Francis Aaron. Oh, it's Aaron for yeah. fuck's sake. To the left and right Aaron. of the state <laughs> two brown and M1 machine guns. Yeah. I was looking for a thousand brown M&Ms to fill a brandy glass. Andy. That guy. <laughs> In the 2017 film Life, 
What is the name of the antagonistic life form that wiped oh. out all life on Mars? Um, uh, Calvin. That is correct. Because some fucking school calls mm. it Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> Calvin school, I guess. Something like that, wasn't it? Ian, what year was Killer Clowns from Outer Space released? 88. That is correct. Oh, good Paul, sir. Didn't you just review it then? Did you just do that one? Fair no, few years ago A few years ago. But I always know I, I always know it's right at the end of the 80s. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Andy, in the movie Predator, who was originally cast to play the monster alien? Oh, uh, uh, Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Ian, towards the end of the film Sphere, what do Beth, mm. Harry and Norman decide to do? What the fuck? I know what that one. That's a great film. Who played fucking Predator? Now, Ian, this movie you've never seen. You've only seen once. Now I need you to explain to me what I'm doing. You've only seen Sphere once. It's I've seen it like four times great. or more, Ian. <sighs> Okay, sorry. Could you repeat the question, I can shield please? This fuck out of this one. <laughs> Towards the end of the film Sphere, mm. what do Beth, Harry, and Norman decide to do? I cannot remember. That's technically right. I'm going to give you a point. <laughs> <laughs> they choose to forget. They choose, they choose to forget. That's technically right what he said. Absolutely right. <laughs> They agree to erase their memories Save from the event using their powers, <laughs> ensuring the unknown event paradox is resolved. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what, a twist. what a twist! You fucking owe me one now, later on. <laughs> when I'm struggling, I'm an easy one. I can't remember. Exactly right. Yeah. It's like, okay. It's like when the, when the answer to a question is pass, and you're pass. Yeah. Correct. What? Correct. <laughs> Andy, in the movie Aliens, Ripley rescues a girl named Newt. What was her real name? Oh, fuck. Uh, Not the actress's name, but the girl's real name. Oh, okay. Oh, sh- oh fuck. No, I still... <laughs> Do you know what? I was trying to remember the name of the actress, but... Um... It was Carrie uh, Hen? Uh, Carrie Hen. Yeah, that yeah. Played, played the part. I know her first... I can remember her first name. Yeah, I'll, I'll take any... I'll take part of the name as well, if you can remember it. <laughs> Running the movie back. Man. Yeah, she does say it. She does say oh, it. Oh, she fucking does. It's also she written does. on her card. Oh. Nobody calls me. Yeah, shut up. Except my brother. No. <laughs> um, I, you sure you don't? I can give it to you. I can give no, it no, to no, you. No, 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 no. Don't. Um, no, I can't. Fuck it. Um, I picked a random fucking name. I don't know. The chat has all got the Sarah. answer. Yeah, I'm sure she has. No, Sarah. Hold on. The answer was Rebecca. Rebecca, Rebecca Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I should have remembered that one. Ian, in the film The Mist, where did the mist actually come from? Uh, it comes from the Government Mountain Project, isn't it? I need the name of I the project. I fucking say that. <laughs> and the address. Yeah, the exact <laughs> fucking address. Um, oh, it's... Oh, I remember it was in the book as well. Yep, yep. Um, Raccoon is it, is it like? <laughs> it's not... I want to say it's like Blackstone Mountain or something. I don't know, fucking, yeah, Blackstone Mountain. It was the Arrowhead Project. Arrowhead Project, for fuck's sake. Andy, in the film Bird Box, what is the most useful item for survival? (laughs) Oh, fucking blindfold. That is correct. Nice, yeah. I'm not going to lie, I've not seen that movie. (laughs) But but I know the premise, I've seen so many movies, yeah, I've seen the premise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian. In the film Cabin in the Woods, what is the cursed item that they use to start the ritual? Uh, it Ooh. is a diary. That is which correct. Is the diary of the little girl who chopped her arm off. Patience, something. Mm. 
Buckner or something. Yeah, I think it's, okay, yeah, that brings us Buckner. to the end of that round. Andy scoring four points and Ian scoring three points. Ooh. We now move into Catching round me. four. Horror film quotes or taglines. Okay. I will list the quote or the tagline. You tell me the movie. So this is like as in tagline of the like of on the, the poster or something. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or it's right. a quote from the movie. Right. Mm. Okay. Let me just reposition myself. Andy, listen to them, children of the night. What music they make? That'd be Dracula. That is mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. Oh, I fucking love that movie. Ian. Don't blame the movies. The movies don't create psychos. <laughs> movies make psychos more creative. Scream. That is correct. <laughs> Andy, this is no dream. This is really happening. Uh, uh, shit. Rosemary's Baby. That is correct. God, that, was, uh, that one that was, that nice. went down the all again then. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. You Just got that because one. as soon as you said this is no dream, before you even finish the sentence, my brain's like, no, 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 Ian, it's not the house that's haunted; it's your son. Oh. Oh, I've got like three possibles. That it... <laughs> it's not the house that's haunted; it's your son. Is it fucking? So obviously, it's not Poltergeist because it's the fucking. Carrying and the guys. That's why I'm going with like because it's um, a and it, and I know it's not sinister because that's the even hawk one. But is it the other one with the fucking? Uh, it's not the conjuring, is it? It's fucking. I think you're thinking of the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's um more present day. Pat- Patrick Warburton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but it's thing. called. Um, not malevolent. You're so close. I know. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Definitely that one. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, no, it's not the conjuring, is it? Is it the conjuring? Incorrect. It's insidious. It's insidious. Fuck. You know the only reason that I was it's because it's it's the boy, it's yeah. the kid yeah. in it. That's yeah, but in, I, yeah. I I was trying to think of the so name, close, and yeah. I, all I could think was sinister with fucking yeah. Ethan Hawke, and I'm like, oh, I know no. it's not that. Yeah. yeah. Andy, be afraid. Be very afraid. Fly. <laughs> that fly. is correct. Ian, we've traced the call. It's coming from inside the house. Uh, that's Black Christmas. No, it, is it Slumber Party Massacre? Was it? What was it? When a stranger, a stranger calls, calls from 1979. That was the first use of it. Yeah. Fuck! I was so close to Black Christmas because it's the were. fucking same shit. Oh. I know exactly. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, I agree. He's fucking you. <laughs> Andy, oh, you got a letter. I got ran over, Helen got her hair chopped off, and Julie gets a body in her trunk, and you got a letter? That's balanced. <laughs> you got a letter? I was like, Harry uh, Potter? I know, yeah, I know this one. <laughs> um, it's Wills Benson. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm, no. <laughs> you don't even know <laughs> The no, chat's it? going mental at the moment. Yeah, I have no doubt. It's no, Wills no. Benson. I know what you did last summer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I officially watched that one like over 20, <laughs> like maybe 30 years ago. No, Jesus Christ. This sequel was such bullshit. Ian, mm. I remember some horrible dream about smothering. Alien. Correct. Andy, trust is a tough thing to come by these days. Oh. Fucking <laughs> hell. 
trust. It's a tough thing to come by these days. Oh, fucking hell. Um, um, no. Oh, wait. No, it's not that. I think we might have a pass here. I uh, can't think of it. No, go on. It's John Carpenter's The Thing. No. Oh, fucking idiot. I know. <laughs> I know. My brain was like, oh! <laughs> I watched it the other day. That's why this one wasn't a question for you. That's just writing the in points. Yeah, my brain was like, oh, he's not gonna, he's gonna really fucking hurt himself when he plays that. Ian, yes, thrill me. Christine, nope, it's Night of the Creeps. Oh shit! Fuck yeah, Andy. Oh no, tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. That's Hellraiser. That is Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Ian, we're born, we age, we die. The reverse never happens. None of this is true. Say goodbye to classical reality because our logic collapses on the subatomic level into ghosts and shadows. We're born, we age, we die. The reverse never happens. None of this is true. Say goodbye to classical reality because our logic collapses on the subatomic subatomic level see, into I, ghosts and shadows. See, I ha- I, I want to say it's one, but my brain's telling me it's another, and I can't actually determine if it's one or the other. So I've got two choices. I will go with your first answer. Would you like a yeah. coin? I'm going to say In the Mouth of Madness. No. It's Prince of Darkness. It's Prince of Darkness. Fucking knew it! (laughs) (laughs) Fucking knew it. All I could see was Sam Neill doing this speech. I thought it was the last bit. I thought the last bit. Well, that's what I... I kept seeing seeing the the, the Chinese man from Prince of Darkness, but Mm. every now and again, Sam Neill's doing this speech going, (laughs) it's not reality, it's not... And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Fucker, cunt. (laughs) Jesus. Andy. That's from Terrifier. Where we're going, we won't need eyes to see. Oh, it's Event Horizon. That is correct. (laughs) Ian, drink from me and live forever. Well, that's... um, Is that Interview with a Vampire? That is correct. That is Interview with a Vampire. Andy... Psychos do not explode when sunlight hits them. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how, how crazy they, they are. are. Uh, dust till dawn. The that is correct. <laughs> Technically, that's from dust till dawn. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I gave you that bullshit answer this year. All right, calm down. Ian, yeah. send more paramedics. <laughs> Return of the Living Dead that, Part One. That is correct. <laughs> Andy, when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Dead. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Tip that one up. Ian. Hey, check this out. I found the ass end. <laughs> oh, this, I know that one. <laughs> it's one of my favourite movies. <laughs> check it out. I, I found, found the ass end. Great <laughs> right, night. Chat's got it. That was a fucking spot on impression. It. <laughs> it was. Is it? Tuck and Dale. No, no, it was Tremors. You made it, you made it sound like it was the. You sound like Kevin Bacon, bitch. Fucking, yeah. You didn't sound like Kevin Bacon. You sound like fucking Dale from fucking Tucker and Dale. <laughs> hey, college kids. Hey, that hey, might be it. Yeah, fucking Tremors. Officer, yeah, we have shit. had a doozy of a day. <laughs> Andy, nobody trusts anybody now. 
and we're all very tired. Fuck you. You can get me twice. The thing. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I thought I tried. Do you know what? I swear, literally like three days ago, I watched it. <laughs> Ian, mm-hmm. that's my mother you're pissing on. <laughs> that's my mother you're pissing on. Yeah, that's the quote. Yeah, this is one of your favourite movies as well. In fa- do you know what? I'm going to go as far as say, actually, I think you introduced me to this movie. Awesome. That's my mother you're pissing on? Yeah. All right, I'm going through the list of movies in my head now. <laughs> I'm trying to remember a movie where somebody pisses on the mother. Let's give him ten more seconds, folks. Mm, yeah. Um... No. Yep, go over. It's brain dead. Brain Hacker, dead. dead alive. Oh, <laughs> it's hell. my mother you're pissing on. That's right, yeah. <laughs> it's been a okay. while since I've gone back and watched that. <clears throat> That's the problem with some of them, is like they've just been that long ago. It's so long, can't yeah. remember it, yeah. Ian scored four points there, and Andy scored eight points in that round. Alrighty, we're moving into round five. I'm going to read you the synopsis of the film. Mm-hmm. You tell me the film. Ian, we'll start with you. Okay. Mourning his dead child, a haunted Vietnam War veteran attempts to uncover his past while suffering from a severe case of dissociation. To do so, he must decipher reality and life from his own dreams, delusions, and perceptions of death. Jacob's Ladder. That is correct. Andy. A teenage boy and his friends face off against a mysterious grave robber who employs a lethal arsenal of unearthly weapons. Phantasm. That is correct. Mm. Ian, a mysterious man arrives at the offices of an FBI agent and recounts his childhood, childhood, how his religious fanatic father received visions telling him to destroy people who were in fact demons. Uh, is it frailty? That is correct. Well fucking done. Hell. Well done. Good I, I remember the film. I couldn't yeah. remember the fucking title. Andy, a routine military exercise turns into a nightmare in the Scottish wilderness. Oh, dog soldiers. That yeah, is correct. Easy. Ian, a radio host interprets the possible outbreak of a deadly virus, which infects the small Ontario town he is stationed in. Pontypool. That is correct. Do you know, to be fair, until you said Ontario, I wouldn't have got that until you said Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> then I would have had a punt. Andy, a man who specialises in debunking paranormal occurrences checks into the dolphin. 1308. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. That's <laughs> it. I've, I've almost done that twice. Yeah. Like, let me yeah. see. Let me talk. Let me talk. Hey, look, when you know them, they're easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Ian, in 1945, immediately following the end of the Second World War, a woman who lives with her two photosensitive children on her darkened the old... others. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Knock this out. <laughs> yeah. I, don't want, I don't read Wikipedia for nothing. <laughs> Andy. God, this is where it's going to come in handy. Isn't it? Yeah. A bride's wedding night takes a sinister turn when her eccentric new in-laws force her to take part in a terrifying game. Ooh. Oh, shit. I know the film and I don't know the fucking name of it. I know the title and I've not seen Wait, it. Uh, no. Oh, fuck. I've seen the other one that's close to it. Do you know what's funny? It's like, I haven't seen it, but it's been on so many, like, what mm. culture lists and yeah. shit that I know... Got Gary's favorite girl in it. Yeah, uh, is it? Uh, it's not red. Is it red? You would totally red eat yogurt off of her. Gone off yogurt. You wouldn't <laughs> give a fuck. She could be covered in paint and say, "You're not helping." You're not helping. <laughs> you know, the only one I can think of. It's definitely not Drive. 
<laughs> it's not played 24-9. Is it ready or not? It's ready or it not. Is, oh, do you know what? <laughs> well there's, done. An, there's, there's that one. Cause you just went, is it Anna Taylor-Joy you're talking about? No, 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 Samara no, Weaving. Samara Weaving. Yeah. They're also, yeah, but then there's, <laughs> no, there's no. one with Margot Robbie that's similar. The, yeah. And they fucking look similar as well. I, they so. do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was struggling I with. I remember. Do you yeah. know the only reason I picked ready or not is because it's it's on like the Netflix Q yeah, thing. Yeah. For really? But like I said, I've not seen it, but I... It's definitely worth checking out. I really enjoyed it. I want to go. Andy, last uh, last one here for you. I just had one. Oh, just sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I've, re- I've done them the wrong way around. Right. So that one was for Ian. But, uh, so, Ian. I stole your point, bitch. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. He's confused himself now. He's just, get, he's just making a f- He's just <laughs> yeah. going to make one up. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah. if I give this to him, he's going to totally get it. <laughs> After moving into a suburban home, a couple becomes increasingly disturbed by a nightly demonic presence. Paranormal activity. That is correct. One to seven. (laughs) (laughs) Last one. Andy, a couple tries to spice up their marriage in a remote lake house after the husband dies unexpectedly. (laughs) The wife is left handcuffed to the bed frame and must fight to survive and break free. Gerald's game. That is correct. (laughs) What? I've never heard of that film. Yeah, you know what? Oh, mate, because that's the congratulations. You all got age question right. Five for five. That's the um, uh, the guys that were in uh, Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah. Stephen King adaptation, adaptation is yeah yeah yeah. Are you yeah? Because you mentioned right. it earlier in the podcast. I was yeah. like, man, that's an easy point. <laughs> it's, it's actually there's an episode of House of Usher where it's like it's showing on the in. Uh, really? I, no, wait. I think they're actually watching Netflix. Okay. Because they and flick past. <laughs> yeah, but they flick past some of like Mike Flanagan's stuff. Other as well, work. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's cool. Okay. Now, uh, round six, the film, and who was it directed by? So I'm going to say the film and the oh, year. Okay. You tell me who directed it. Oh. Andy, we're starting with you. Hellraiser, 1987. Uh, Clive Barker. Correct. Uh, Ian, Mandy from 2018. Oh, it's fucking... <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, it's I wouldn't got this. Fucking... Uh, thingy. <laughs> yeah, it was thingy. Uh, something Kostanov. I don't know his first name. Uh, like Pablo Kostanov or something. Good pull. I'm going to give you a point. Yeah. It was Panos Cosmatos. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It was a tough one, so yeah. <laughs> Andy, who directed The Mist in 2007? Oh. I, I got a clue. Okay, pass on that um, one. Pa- yeah, pass. That was Frank Darabont. Yeah, Frank oh, okay. Darabont. Right, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ian, who directed Dog Soldiers in 2002? Uh, Ian Marshall? Is that your final answer? Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't know what his first name is. Something Marshall. I'll give you a half point. It was Neil Marshall. Neil! <laughs> Fuck! That's fair. Andy, who directed The Lost Boys in 1987? What was this the other day as well? Joe Schumacher. That is correct. Nice. Well, you remember when we liked him before he put nips on Batman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. I still like nips on Batman. In, wrong with you. Who directed The Brood in 1979? Uh, oh, yeah. No, it's not. It's not Wes Craven, is oh, it? Do you know what? I was going to say Wes Craven. It's not Wes Craven. Is it Wes Craven? Is that your answer? I'm going to go with Wes Craven. It was David Cronenberg. Ah! <laughs> well, I'd have said Wes Craven. Yeah, well, uh, Andy, who directed Slither from 2006? Oh shit! Oh, it um, it's fucking James Gunn. Isn't that it? is yeah. correct. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that guy's in it. He's yeah. always in it. Yeah. Always in it. Oh, yeah. Who directed Doctor Sleep? 
Oh, is it Mike Flanagan? That's correct. <laughs> His name pops up quite a yeah, bit. I've still, still not watched that. I would have only got that because of watching Fingers. Mr. Ste- stealing up, yeah. from Stephen King. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Yeah. Andy, who directed An American Werewolf in London from 1981? <laughs> I watched that. I called you, didn't I? John Landis. <laughs> that is correct. I called you the other day, didn't I? Because yeah. I was like, dude, I just rewatched American Werewolf in London. He's like, it's great, isn't it? I was like, why have I only just realised what a fucking comedy it is? It's right. so fucking funny. Yes. And it was because the start... Sorry to interrupt the quiz, but it's the... Um, when Frank Oz. Frank Oz comes into it, mm-hmm. who, like, you see him in um, uh, Trading Places, but then, obviously, with it being a bit later on, it's like he's toned down his voice from, mm-hmm. like, the Muppets and stuff. But when he comes in and he's, you know, David's, like, freaking out because, you know, he's just dying yeah. and stuff. He comes in and he's like, David, calm down. But it's just Fuzzy Bear's voice. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, whacka, whacka. Like, it, it was so fucking funny watching I know, it, man. I just found out that, um, is it uh, William Bromley or Bromford? Do you know that? He he made oh, it. Yeah, he mm. Bromley, he's, yeah. a, he's in America well from London. I'm like, who was he in that film? Is he yeah. one of the homeless men on the on the docks with the yeah. homeless guys? Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, last one in this segment. Can we bump points up by just dropping random knowledge? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, who directed The Exorcist from 1973? Uh, William Freakin. That is correct. Oh, I don't know why I was going to say nice. Peter Benton. <laughs> <laughs> Andy scored four points. Ian, three and a half there. <laughs> I want my half point. I want it. Alrighty, horror quiz round seven. How many? Now, this is a best guess. You both give, get to give an answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get it exactly right, you'll get two points. Ooh, if you're the closest, right. you'll just get one point. Get, like, here, like, here's the so, comeback. Here's now. the like, comeback. Right. Right. Yeah. So, how many horror films did George A. Romero direct? The first person to give an answer is your answer, and that's then your. You cannot. Second person <laughs> so cannot one of us gets to be number. a dick. <laughs> um, how many horror movies how, this is all how many horror movies did this director make I'm gonna say nine I, right I'll tell you what I was, I was just about to say it's like since I'm winning I'll go first okay. but you went first so <laughs> yeah sorry and I was gonna say ten <laughs> I'm gonna say ten because that's what I was gonna say and he gets the point. It was, was it? 13. It was oh, 13. Okay. Now, I'll just clarify here that no, um, I've considered it horror if it's even thriller or anything remotely okay. horror. Right, right. Com- even comedy horror counts it. as horror. I was counting Colin. I was counting the crazies. Yes, yeah, all of those. Five, but like the six, Knight's nine, motorcycle one, not horror. Right, right. So, okay, yeah. Okay, so num- the second one. How many horror films... And also, yes, they've got to be feature length, not commercials and not short films. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How many horror films did Wes Craven direct? <laughs> okay. Um. You can go first. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go first. I'm, I'm still counting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably one of the most prolific horror directors, successful horror directors ever. Eighteen? I'll take eighteen as your answer. No, I don't think it's that many. I think I've undershot it. No, 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 I think you've overshot it, mate. Honestly, I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm gonna say eight. So we have eight and Andy you have eighteen. 
18. The answer is 23. Wow. And yeah. point for Andy. Yeah, no, exactly. One of the most prolific horror directors of our time with so that's it. many. Well, I, I can't name all of them, but yeah. I, was, I was trying to think in my head, right? Okay, Last House on the Left, uh, Hills you Have Eyes, Shocker, Two Nightmares. He only, he only did two Scream. Nightmares. No, I know, but then like Scream as well. He only did one Scream. Did he? He only did the first one. Oh, I didn't. I thought he did the first three. Nah. Oh, he only okay. did the first one and then he dropped them like he did with Nightmare on Elm Street to Fair all enough. the directors. Alrighty. Next director for us. John well, Carpenter. He did too, didn't he? How many Mother's horror <laughs> movies did John Carpenter make? Oh, direct. How I many did he direct? Counting all the movies. So this is your best guess. Uh... Apparently, Wes Craven did direct Scream 4 as well. So, oh, there we go. Oh, okay. Considered a good one, actually. It was a good revival, especially after the yeah, crap yeah, fest yeah, that was 3. Yeah, 3 was shit. Yeah, yeah. that's why. So, um, I'm going to say like I'm gonna say 10. Again, I think we have 10 head. for John Carpenter from Andy. You may smash this on the nail, surely. Come on. Yeah, that's your, your boy. Yeah, but I'm, tr I'm trying to pick out... Obviously, like you said, it's just the, the non-horrors. Non yeah, take out so, I've got to take out all the ones, you know... Thrillers are concluded in as horror. Right, all right. I'll say 11. It's 12. Oh, so, 11. point for Ian on that one. <sighs> Two points for Ian on that one. No, no, if you oh, nail yeah, it dead on. <laughs> How many horror films did Sam Raimi direct? I'll go out on a limb and say crime thrillers do, are, do have not counted. If it's crime and espionage and stuff like that. This is the problem. All I've got on loop in my so head. So I'm just removing... All, all I've got on loop in my head is take the fucking elephant. Exactly. That's I've not considered that one. Really? Not, not, I didn't no, consider that no, one as a horror. No, it's not horror. It's a superhero movie. <clears throat> and we're not considering... I suppose. No Spider-Mans. No oh, short man. films. No short films. Right. Because Sam Raimi's got more short films than he has theatrical yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Fucking... <laughs> all right. Four. Four from Andy? I was going to say five. The correct answer is four. Oh, two points for Andy. Oh, yes, four. two points. First three evil <laughs> that deads. That was a fucking guess. I <laughs> First three evil deads and drag me to hell. That's right. Yeah. Do you know, that's the only. That's the only <clears> one. That's the one that I could legit think of. Was I thought five because I went with Intruder because he. Oh, then again, one. I didn't I'm consider. I though actually, I, it's the Grudge, and I removed Army of Darkness as well. Ah, horror. nice. Yeah. 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 Um, how many oh, horror okay. films oh, did David then. Cronenberg yeah. direct? Oh. Including sci-fi horror? Not, uh, not yes. Sci yeah. Okay. I mean, he dealt with a lot of body horror stuff. But, I was uh, going to say, so like... What was that one with fucking James Woods and the fucking TV terror? Video? I will what say this is probably <clears throat> one of the most subjective uh, rounds, which is why it's best guess. <laughs> yeah. And best guess to my estimation of what I'm I consider that director's I'll horror say, library. Um, I'm going I mean, with six. <sighs> I was going to say like five again. So I'll go with five because that's what I was going The answer for. was seven. So oh, one point for Ian oh, on that one. Oh, oh, yeah. How many horror films did Toby Hooper direct? Oh, fuck. Um, fucking hell. I've got no idea. I'm literally going to just give you an arbitrary number and say seven. So. <laughs> no, I, I removed. I didn't consider existence in in horror. No, I did take that one out. So I'm just responding to chat now. Yeah, yeah. Because I was back. counting. Does existence count as a sci-fi horror? Because it's. Um, I'm going to say 
For Toby Hooper, Ian, your answer? Yeah, two seconds. I'm going to go with four. Andy? I guess that's seven, mate. But seven, okay. I have 14. Oh, oh so wow. Andy gets one right. point on that one. Well, we need to catch up on Toby Hooper. Yeah. Was, <laughs> mate, I was lost. I was, that's why I said it was an arbitrary number. I was getting confused. Do you count Poltergeist or not? Because technically he directed it, but yeah. Steelberg got involved. Yeah. Like... <laughs> How many horror films did Dario Argento direct? Oh, fuck him. I'm going to say six. I know there's probably more. No, but... he's, no yeah, I was going to say he did more than that. No, I know he's done more. Again, pro- I just can't name what the fuck they are. So it was a random One of, Again, a very prolific horror director. I never really loved I'm Dario say, Argento. Well, I'll say like 14 then or something. Around. I'll say 14. I have 17. Oh, so, Andy, oh, that is a point really for you. Them. Wide number, yeah. I don't care. I can name four. How many horror films <laughs> did Terence Fisher direct? If you don't know Terence Fisher, he was um, uh, Hammer House of Horror yeah, director. Um, oh Jesus! How many Hammer House of Horror movies can you remember? Well, but how many were also directed by Terence Fisher? Say, uh, so best guess. I think he's in the teens again. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say fifteen. Alright, if we're going that wide, I'll go 12. The answer was 16. So, point oh, for Andy for being no. one of the higher. I know, but. You'd go higher. If you'd gone one higher, you'd have played. How many horror films has Guillermo del Toro directed? Oh, shit. Mm. That's got to be pretty high as well, isn't it? If you count, like. No. Well, I don't know. Actually, really. no, I don't know. I, I removed Shape of Water. Yeah, that's a, 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 an angle as well. Hell's Labyrinth. Hell's Hell Labyrinth, Hell Labyrinth I've included. Hellboy's Hell not, not included. No. Okay. I'm going to say. You included Pan's Labyrinth, then? Yeah. Because yeah. okay. that, that has, I think, more horror elements than, than Hellboy. Fish that motherfucker, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, did he direct that last thing he did? Four. Cabinet of Curiosity. We have four from Ian. He, no, uh, I've not included did, anthology only, no, or anthology. Oh, you did, yeah. sorry, you did say he yeah, only yeah, did yeah. one story in that. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I don't know that it's not. He had that one with. Um, I could say three actually. I'm gonna go lower. So we have three from Andy and four from Ian. I have seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seven movies. Yeah. So that's a point for Ian on that one. I could only remember four. Last one. How many horror films did James Wan direct? Oh, I don't know how many of the Conjurings he did. <laughs> now, Aquaman's pretty horrific. So, uh, yeah. I'm not considering that a horror. <laughs> it might be a horrible movie, but it ain't a horror. <laughs> did he do all the Conjurings? James Wan. He has probably executive produced more movies than... That's what, uh, this is the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Which ones no did he direct? Uh, I'm going to go five. Right, five from five. Andy. Well, I might just go one more. See how it goes. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go seven. Correct. It was seven. Oh, Two points for Ian on that yeah. one. Yeah. Ian loves his Aquaman director. His name. <laughs> so you did count Aquaman. Didn't you? But that's the thing. He's like, I, I think he's attached to so, so many. many did he things direct well. Megan? 
Uh, no, I don't think so. He didn't no, do because and, so. and you didn't maybe he did. I don't know. And he he he, did, he didn't do upgrade. It was the other guy that did upgrade, wasn't that it? That was Fucking yeah, Winnell. Yeah, Lee Winnell. But he did malevolent, didn't he? That's right. Yeah, and then that's the one other, I couldn't think of. You yeah, were, you were going on about conjuring, so I was just yeah. like, well, I know there's three of them, <laughs> yeah. and I know they must have done two Saw movies. <laughs> I didn't know if he did like the um, like almost any went the, six. The, the spin-offs of the conjuring as well. And I was pretty sure I was like, did he do the nun? He, yeah, again, you know, that's the thing. Because you Annabelle. know his name's going to be all over yeah. all of them. Yeah. But I, was, I don't know if he directed them. But, yeah. Alrighty. We are moving nice into one, round eight. Yep. This is the first one to answer. Oh, Get shit. two points. Okay. Mm. What is the name of Neve Campbell's character in Scream? Sydney Prescott. Ah, oh, you fucking Two cunt. points for Andy. <laughs> Alright! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> this is why you can't go on the chase for <laughs> <laughs> in Jeepers Creepers, the creeper rises every twenty-three years. years. <laughs> That's a point each, surely. <laughs> Two points each. Remember when we went to see the second yes, one? We know this. <laughs> what kind of allergy does Charlie have in Hereditary? Uh, Traffic poles. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's a bit harsh. <laughs> Good makeup. Um, I, you know is what? It I, asthma. I've not seen her. Asthma. No, it's not really an allergy, is it? That's no. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, I've not seen her. Well, I don't take know. a guess. I've said you my answer take a guess. wrong. Take um, a guess. Colin. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, I know she's got a weird shaped head. Peanut butter. Is it peanuts? Try peanuts. Is it peanuts? Is it these nuts? Is it these nuts? <laughs> yeah. What is your answer in? <laughs> These nuts. <laughs> I'll give you a point. It is a nut yeah, allergy. Oh, she's got nut allergy. <laughs> In the ring, how long do people... Seven days. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> what year was the first Saw movie released? 2001. Incorrect. Oh, you just fucking oh, reviewed it. Really? Okay, right. So, it's probably around that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, um, I'm just going to fuck about with the last round. 2002? Incorrect. Uh. It was 2004. (laughs) (laughs) Which actor appears in all of these horror movies? The Purge, Sinister, Ethan Hawke. Ian got it first. (laughs) The last one was the. You know, before you finished the first one, I nearly (laughs) just said Kurt Russell. (laughs) I was just going to punt at Kurt Russell. Yeah. The Losers Club reunites after how many years in It Chapter 2? 27. Correct. Nice. Which film is credited as creating the genre of found footage horror movies? Blair Witch Project. Incorrect. <gasps> Cannibal Holocaust. Correct. Yes! Your heart sank when you said it, correct, didn't it? No, it sank when as soon as you said Cannibal Holocaust, I was like, oh no, of all the films. That's like flashbacks to us watching it. Although back in 1980. Oh my God. What a trauma. (laughs) What was the monster in the 1954 sci-fi horror film, Them? Ants. Ian was just in. Just remember the kid at the start. (laughs) Them! Them! What is the name of the family whose tragedy the Amityville Horror is based on? Uh, is it the the Matteo? Incorrect. Oh shit! I got a clue. Reynolds. 
<laughs> he was in the remake. He was in the remake. My clothes. They can have a point. <laughs> no. It was the DeFeo family. Oh, it was a dis. It was a you dis- something. Close. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me just add up those points. Ian scored nine points on that round. Well done, mate. And he scored eight points oh. on that round. We are moving into the final round. These final ones round. are worth three points each. Okay. Can we? What's the point so far? We've got to know going into the final round. Uh, okay. We're about to make you do maths and you're you like, are oh, so, son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, just talk amongst yourselves. No, you're right. It's all right. We're just going to the last round. Right. <laughs> well, this doesn't make me feel confident he's going to calculate it well at the end. <laughs> he's having trouble yeah, now. It's a good point. Um, maths is not my strong suit, so I'll just make up some numbers. <laughs> well, it's like, whose lines it anyway? He is, yeah. Oh, you got a million points for that answer. And he's got 374. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to say the name of the final girl. Okay. You tell me the movie that they're in. It's the same as last round, is it? Like we just shout <clears> the first <throat> one. That's right, yep. Okay. First one to say it. Ellen Ripley. Alien. Correct. Bastard. <laughs> it's like right there. <laughs> Jess Bradford. Jess Bradford. Uh, uh, Texas Jack Jacob- Massacre. Black Christmas. Black Christmas, because oh, correct. Oh, nice. Oh. Nice. That was deep storage. Mm, deep yeah, storage. <laughs> Marty Milkowski and Dana Polk. Marty Milkowski and Dana Polk. I'm trying to think of a film where two girls survived. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that new one. That shit, where the two girls drive off in the Tesla. Incorrect. Mm. No. I'll give you a lot of details then. Uh, <laughs> Marty and Dana. Marty and Dana. Uh... Oh, fuck me. Jesus. Is one of them Elm No, no. Martin Dana, no. Um, I don't know. For some reason, all I can think is Dead Snow. But it's not Dead Snow, is it? As incorrect. If that was Dead Snow, <clears throat> that would have been immense. Yeah. They were the survivors of The Cabin in the Woods. Uh, no, they <laughs> bullshit, they don't. They, they are the final girls. They get crushed <laughs> by a fucking god hand. Now, Still argu- the finals. Yeah, but arguably, one of them's like... A dude. So one of the final girls is hey, going to be Ash character, is still surely. considered a final girl. They fits the criteria. They don't even survive. Bro. They don't even survive at the end. They're they, still they, listed they as final girls. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, trick question. I, I was I was running it like, all right, who lived? Like, <laughs> Sarah Carter. Sarah Carter. A little bit of a toughie. Yeah, yeah. it's not a famous one, so. It's not, but it's a uh, it's a very good film. With a girl called Sarah Carter in it, who, uh, yeah. who may or may not die. Depending <laughs> on, you know, I was going to say she might live she based might, on this fucking shit. She, she might get well, yeah, yeah, some point credit. She fucking die. dies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll say Texas Chainsaw Massacre again. Correct. The Descent. It is the Descent. Oh, oh nice. nicely done. Nice. Okay. You fucking guess. <laughs> Total guess. You guys going through horror movies. I was. Really yes. bad. No, but it's like when you said. To be fair, not give it away. But when you, it's a really good one. I was like, man, the descent's a good movie. Yeah, right. It's such a good movie. It's by Ian Marshall, isn't it? Well, it's like, <laughs> I, was trying, I, was, yeah. I was trying to remember about sort of like. Marshall I was Quinn. like, wait, <laughs> didn't two of them survive? And then I'm like, no, that was the fucking false ending. And That's then right. Like, yeah. No way. <laughs> Technically, two of them do in the sequel because she comes back in the sequel. Yeah, that's a good point. Ginny Field. Or Guinea Field. I'm not sure how you pronounce her name. 
Ginger Snaps? Incorrect. God, that's a good pull. That's a good, that first one's a really well, good Well, I thought the sister was called Ginny. But obviously not. Was it, was it again Ginny? Ginny Field. It's spelled with a G, so I think it's Ginny. Mm. It's been a minute since I've seen this one. No, I can't fucking think. Ginny. Uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Ian, random guess. Texas Chainsaw, I went with. This was Friday the 13th, part two. Uh, do you know what? Oh, I nearly said Friday the, I nearly just said Friday the 13th. Phil would have been wrong, but still. Yeah. yeah. Laurie Strode. Halloween. Halloween. Point for each. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking drop that one like the Manchurian candidate. Yeah. Like, oh. Kirsty Cotton. Oh, um, Hellraiser. Like, correct. Oh, well done. Sally Hardesty. Or Hardesty. Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Correct. Fuck <laughs> I knew I was going to get it. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, just say it for every answer. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be in there. I knew the girl was called Sally. You know. Nancy Thompson. Nightmare on Street. No, no. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, it is. Nightmare on Elm Street. It's Nightmare on Elm Street 1. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 1. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I was like hedging on the surname for some reason. Yeah. Nancy Thompson. And our very last final girl, final question of the quiz, Maxine Minx. Maxine Minx. Maxine Minx. So she's the final girl. Oh, um, X. X is correct. I haven't seen it. Because that's a porn name. It is. <laughs> I, that is the only reason I got it. It's a porn name. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Well, you just hang tight while I add up all of these points. <laughs> the winner is the chat. No the fucking doubt. The winner is the chat. Absolutely. I think you might have got it, mate. People I think you may have pulled out. it out with a I think I of fucked them. you in that first round because, well, I didn't. He, I did. Did. <laughs> Those he ones fucked you up in that. <laughs> Those ones were unimpressive. <laughs> Thompson, why did the surname throw me off? I don't know. And immediately, as soon as he said Nancy, I, I know. I, I went to say Nightmare on Elm Street. You looked at me and went, it's not. And I'm thinking, is he wrong? And my brain's like, carry the one. Got it, got it. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm hoping I, I'm hoping I pull ahead with that half point. Yeah. So if you beat me by <laughs> they half, they both like, got thirty-two, <laughs> but he's got thirty-two and a half. Like no. <laughs> oh man, that was good. Liked it. Dun, 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 dun. Just waiting. I have the results. We have a winner. There is a divide. Of maths points between them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the winner of the horror themed quiz is Andy Yay! with 56 Woo! points, 56. with Ian at 41 and a half. Oh man, <laughs> what <Yeah>. a half! <laughs> Congratulations, guys. You got so many more questions right than I actually would have guessed. Like that Rosemary's Baby one. I was like, yeah. you get that one? That Dracula quilt? You ain't going to get See, that I one. The Dracula one like, I was, was trying to fuck you up. Like, <laughs> the Dracula one was well easy, but when he got the Rosemary's Baby one, I was like, oh, I'm fucked, dear. You know, and then like that final one where my fucking minx, I'm looking at him like, what? And he goes, Axe! It's fucking Axe! I'm like, man, I need to watch you know a few more no, no, but that's the thing is like, I haven't seen that film. Really? Yeah, I just, like, that sounds like a porn name. What? And I was like, I know a film where they're, like, shooting a fucking porno in it. That's X, that was it. You watch too much porn. 
Well, I mean, I don't think anyone watches too little. To be fair, none. It's not like anyone's sort Priest. of like you know. Well, you need to watch a bit more. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Well, I just want to thank everyone for listening into this part yeah. of the podcast. I hope you had fun playing along with the quiz at home. We're going to take a small break, but when we come back, we're going to be answering your questions. More fucking questions. <laughs> More questions. That's what we're doing. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Oh, well, I was waiting for the intro, but here we are for the Q&A section. Today, Gary has given me the reins to uh, read out all the questions. So I'm going to start with the Facebook ones first, and then we will go through all of the ones that we've got through the podcast. Thank you very much for everybody who has joined us for the uh, live stream and dropped all the questions live on the podcast, and everybody who's put them on Facebook. Big shout. So... The first question comes from Pete Corey. What, what up, Pete? Pete? Uh, will you guys... You're confused as fuck right now, aren't you? Because normally he reads out and you yeah, say... So what actually, yeah, I know. That's why right, I forgot right, my so everyone, Right. Everyone's freaking out. Okay, right. cool. I'll read the question and you guys will shout out the name so that's like right, what right, we do. Right, okay, right, so right. the first question it's comes from... Pete Corey. Hey, up, Pete? Pete? Will you guys be Seamless. reviewing the Star Wars movies anytime soon? It'd be great to hear your views and opinions on all nine films of the Skywalker saga. <laughs> you t- Can I, I just I review three you, of them? Yeah, I, do you know what? If you listen to the podcast regularly, I think you've got the Star Wars review. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we, That's a good point, though. I mean, that, look, it's a seminal fucking... Yeah, but what is there left cinema, to right? say that hasn't been said other than, I guess, little. what we have on that's, it, which I, I mean, guess is what you want to hear. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We followed the series pretty much all of our lives. We yeah. would do it from the start with episode one, leading all the way up to episode nine. Yeah. You know, the, the way the special effects would change, looking into the background, especially all the stuff you got with empire and new hope you know it's groundbreaking for its time yes story wise acting wise all that put aside with how much money they've thrown in it and how much they've lost over time this it's brilliant i'd i'd love to but at the same time we also a lot it's of the time huge undertaking isn't it yeah really? a lot of times our hands are tied because we're we're um stuck with our well not stuck we love it the uh, patreon priority list which goes up and down ebbs and flows of all these different movies and so if when we've absolutely got absolutely fucking nothing to talk about, we might start with the Skywalker saga. Yeah, yeah. Boy, Empire and Rogue One are good, aren't they? There you go. Obviously, Andy won't be joining us. No, that's the segment. We'll just put that in every video. Just every time you start really ranting and it just tails off, it'll just be that popped up like, boy, Empire and Rogue One are really good, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, next question's from George Smith. Yo, well, George. George! With the recent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot being very successful, is there any other Saturday morning cartoons you'd like to see revisited? <laughs> I'd love to see Brave Star get a second chance. Fucking Cheers, fellas, Brave fist bumps Star. all around. I don't even know it. Oh, Brave, Brave Star! Like Star. Like sci-fi cowboy. Brave Star! Speed of the puma, strength of a bear. Brave Star! What's the sh- what, what, what's the horse the called? 3030. 20, what was it? 3030. 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. 30. Mate, you already lost one quiz. Don't fuck <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he had the horse that fucking turned into like a, a upright it, fucking yeah. into a massive blunderbuss. Yeah, I swear this isn't a fever dream. Right, I'm just like I just slipped Brave from a different reality. Clearly, so clearly you picked the best one. 
uh, in Brave Star. But actually, I'm, I'm just going to go right out and say fucking Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Mm, yeah. For the soundtrack alone. Would do, you be know, do you know, Mask. Mask. Would Fuck be yeah, great. Be great. Like a live action mask. I mean, they, they tried obviously with G.I. Joe. They did. And failed horrifically. Yeah. Um, um, Transformers as well. They kind of failed with that one. Turtles is really the only one they keep going back. Well, at, I, mean, I mean, they didn't <clears throat> fail with Transformers. for like They'll keep making them because they make money off Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, true. Give me more Shit. Ghostbusters. Give me the real Ghostbusters. Bike Mice from Mars. Extreme Ghostbusters. Bike Mice from Mars. Extreme Ghostbusters is yeah. coming back. Really? They, yeah, okay. they're doing they're doing something. And the other one as well from Saturday Morning Cartoons is they're doing a live action series of fucking Gargoyles. Nice. Remember that one with Jonathan yeah, Frakes yeah, in it? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They're releasing a remastered version on the Switch of the uh, SNES game for Gargoyles. Maybe not Saturday Morning Cartoon, but kind of after school Mm. Like shows is nightmare. I'd love uh, <laughs> a, a, a reboot of nightmare. Reboot of nightmare. <laughs> we had we literally had a night at the house of when we found it online. Yeah, and, and we was, just started watching like, episodes. What are we doing tonight? Like, we're watching nightmare <laughs> <laughs> like, for a long time. The whole season. <laughs> is anyone ever gonna make it? That fucking Ooh, spider. Man. Nasty. You know, I've always loved Mighty Max, and I've always loved the fact that Mighty Max is was probably. That- one I had like the, all the little miniature yeah, little yeah. Yeah. The sets, yeah. It's the only <laughs> it's the only cartoon Saturday series that I know of that actually ended on a downer mm. because all of the people that he was heroes with, Max, died and he had to actually go back through time to the start to try to redo his adventures to try to avoid the ending. I, I honestly I mean the, the I suppose the really easy answer as well is like you've got He-Man or you've got fucking Thundercats mm. how have I, we not I think He-Man's already rolling and I think Thundercats well, I think, mate, is already in development every year fucking is, He-Man yeah. is like yeah. Yeah. on the way out or something like but I mean I'd, I'd love to see a Thundercats movie yeah that'd be class nice cool great question great question mm. uh, next question's from Phil Homer yo what Phil you? What do you guys think of the awesome Hatchet series? I've always thought it's everything the later Friday the 13th should have been. I've seen a couple. I've only seen the first one. Victor mm. Crowley is the... That's it, yeah. Bad, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Isn't it um, Thingy in the... Who plays him in the first one? It's, um, uh, fucking... uh, it's no. not... I was going to say, Hodder. I know Wes... I it's uh, Kane Kane Hodder. Hodder. Um, no, it's Robert fucking... Englund was in it. It's... Tyler Main, I oh, believe, plays yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it had the, uh, the 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 last that plays Harmony and Buffy and Angel was in the first one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. I've seen the first and second one. They were all right. They were the first fun. And third or something. You know, he's got a good look though as well. Yeah, right? he's yeah. just living out yeah. in the swamps in the woods. There's a legend about him. Anybody who gets too close to his home, he chops them up and kills yeah. them. And it was fun. It was but... a great callback to all the other slasher movies, yeah. and it had gore and, and boobs and all the yeah, ingredients yeah. that they should have. Yeah, because we didn't have any Jason movies at that time yeah. so he was just a nice replacement but I, I think I was Surprise already watching more, all of the wrong turn movies instead so mm. I kind of you know I picked my my uh, maybe I chose the wrong one uh, <laughs> do you know where it's going you back took the wrong turn you know like how I ended up watching the first one and this is how it's going back is I watched the first Hatchet when Netflix was a DVD delivery service. Wow! Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, right, yeah. that's how old we are. Yeah. Netflix, and you, did, and you didn't always get something that you chose, and that literally came from the drawer. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, nice. Yeah. Hatchet, I, 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 I'm going to get back to the Hatchet films for sure. Yeah. Nice. Uh, next question is from David Allen Evans. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry, Richie's just... It was Kane Hodder. Wow. No, okay. And Tyler Main as a cameo. I knew he was involved in yeah. it. Do you know what in my head? I thought it was Kane Hodder. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, next question from David Allen Evans. Yo. David? Happy Halloween, chaps. I recently watched The Fablemans recently. Good stuff. And what really st- struck me 
about it was thinking how if this film has been released 25 years ago it would have been a huge movie that most people would have seen now it feels like such a throwback that movies like it feel nearly feel alien to me now i guess this is the natural occurrence in how cinema changes but was wondering if you guys have had a similar feeling especially given the variety of films you review has the prominence of big spectacle movies made past cinema feel distant and alien all right scorsese well for start <laughs> <laughs> I, well, no, that, that that is the argument, isn't it? Uh, I, a little bit. Not I, to simplify your point. No, but the the but. funny the funny thing is, I've watched cinema evolve throughout my life, and even though I know a lot of people get pissy and shitty about films, and I I do it. Like for example, with Terrifier. Terrifier, for an example, shows to me that horror is changing at a pace that sometimes I can't keep up with it. Films like X, uh, films like ready or not or or some ha later hatchet movies that I'm, i look at immediately and go i don't want to watch that because i much prefer the old classics and things like that I'm sure but i also feel like if i don't take the chance to watch these newer films and i and i don't which really bugs me because this is the type of person i am i am missing out because i am missing out of how these people have taken pre-ideas that have happened and evolved them into something else. So like I was saying with Terrifier, yes, I personally don't like them, but there's an audience out there who love them so much that give the guy the money and the success to be able to say, hey, I made a fucking movie. I put it out there. A lot of people don't like it, but a lot of people do. Mm. And so don't, don't, feel, don't feel bad if you feel that cinema is distancing away from you, but don't hate on other people if they're, Along that ride. Yeah, yeah. 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 What was the question? Um, do you, <laughs> has the prominence of big spectacle, big spectacle movies made past cinema feel distant and alien? <laughs> I'm sorry. Fucking pricks. <laughs> the only fucking sober one here, for fuck's sake. Oh, Finally no. fucking charged, we're all fucked. <laughs> you hear alcohol goes right to my head. Oh, so <laughs> Should go to your liver, you fucking prick. <laughs> oh but coming from somebody it was a really good question coming, was like, coming to somebody like like you Gary who yeah. tries to keep up with everything I'm along for the ride no matter what yeah and it's uh, for me it's just that the fact that the writing's just been bad across the board for so much stuff mm. uh, that I, I'm I'm a big fan of um, a singular writer on a project that is passionate about the story mm. that they want to tell um, and so even if the film's bad I kind of get to enjoy that so throughout cinema yeah when it's for me it's the case when there's too many writers with too many ideas and the project itself just falls apart so yeah. um yeah so yeah I, I mean i think i think he makes a good point about the whole thing of like you know the big spectacle movies because we we have seen look for the last few years it's a They're really fun. easy one. yeah no but it's, it's a really and easy we, thing to see is that like you know the superhero genre is is probably the best example yeah it, yeah absolutely and yeah there's been there's certainly been a lot of fatigue lately you know since sort of like the post endgame era, era you know um but like you said it, it's just like like it all it just all fits within cinema it's sort of mm. like you know look you might be the type of person that only likes a certain type of movie that's absolutely fine sometimes you might be the type of person like i'm one of those people that's kind of like i kind of like the broad spectrum where i'm like you know what sometimes i just want to turn my brain off and watch something stupid look absolutely. i'll fucking <clears throat> sit here and rag on like the fast and furious movies totally 
but I absolutely understand why people are like, you know, hey, we're going to go watch the new yeah. Fast and Furious this weekend. It's like, yeah, man. You it's complete escapism. Absolutely. Yeah. Power event, fantasy. Man. Fast cars. Do you know what? I sat with um, I sat with my wife and my daughter and I watched that haunt, Haunted Mansion, whatever it is that Disney put out the other yeah. day. It's not exactly. I'm never going to be sat at home and be like, oh, I fancy watching Haunted Mansion right now or something <laughs> like that. But do you know what? Like, I threw the popcorn on and I sat in between them and I cuddled up with my girls and I watched the movie and it was a great That's night. great. Yeah, that's, you know I mean? that's, that's a lot of the time. Um, it's the experience more so than yeah. actually. But, but also, again, with your point, it's like, I think that more people should broaden their horizons on the movies that they watch and support some of these other yeah 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 things. so I mean what's the, what is the new Scorsese one that's just come out oh, Elizabeth the Flower Weird. Moon that's thank it, you yeah. well done so yeah like okay let's all go see the fucking dopey Silent Night movie at Christmas where the dude with no voice goes around and slaughters the Mexican gang great fun yeah. but let's also go and see the fucking like you know the, 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 the movie that someone historical movie yeah about that sat down and fucking I mean killed. like dude like Oh, he didn't write oh, it. That's based on a true story. No, but yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But what I'm saying, I mean, like Oppenheimer is going to fucking fall on my top ten. I would have thought, of you the, know, because yeah. yeah. it's, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. But I don't want to watch it every day. No. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next question is from Natalie Hobart. Oh, yeah, these are always me. good, Natalie. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I'm expecting something amazing. I'm not sure I can top my squirrel assassin question, but challenge accepted. Let me think. <clears throat> Hello, my kittens. Hope you are all well. <laughs> With Halloween just around the corner, I'm asking a fairly sensible question. What terrified you as a child? Like many, I was traumatized by the Charlie Says adverts. Charlie <laughs> Says, don't oh, cross mate. the road. <laughs> I didn't like the mad, starey cat <laughs> eyes of the, or of the child. What was with the fucking fish carcass he was always doing? <laughs> cats, cats like fish. But, I, but I hated the way the cat's head would roll around maniacally. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, Natalie. Happy Halloween, girl. Um, Jesus. I'll tell you the things that terrified me as a child. It was um, uh, the dancers, uh, not dance. <laughs> company of wolves. wolves. Not dancers, <laughs> Company of Wolves. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, wolves. Company of Wolves. Uh, that was the first uh, sort of transformation scene. Of course, I'd already been, uh, you know, knew uh, Murder, She Wrote uh, and, you know, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. So seeing that lady get uh, brutally killed mm. uh, in that film oh, he was like Marty she wrote scared you were like why is this woman travelling the country killing people and no one can work this out right uh, but yeah that film I saw that at a very young age so I, it's um, maybe one of the reasons why I love uh, the werewolf genre so much because that I'm not scared of werewolves or anything like that now but I always used to uh think that the, the the werewolf guy was sort of waiting in the hallway so if I woke up in the middle of the night and needed to go to the bathroom he'd be in the hallway to get me so yeah, that nice. was, uh, that was yeah. the first thing that I remember is from my childhood that scared me. I mean, I got I think I've said it before. Like my my sister, my eldest sister, she made me watch Nightmare on Elm Street when I was like way too young, and I th that sparked like five six years of me being perpetually scared of Freddy Krueger. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but do you know what one that came up recently is one? Like I said to you, I watched American Werewolf in London. Yeah. And I phoned you and I was like, dude, I didn't realize this was a comedy. Why did I not realize this is a comedy? <laughs> Is because when I watched that when I was really young, that fucking transformation scene yep. fucks my day up. It's also because the scene with them out on the moors, uh -huh. you know, when the werewolf circling them. Yeah, and that's that's really yeah, and it's quite... recognizable because we've got those. Yes. You know, yeah, like, yeah, we've, yeah. Got, we've got moors and stuff. You know, all of the dream sequences, um, you know, with the na fucking Nazi werewolves. And stuff yeah, like that that wasn't too bad. But that transformation, that 
absolutely broke me when I was a kid, I've got to admit. And it was so funny, he was revisiting recently, going like, what the fuck was I like? I really didn't take in the rest of the movie, did I? <laughs> but, um, See, I mean, the yeah. first time I watched that film, me and my brother, we thought it was a horror movie until the wolf escapes the porno theatre and goes on a spree around, like, was it Piccadilly? Trafalgar Square. Mm. Trafalgar Square, that's right. And me and my brother were in hysterics laughing. And, like, we didn't kind of know it was a comedy film, really, until I was got much older. But I was like, part of me always knew it was a comedy, though. It's, it's funny, it's like, being older as well, watching it, when you've, say, driven around London in Trafalgar yeah, Square, yeah, you're like, yeah. that fucking wolf got run over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, for no me, two ways about it, that wolf was dead. See, when I was younger, my mum my used TV as a babysitter a lot. Mm. You know, when you're growing up in the 80s, it's just like, here's the TV, you sit down. And so you flicked through and you were watching fucking whatever. But realistically, one of the things that kind of tra uh, traumatized me a lot, and I've been thinking about it recently with a lot of the stuff that's been going on in the news, was, uh, you remember the Lockerbie bombing? With yeah. the 747 yeah. in the field, mm. that half of that plane. That image always stuck me because I remember like coming down the stairs to have breakfast before going to school. And seeing that in a field, and it just blew my fucking mind that at any point, like, this is probably why I've never really gone on planes to travel anywhere, because I'm like, fuck that shit, you know? <laughs> People are like, you scared of Final Destination? I'm like, no, I'm scared of fucking bombers with fucking shoes, like shit. But film-wise... Bombers with shoes. <laughs> film-wise, two major things that scared me, and I, I tried to watch a lot as a kid, just to kind of desensitize myself. Um... But the sequence at the beginning of Children of the Corn, where they attack the cafe, and you get the sequence where they're forcing the guy's hand into the fucking mixer mm. with the blades. Now, you don't really see it. I've, I've watched that sequence a lot as I've gotten older. But as a kid, watching his hand go in there, and, and um, Zachariah or Elijah or whatever his name is, standing outside watching them all murder those people, fucking terrified the shit out of me. Because I'm just like, Yo, this shit can happen... Same with American Werewolf. I tried to watch that as a kid. And when the wolf attacks him and he's just screaming on the ground, David, mm. help me, you know, and he's fucking and screaming. He fucking legs I it. turned yeah. that fucking film off, ejected and threw the videotape across the room because it fucking traumatized me. Uh, just a Man. fact check. Yeah, it was Piccadilly it was Circus. Piccadilly yeah, I thought it was, yeah. but yeah, I almost said it, but I was like, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so great question, Natalie. Yeah, awesome. Um, awesome as always. Next question is from Harvard Ryan. Yeah, well, Harvard. Which movie made you a horror movie fan? For me, it was Evil Dead 2 at the age of six. Evil Dead 1 for me. That was uh, absolutely... I'd shown that movie to all my friends. I invited them around for film nights. Like, you got to watch this film. you got to watch this film. Uh, eventually, I lent it out to a friend, my original VHS, and it never came back. Never came back. That sucks, because I loved that VHS, because it had the old sort of like animated art cover of yeah. um, um, his sister on the front. Oh my it's God. your sister Cheryl! Exactly, yeah, <laughs> Cheryl. Oh, God. Um, late. <laughs> for, like, like I said, I was watching a lot of horror movies, um, but the one movie that made me a massive fan of horror um, had to have been Dawn of the Dead. Nice, um, yeah. You know, it, the, the first time I ever watched it, it was it was recorded on BBC Two. And like I said, my mum was a big had this thing of it's my first zombie film. As well. <laughs> yeah, my mum was working a lot, so she'd leave me at home to watch films. Um, but she, the one place that she was working, she actually recorded Dawn of the Dead for me on VHS. Came back the next morning because she was working nights, and she was like, "You like horror movies? I recorded this last night, and I watched Dawn of the Dead. 
and I was just like, holy motherfucking shit. Mm. My dad the, did the same thing for me, recorded this last night, missed the first 10 minutes. Yeah. So it starts with them at the pier. And I was just mm. like, oh. Oh, no, I, <laughs> literally, I, I, I remember the sequence where it just started and she, her, she's against the red wall. And I thought, you know, oh, they've missed the credit sequence. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> she must have missed record it. And you're just watching it all the way through to that final moment where the music kicks in and you're like, Am I supposed to have a good time with the do 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 do? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, apart uh, like I said, apart from being traumatized by fucking no, no man, I'm sure. You know the first one. I'm gonna sound like a right, right fucking hipster when I give you this answer, but it's technically uh, the Queen video for was it Under Pressure that shows Nosferatu in it. Oh, I remember right. watching that as a kid. Yeah, and going like, what the fuck is that? And then like again, one of my sisters sort of like explaining the movie, and then. Showing me the movie. That's cool. And watching Nosferatu. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love that film, man. Nice. Great question. Great question. Uh, next question is from Dean Bennett. Yo, Dean. Well, Dean. I know this is probably too late, but for next time, maybe. Have you guys watched the old Hammer Horrors? One of the first movie, uh, first horror movies I ever saw as a kid was The Creeping Flesh. Awesome movies. Mm. I've not um, seen The Creeping Flesh. No. Saw a lot of Hammer Horror it, movies on ITV and BBC One late yeah. Friday night. Frankenstein. I've seen two of the Mummy films. I've seen a bunch of the uh, yeah. Dracula films. Seen the, the Wolfman movies. Um, the cool thing is there's a channel on um, Sky or Freeview at the moment. It's called Legend. Um, a channel 148 on Sky. I don't know what it is on everything else. But every Sunday night, 9 o'clock now, they do Vintage Vault. Which okay. are old horror horror movies? Oh, Me and Linda, we were watch. We watched half of. Um, I said Night of the Zombies or something. Hmm. Some Hammer horror movie where this guy's just made the dead come back to life. They, this girl was strangled, and she's well killed, and she got blood all over her. And he, he does an autopsy, and he's just like, I still can't work out how she died. I'm like, the blood. <laughs> yeah. Like, where'd the blood come from, dude? Yeah. So. I have to say, I don't... I mean, I, I <laughs> watched a bunch of those horror movies <laughs> horror uh, growing bosoms. up. They were part of my formative years of understanding who these legends of yeah. horror cinema are. Um, but, like, like as I got into my teen years, a lot of the Hammer horror films kind of disappointed me because there, I was already watching films like Evil Dead and, yes. you know, and The Blob and The Fly and there was all these special effects, yeah. which is, if you've watched me in the film reviews... I love my special effects. And so I kind of very so much distance myself from the Hammer Horror films. Although when I do rewatch the Hammer films, you can't help but feel the atmosphere yeah. that they created with the shadows, with the sets, with the lighting. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and the delivery of some of those actors is, is absolutely timeless. So, you know, some of those films are going to be coming up to... Uh, you know, a hundred years old yeah, at some point. I mean, like Nosferatu's is at its fucking centennial, hasn't it? I mean, exactly. I, yeah, I had like, yeah. a, I had like a, a, a gap, because I remember watching a load of them when I was quite young, like especially the Frankenstein movies, um, you know, the Bela Lugosi and, mm. you know, Boris Karloff movies and yeah. all that stuff. And, but then, again, same, went through like trolling like the 80s movies in the video store and stuff like that. Yeah. But then I did revisit a fair few of them, um, I guess in like my twenties and stuff like that. I've watched a few of them when we were all together. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were just available online. Now, ironically, there's like a couple of um, box sets on Amazon in one of my wish lists. It's like a 4K restoration of like it's probably like 20 fucking movies. Mm, that's cool. And the only reason I've got that it's like a hundred quid a set, you know. And I keep going I, like, if they ever drop them down in pro like about fifty pound a set, I'll probably buy them both. And I'll just I'll the, the shit. I out think of them. The I, I I. But to be fair. I, I really love them 
I think the like, best they're Hammer really horror, special they yeah, are really the best special Hammer movies. horror movies and they're a great universe that they haven't ex- been able to fucking get off the ground again yeah, yeah. but the yeah. best Hammer horror movies I think do have either Cushing or, or Lee, Lee in yeah. them without a doubt because they hold the screen I always I like I said when, when me and Linda have watched a few on, on this channel I always find it so impressive that they they film at night out in woods and stuff and so what I'm thinking is man they don't have the crew they don't have the lights fixtures they don't they literally have a woman in like an olden maiden style dress running Those through the woods trying them. to be scared <laughs> you know while the camera's on you can't see shit but at the same yeah. time like I said builds the up atmosphere. the atmosphere Christopher Lee just stares down the fucking camera and you're yeah. like old yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, nice uh, next question's from Nick Luisi yeah Hello, Nick. Nick happy hallow scream brohams Looks like we may actually get some semblance of a fall this uh, this spooky season down here in sunny Florida. We'll call this question, it's a bonus time, and guess who's the bonus? What is the craziest bonus feature you've ever seen on a DVD slash Blu-ray? Oh. For context, the most unexpected special oh, feature I have ever seen was on the DVD of Wonderland, the, the movie about the John Holmes murders, where they actually showed the video of the police walking through the grisly crime scene footage before the bodies were bodies were moved, though very thankfully covered with a sheet. I'm all for true crime, but that was a bit much. Anyhow, yeah. cheers, my dudes, fist bump. Okay, what, what was the what was the, the name? Oh, oh, Cabin Fever. Yeah, I love that film. Okay, so on the DVD is this fucking weird animated things called the Rotten Fruit. Right, Do you right. remember that? No, we watched I remember it, together. but I don't remember yeah. it. It's like this weird sort of like uh, like plasticine style, yeah, yeah. like it, stop motion animation of like these rotting rotting yeah. fruit. Like there's an orgy at one point of fucking, <laughs> the bananas like jizzing all over everything and stuff like that. That was kind of fucked up. Mm. Um, I don't know. Is it, what was the question? Is it about the most messed up or the most surprising? <laughs> the most unexpected special feature. The most unexpected special feature. Okay. A crazy um, for me, uh, feature, I'm, yeah. I'm going to keep it light and go with um, uh, Bubba Hotep and Bruce Campbell doing an Elvis Presley um, <laughs> commentary track. I was where he's just sat there eating crisps right at the start. Yeah. <laughs> like what is this? I was going to go with uh, John Carpenter and Kurt Russell doing talkovers of them. Nice. Yeah, those two are great listening to them you talk. Know. I also want to go with uh, one of the. I think it was Final Destination Three, where I think it had a like pick your own kind of how do they die. Oh and yeah. And I think one of those also had like a how do you die? You answer a bunch of questions and it gives you a time and a date and a ticking clock. Jeez. So when you're gonna die, he's like fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> nice. Those are the first ones that came to mind. Uh, next question is from Simon Linsell. Yo, Simon. Simon. What was the first horror film you ever saw? Mine was Frankenstein vs. The Wolfman, part of the BBC Two double bills they used to show. Love the channel, by the way. Enthusiasm, knowledge, and great presenting. Keep it up. Fist bumps. Awesome, thank you. Um, yeah, like I said, I think the... F- I, actually, I think one of the first ones I actually really ever saw possibly could have been Jaws, because for years I, I, I had images in my head of the shark not only coming out onto the boat, but it was fucking huge and swallowed half the boat. And when I was a kid, I would go to a beach, stand in the shallows of the water when my mum was telling me to go and have a swim. And I'm telling you, I shit you not, I would close my eyes and imagine something was looking back at me. Mm. That would freak yeah. me the fuck I saw, out. I definitely saw Jaws at a very young age say, as well. Yeah, other than watching Nosferatu, like I said, like Jaws is probably one of my earliest um, sure. I, earliest memories for me is probably going to be the Blob remake mm. <clears throat> and uh, The Burning. With Cropsy, with his shears, giant frickin' shears. Yeah. 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 Cropsy. Those are my earliest, earliest horror movies that I remember seeing. 
Okay, next question is from Mick McCool. Yeah, Mick. Mick. Best film from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. You can only pick one from each decade. Alien. Alien. <laughs> Aliens. 100%. <laughs> Alien and Alien 3. No, from the 90s. Terminator um, 2. Oh, nice. Was it best movie or best, best film from the best, 70s, best 80s, film. and okay, 90s? Best 90s. You can only pick one from each decade. Fuck it, I'm keeping Terminator 2. Yeah, it's great. That's a great shout. I'm not going Alien 3, though. I fucking love it. When was uh, Blade a- Runner? So, 80, uh, 82. 80, that was 80s, right? 80s, still taking Aliens. Well, no, 80s, I'm going to say Trading Places. Nice. I fucking yeah. love that movie. But Dan Aykroyd, yeah. Yeah, mate. Coming up soon, Christmas Eve. Done. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm struggling for a '90s movie though. I, I I'll be I'll be really sneaky. I'll say. Point Break's a good call for '90s. Actually, '78 Halloween, '82 The Thing, and '90. I want to say. I, I was going to say In the Mouth of Madness. Oh, you know what? I was going to say In the Mouth of Madness <laughs> too for some reason. But you know what? I'm just going to go Alien, Aliens, Alien Free. Like fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Alien. It's uh, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Cheers for the question, Mick. Good question. Uh, Josh Del Monte had the question, what's the scariest film you've ever seen? But I think we've already covered that one with so. uh, Children of the Corn, Jaws, American Werewolf in London that we've just been talking about. Uh, but uh, like, I don't know. Scare- what, well, scariest, actually, yeah, scariest film you've Blair ever Witch seen? Blair Witch for me. Blair Witch. Because I watched oh. it on my own in a student accommodation that had more than 30 empty rooms, four empty laundries, a giant empty... You know, common room. I was in that place by myself and I needed a piss and the toilet was down a corridor past like 15 dorm rooms Ooh. and I could, I ran all the way down there and ran all the way back. Pissed all along Fuck the carpet movie. as he I ran I was down. 17 Fuck that when movie, uh, that film honestly. came out and uh, <laughs> say what you say about um, the film. It got under my skin. No, fair one. Fair <laughs> you know, actually, that's scariest. a good point. The first scariest film you've ever seen, I would honestly also say... Pulse, the original Japanese Pulse. Yeah, very effective. Very, very effective. I watched that thinking I could easily get through it because I'd seen Grudge and Ring and all that kind of stuff. And then when you watch that woman ghost move and the way she kind of just... Oh, it's so fucked up. I, oh, it freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> One of the scariest images for me ever in a film as well, though, is from Pet Cemetery. Um, it's her sister who's in Zelda. the bed, Zelda. Yeah. The way that her spine's all contorted and the way she moves and looks. Oh, my God. Yeah. That 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 image terrified me as a kid. Man, I remember when I was, that first It movie fucked me up. Not yeah. Me, you know, that scared the shit out of me. Very, yeah. yeah. Which, which part was it? Just Pennywise itself, oh, or mate, when he, his um, manifestations, you know what? or when he when he came out of the fucking drain? Like, oh yeah, Richie, that one. Yeah, because the yeah. way that the way beep, beep, the way Richie. the way it all contorts because it's all like you know yeah oh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> negative negative goes right. And the last Facebook question comes from Ross Monroe. Yeah, Wait, Ross. Ross. Who was the third man on the grassy knoll? Was it Bigfoot? Uh, no, it was uh, Dave Lister. Yeah, that's what I was going to say as well. <laughs> it was Dave that Lister. That is the answer. Yeah, John Dave F. Lister. Kennedy, Crichton, and Rimmer. Why are you confused? Yeah. yeah, it was David Lister. Everybody knows that, yeah. <laughs> well, no, nice. sorry. Joe, we fucked it up. No, it was JFK himself, wasn't it? Yeah, JFK himself. Oh, that's himself. right. He's assassinated yeah, yeah, yeah. himself. Complete paradox. Himself. Yeah. yeah, complete paradox. <laughs> All over a curry. So yeah. Nice. Thanks you for the Facebook questions. Now on to the podcast ones. Okay. Right, can I read this without my glasses? Do you want me? I, I can take um, it if you want to. Ian. This is from. Is that Matt? Dude, Matt? you're hurting your eyes squinting like that. <laughs> fucking let him do it. The, no, oh I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Right. This, <laughs> the the podcast question is from Matt Midgley, 1984. Yeah, what Matt? Up, Matt. You know who this question is for, Gary. So, Ian and Andy, let's say <laughs> The Rock will return at WrestleMania 40 to face Roman. 
If so, how would you book Roman and fill the time before then? Uh, well, Andy and I were discussing this on it's the take, way. It takes like 12 weeks off, doesn't he? We were, <laughs> we were contemplating, actually, um, Roman needs to lose the title to Cody um, and possibly just face Rock on his own. Okay, so, well, no, no, honestly, what I would do is if, if they've got the Rock locked in for WrestleMania 40 and it's two nights, mm-hmm. I would literally have Roman defend the title against The Rock on night one. Oh, nice. Obviously retain, because retain. regardless he has to retain. And, and The Rock's going to go back to working. Yeah, exactly. anyway. And then on night two, if he's going to drop it to Cody, I would have Cody win the Rumble. Uh, sorry, excuse me. No, that's not true. I would have Cody win the Elimination Chamber in order to get the uh, title shot at WrestleMania. Why, why wouldn't he get the title shot from Royal Rumble? He won't win the Rumble twice in a row. I'd have LA Knight win the Rumble. That's true, yes. He can and LA Knight twice. can go for the World Heavyweight Unless him... But, but saying that to, to... What he's saying is, what do you do with Roman in the meantime? So obviously Roman's going to face LA Knight at Crown Jewel. Crown so Jewel. you'd have him defend and retain it there. Yeah. Uh, War Games... Is easy. You get that, yeah, you, yeah, you get that out of the way, so he doesn't have to defend. Really, all you need to do is have him defend that title at the Rumble. Maybe against main event. Jay. I would have ran no, because you want to build Jay and Jimmy for a WrestleMania match against each other. Right, so, yeah, but you do that so, by you have main event face him, but then the brother intercedes and no, I, I wouldn't have Jay face lose. him anymore. I think he's done that, and I think they've done that enough. And Jay's already beaten him because okay, so him who's he going to face at the Rumble? He's going to face Randy Orton when he comes back at Survivor Series. So Randy Orton comes back, interferes or fucks up in some way uh, in the Bloodline at War Games. Nice. So draws the okay, eye of Roman there, yeah, and then Roman has to defend against Randy. Nice. Because yeah. uh, Randy's like top top guy, he just slots straight into that. See now, at the it? same time, I would have Cody go back into the Rumble and possibly do the um, Shawn Michaels thing, the Brett uh, the Brett Lex ending. No, no, no. I would no. I would have him. I would have him do. You remember when Shawn wanted to face the Undertaker? So he was like, "The way I'm going to do it, because you're world champion, is I'm going to win the Rumble, so now I can fight you at WrestleMania yeah, 26." Yeah, yeah. So I would have um, Cody doing the whole. I'm going to finish the story. And then when he's eliminated in like the final like five, four, three, whatever, yeah, you know he has that like, oh my god, I fucked it up. But obviously, then he's got he, he's going to get another shot at the elimination. So yeah, I I wouldn't have it because it's almost like too obvious if you have it coming down to him and someone else. But you won't you won't get a title shot from the elimination chamber. You yeah, that's, yeah, because there's two there's two titles now. That's what that's what you uh, do. Right, okay, you go. Right. You have Raw is the someone we've lost Gary yeah. by the way. We've I know. Lost. <laughs> So Roman fights Triple H. Roman fights Triple H for <laughs> yeah. six months straight. <laughs> I know who they are. <laughs> uh, no. Just to follow up, if you do have a question for the podcast, make sure you use the channel points on the uh, yes, down below. Make you... sure we can see your questions. Sorry, you can't clearly. add to us. If you've got no points, you'll have to save them up for next time and watch Gary stream on Twitch. Okay, next question is from Matthias somehow. Yeah, so Matthias. Matthias. Just watched The Burning for the first time you ever seen it. Nope. Hell yeah. Hell yes. It's one of my uh, one of my favourite memories as a child. It's you know, not great. I, it was the first time I ever saw boobies on film. It's also the first time I ever saw anybody get burned alive on film. It's also the first time I saw people lose their fingers to a giant pair of shears on film. Well, they, they don't bury the lead then with the title. Man, this, okay. is whole, this is this whole bit where they find a canoe, they ride up to the canoe, yeah, and, and they're he like, just pops up. and he just pops out of nowhere and starts chopping I, people I, out. I forever 
got that image because he's it's silhouetted, isn't it? He's just yeah. a big silhouette. Yeah, and he rings up in the shears, and, and you're like, where the fuck was he? Because you get wide know, shots of the like, river. Yeah. There's no way he could have been underwater that whole time. <laughs> and he's not even like magical or anything. He's fucking <laughs> no. He's just what well, he was a guy who was horribly burnt as yeah. a prank. In the beginning, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it, be Kane. I, I haven't <laughs> watched it Kane. in maybe twenty years now, but I know it's just had a massive re-release. I think it's got a four K print and everything. Yeah, um, but yeah, maybe it's one I, I should return to. But yeah, fond childhood memories uh, of that film. But uh, yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. Cheers, Matthias. Next question is from Rio Quinn. After, what up, Dave? What up, Dave? Yo. After loving Fast X and Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, was wondering if there was a franchise you didn't overly care about, but you ended up really loving a sequel in. Um, <sighs> I mean, I wasn't fussed about the Mission Impossibles, and there's a, there's a couple of good flicks in there. I've yeah, I didn't them. like the first two movies. Uh, no, the, I did. The first but like, one I've it, always got loved. A good couple but but I liked 3, 4, and 5. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's some others. Uh, do you know what I, I still maintain that I, I, I enjoyed one of those Transformers movies that's got Stanley Tucci in oh that'd like be like three or four one. not the one where he plays Merlin but the one where he's like the he's the executive in there you know where he's yeah 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 and he's um, he's like the tech company is it Age, I think it's Age of Extinction Probably. with the um, one of the, the ones Dino that fucking Mark that and Mark up. Oh, yeah Mark and Mark turns up in it yeah that one's not too bad um See, that's the problem. Once I get hooked onto the first one of the franchise, I'm I'm in it till the end. If it loses me halfway through, I'm out. Like Scream Three, I have not returned to the Scream franchise after Scream <laughs> that's Three. That's fair, yeah, yeah. I mean, Scream Three like, was so bad. It's I was yeah. like, fuck this series. Um, but then again, like I said on the Saw series, the first one, uh, it got me so hooked. I was just like, I'll just keep eating these up. And even though people kept telling me you know to what? What turn away, I'm legit going to pee because I'm going to. Right, okay. <laughs> I am. He's, he's getting up to pee halfway through the podcast. I am. I'm <laughs> it's rare that it happens, hey, but look, it does I'm happen. In my 40s. If I need to pee, I'm pee. He's got an old man bladder. <laughs> Next time, I'm going to drink all the way through and just sit. Just peeing into a bowl. So. <laughs> well, that, was, um, that was plan B. So, so Andy loves the fucking um, pitch, uh, the Pitch Perfect trilogy uh, series, doesn't he? I he, heard it was the High School Musical. He as loves well. the High School Musicals <laughs> as well. He said that before he left. High School Musical Two is possibly his favourite. He's a real big Zac Efron fan. Yep, yep. it's what got him hooked on Glee all that time. Yeah, he, I mean, has he got tickets to go see Taylor Swift as well? Tickets, the the tickets, mate. He's been to see it, and then he's gone back to get take his daughter who doesn't want to go see it and he's like Jessica you gotta see Taylor Swift she's so fucking awesome he's such a Swifty uh nah we're only messing um yeah no I, no franchise if I, yeah usually if a franchise burns me out I don't usually go back no. uh, the only one the only one I can think of is um is the uh, the Mission Impossibles because I said I've watched them all except the most recent one yeah but yeah I didn't like the first two but kept with it and then really enjoyed the, the latter ones yeah so um so yeah, I'm kind of. Uh... But I, I'd also say like I didn't like the first um, Fast and Furious film, but I liked the Tokyo Drift one. I've always liked because Tokyo that was Drift. a like a side call movie. It was yeah. kind of wasn't really totally. But tied I in. haven't I haven't gone back to them since I since uh, I we stopped did watching our after the first six because then yeah I didn't because need to watch anymore. That's the problem with a lot of franchises, uh, especially a lot of sequels. The f- I've said this a number of times, especially as I get older. The formula just becomes so basic that they are just literally copy and pasting everything they did in the last one into the newest one. So if you know what you're going getting into, you're gonna love it. Yeah. Um if you sit there and go, oh, I'm gonna maybe- move your mic, fuck it. <laughs> 
Maybe I should watch Fast 4. I've never watched the first three. Then you're really just dumping straight into the deep end. We were telling them the truth. You love Taylor yeah. Swift and, and High School Musical. Perfect, ain't bad. I mean, Hellraiser did burn me out. Anna but Kendrick. Like, I'd enjoyed the first ones, so it wasn't like the sequels that brought me back. No, no. Um, Do you know what a random one is? That, um, I, again, because it's like I, I had no interest in watching it. Uh, but Donna really liked it because she's read all the books. It's those Percy Jackson movies, mm. and I watched like the set. I was like, oh, "This is this is fun. This is all right." Yeah, the first two Percy Jackson movies well. are all right. Yeah. Same with uh, uh, also the other ones, the other book series, um, uh, Hunger Games. Sure, yeah, a couple of them are all right. Yeah, we're gonna go watch the new one when that comes out. Nice, next month. yeah. But that's it. There's no franchise that you're like, oh, I wasn't really excited to watch that, but once I got into it, it was amazing. I mean, like normally a franchise. Thing, I mean, just, just to answer the question, like for a sequel, then there's. I have know. an answer. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. I've always said I absolutely love that movie, and I didn't really care at all about the first few movies. Well, that was but the, that one. I was like, that was the is... change. That was, it the, was that was yeah. the flip where it wasn't yeah. specifically it, a kids' movie. Exactly. Anymore. Yeah. So yeah. That, there you go. And I didn't really, really. I mean, I've watched them all, but I haven't watched the Percy Jackson stuff. But yeah, that was uh, that was a solid sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Cool. Next question. Next question is from my name is Duke the Doom Guy. What up, Duke? Yeah, my name is Yay! Duke the Doom Guy. He's such a great. Uh, but I, I was Yay. reading this question. I read his question earlier, and I think he misspelled what he was right to say. Something about a thunderstorm. Who would win in a thunderstorm? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Who would win in a Thunderdome-like fight? Okay, Andy right. McDowell, Malcolm McDowell, or Roddy McDowell? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Malcolm. <laughs> I'll go with Malcolm too, yeah. Why? Because he killed Captain Kirk. You know. He's a droog as well, I suppose. I was, I was literally going to be my... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always... I said I said uh, when I made this one up, I said Andy McDowell because Malcolm McDowell and Roddy McDowell would fight each other for ages until one of them was dead and the other one was too tired and then she'd come down and clack him in the back of the head because they'd think, oh, well, I won't fight a woman. And yeah, Andy McDowell's a bit of a tough bitch. I think she could like, probably like bite him to death with those enormous fucking teeth that she's got. Like, she's got enormous teeth. She's got pretty big teeth. Are you pretty sure you're thinking of the same woman from fucking Groundhog Day? Yeah, that's right. exactly what I'm thinking of. Okay. She's got a big feet. Quite hot. <laughs> Next no. question from Mongo Mongo 21 What yeah, up, Mongo Mongo? In your opinion, what is the best TV comedy of all time and most overrated comedy also? Um, overrated comedy, Ooh. I've always thought, would be The Office. Uh, the original Office with Ricky Gervais. Um, I love that. I, I, I get the idea of working in an office with all of things and stuff like that, but it was just so unrealistic. I'm going to say you know? the most overrated, I'm going to say Seinfeld. And then, It's not and, funny. Yeah, the American. Uh, it's not yeah. fucking funny. The American Office as well just was just the British one, but made even more stupider. Most underrated comedy, spaced. Spaced is fun. Underrated. Underrated. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, uh, unless you were there. I mean, and, asked, what do you think mate. is the best? Yeah, oh, be, oh, sorry, is, right, best, best TV. Yeah, best yeah. TV uh, comedy of all time. It's so tough. Oh, don't make it. We could do a no, whole no, no, podcast. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Paul was my first response. Now, I, now, I get. I know what you're saying, and I, and I want to say bottom and fast show, and I love all them, but spaced gave me Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Edgar Wright. Three great movies coming off the back of that. I mean, Shaun of the Dead has so many references back to space. It's so great. Yeah. And the fact you get that Resident Evil 2 episode. Yeah. That's it's great. one of the greatest you know, um, fucking comedy episodes you know, ever made. You know what I mean, Donna? We, we took um, Jessica to um, 
Manchester for a, for a birthday. Yeah. All we had in the thing was like just a TV with like smart thing connection. So we put on all four and watched all of Space nice. while we were there. Nice. nice. I mean, I, 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 I love, love two seasons. I've got, steps, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got the, the box set me on too, and everything yeah, like yeah. that. But best, oh, mate, yeah, it's hard for me to not pick bottom because it's just so Fucking I knew, yeah, that's I still, right. That's I, right. I, I only three seasons. So much. I, know, I love it. So I, I occasionally rewatch uh, Bottom or the young ones or the yeah. Bottom live shows. See Mighty Boosh as well. Do love I Mighty Boosh. I'm going to go with Mighty, Mighty Boosh, most overrated. Terrible. Oh man, no, no I'm going to tell you. Have you ever watched Mighty Boosh? Yes. While smoking? <laughs> because honestly, if, yes. you, if you haven't, <laughs> no, if I you don't recommend it. I didn't get it. I episode, just didn't get the it. The crack fox of a fucking. Crack I was just like fox. I, I, the people. The it, uh, I, I, I know so many people love it, but uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Also, yeah, but at the same time, some people also say that about Darth Marenghi's Dark yeah, Place. No, Dark, yeah, uh, but I came to that late. Dude, but I think it's amazing. See, I I thought it was really good, but at the same time, in comparison, I'll pick bottom over that. Easy. At least bottom. I mean, at the same time, fucking best one has got to be also Red Dwarf. Oh I, I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna go with Dwarf because yeah, uh, Red Dwarf. mostly because yeah. that's actually one of the first conversations that I struck up with my but, but wife. But that's awesome. Me and Donna started time, talking about fucking Red Dwarf, I, and I don't mean to keep throwing this out. Did we do a Red Dwarf I'm, podcast? I, no, we haven't. We've we've spoke about it as about a TV about show. As, as sure but not. We, we haven't done we a did. full Red Dwarf. Not a full Red Dwarf one. Check the images. I don't know. You yeah. go back and look at the images of the thing and we'll see if there's a red wolf. Too much. Do you know what was a really good one as well? The British Empire. I, like I only British ever Empire. watched that because of Chris Barry, yeah. but yeah. not good then. I, I, I wouldn't I, ever I, watch it again. Do you know what it's like when you got those classic comedy actors that just suddenly rocked up in like a series? Like, I loved The Thin Blue Line with Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, I loved yeah, Mr. Mr. Bean and everything. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. The Thin Blue Line, I thought it was fucking Because they also have the guy from uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Was he in there? Ooh. The not tall in, guy was in it. No. No, 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 I'm thinking no. of something else. Um, yeah, whose lines? I think it was a great fucking series. As I got older, one that I really did appreciate more was Keeping Up Appearances. Oh, Mrs. Bucket. Yeah, Mrs. Bucket. Okay, residence, the lady of the house speaking. That was that was like there were so many of those sort of like um, they'd be on at like fucking six, seven o'clock or something that you'd watch with your parents because mm. you know oh they were brilliant. Uh, the other one, actually, sorry, I've just realised, and I don't know why the fuck. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Ryan, Ryan yeah. Styles. Ryan Styles. Yeah, Ryan Styles. No, okay. no, it's not him. It's yeah, he is in Hot Shots. He is two. in Hot Shots. He's in Is Hot it Shots him? Too. Yeah, yeah, isn't he? I'm gonna. Hundred percent. I'm gonna okay. get myself a little house, a little <laughs> wife, a little dog, a little picket fence, and once it's all paid off, I'm gonna line it with C4 and blow the shit out. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, I just the, the one, that was his name. The yeah. one I just realised that I hadn't mentioned that obviously falls into mine for yeah. like best TV comics. Fuck, only fools and horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. classic. Yeah. It's fucking. It's just. It's unstoppable. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. So right. many. Great gonna, question, Mitch. Monga, monga. I, I think that's why you think do about, that all night, mate. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I think that's why you thought we had done a podcast. I think we did the greatest comedies of all time and Red um, Dwarf was might a Might have lot. come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've lost all the questions, Gary. Yeah, I'm just doing a refresh because <laughs> a few more questions have come in. Oh, right. Pardon me. Uh, the next one's from Richie Scarface. What up, Richie? Hello, Richie. Yo, Richie. Hi, guys. I hope you're doing all right. My question is, what none horror film would you like to see get a horror, horror remake? It says non. Non-horror movie. What non-horror film would you like to see get a horror remake? Example, Last Action Hero, where the protagonist gets pulled into classic horror movies like The Thing, Halloween, Nightmare, etc. And Ian, sorry to hear about next week. My thoughts are with you. Thank you very much, man. Yes, it's uh, going to be a bit of a busy one next week. 
Uh, non-horror movie gets turned into a horror movie. Pitch Perfect, and all the girls get killed <laughs> by a slasher. That's the best way to do it. Isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. Just, like, High School Musical. Oh, okay, yeah, fat, fat, Fast and Furious, but like, just like, <laughs> fucking Vin Diesel just gets run over, and we never have to deal with it ever again. High School Musical slash Columbine edition. Mm. Napoleon Dynamite, but it turns into a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> God, God, <laughs> lucky. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Three men, and, <laughs> three men and a little, three men and a baby, but three men and Rosemary's baby. <laughs> I like it. Very good. I mean, just sort of like to make it a horror, like like let's remake the fucking Harry Potter movies, but where it's sort of like, bitch, we're throwing magic that will fucking you know take like turn you inside out around, right? And just like, make oh. it real dark fucking dark. Here. Yeah. What about a Midsummer's Night Dream? <laughs> Where they all land on an island, and it turns out to be that fucking island from fucking Midsummer. Well, you know, you know how they did like that fucking Winnie the Pooh horror recently. That terrible mm. one. Yeah, yeah, but let's do that with Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know where he's like, sort of like, I want my swamp back, and he's like, Well, you have to go on a quest. Like, how about I pull your fucking arms and legs off? And he does it. An American like, queer wolf in London. <laughs> <laughs> For like Curse queer as folk. No, no, Curse of the Queer Wolf. That's oh, okay. actually a, right. it's an actual movie. movie. It's an actual movie. <laughs> Nice. Uh, great question. <laughs> Next question is from Craig's house. What up? Yo, Craig. Do you think Freddy Krueger? Do you think Freddy Krueger labels all of his belongings or just his hat? <laughs> uh, all of them. He's got his name inscribed inside his glove, inside his trousers, inside his pants. You know. I'm coming to terms with the fact that he labels his hat. <laughs> yeah. Does he have his name labeled inside? This is his like head? on the inside or something. I don't. Think You're like in Hot so. Fuzz where it says twat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I don't think he ever does, but um, I'm trying I'm, to... Because in my mind now, I've got it where Nancy pulls his hat out, she pulls it out, and there's the name tag inside. Mm. Like, my mind is imprinted <laughs> it it in the movie. Does it say F. Kruger? Yeah, does yeah, it say Mandela Fred effect. Kruger? It says Springwood Slasher. <laughs> he, so he does label his hat in one of them. <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm just thinking, is it in New Nightmare, where it's the prop hat, where it's named that way? I don't know. Well now, Does now, it say now, you... now I just assume he so, he sews. Yeah, Mister F. And, and it's really fucking annoying with that glove as well, trying to fucking sew. <laughs> He's having a nightmare. Yeah. He's having a nightmare. Mm. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, he labels everything. Yeah. He labels all the children. It's in Nightmare as well. One. Okay, nice, nice memory chat. Yeah, no, no, don't remember that. Nice. Nancy pulls it out of her dream in one in the hospital. Yeah, that's in the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, she pulls it out, but I don't... But I don't yeah, but I she actually, knows. That's when she just realises she can but pull I, I don't actually. Items. Yeah, I, I don't actually think it's got his name... Or, I don't think it ever shows them saying, look, it says F. Kruger It says inside. Fred Kruger inside, yeah. I think he just pulls the hat out, but I could be wrong. I'm old. So. Or maybe it is a new nightmare. I don't know. Yeah, now we're going to be re-watching them. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers for the question, Craig. Nice... Uh, next one's from Jay Hines. What up, Jay? What up, Yo, Jay? Jay? Have either of you seen The Whale with Brendan Fraser? I watched it the other night and thought it was really well made. Thoughts? Um, uh, I loved it. Loved I it. Admit, I... Floored. But I'm a big fan of Darren Aronofsky's movies. Uh, the only one that I'll never rewatch is The Requiem for a Dream. Hmm. But from Wrestler uh, to The Fountain, Pie. Mm. The only one I also I didn't really like, oh, like was, the, fountain, um, yeah. was the Noah's Ark one. Noah. 
but yeah, well, I mean, I've been waiting didn't for a new Aronofsky movie and, and just missed Brendan uh, Fraser. Mother as well. Yes, he yeah. did Mother, he did yeah. Mother as well. uh, but I've absolutely missed Brendan Fraser. I thought he was yeah, his best movie without a doubt is still The Mummy. He was brilliant in that, absolutely fantastic. Was no But he excelled. His performance in in The Whale he absolutely deserving of all the accolades and awards he won. His daughter, for the girl from um, Stranger Things, is amazing in it. As well. Yes, Max that's right. Was yeah. Noah the Russell Crowe one as well? Yeah. See, now, I'm a big fan of Aronofsky, and I I mean, like I said, I remember I remember back in the day, like, Gary was just like, you got to watch this film, and so we sat down and watched Requiem for a Dream, and I was like, what the fuck? And they were like, oh, you think that's bad? You should watch Pi. <laughs> And so I watched Pine. I was just like, what the fuck? My dad told me to never to look at the sun. But one <laughs> time, I did. But I got the feeling from him that he was just... You know, there were directors like Cameron and Scott and fucking, you know, Hitchcock and so on and so forth. And then there was Aaron Aronofsky. Um, Darren. Darren Aronofsky, sorry. <laughs> Darren Aronofsky. Um, and Aaron A. Aronson. <laughs> especially when he dropped the wrestler, I was like, "This director has now just become one of the all-time greatest directors mm. of all time." Because he took a subject that was particularly very close to my heart, made it into a film, made it ultra realistic, didn't make fun of it, made it so that anybody who actually watched it could actually get emotionally invested to what a lot of people had spent a lot of time telling me was fake <coughs> and nobody should ever watch. Oh, I, 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 I've still not seen Mother, but when I wicked it, I was like, this could be the greatest movie I ever watched because I just love the idea of it, the dynamic behind it. And stuff. But no, I get that. <laughs> it's but it's right. the same with Noah. I didn't want to watch Noah and I remember it was on one night and I, I watched it and I was just like, wow, this is really, it visually really looks good. It must be really close to, obviously, as close to the source material as you <laughs> can get, fun. you know. Um, nah, yeah. And, and and But the same with The Whale. Like, everybody jumped on the bandwagon of Brendan Fraser coming back, doing this new role. And yet I never lost doubt in Brendan Fraser. I was still always behind Brendan Fraser with his movies before. I, I like, and I've said this before, I really like Bedazzled. Yeah, you know I love and see no which man. is the one where he travels it where he ends up in the bunker for so blast many years. Blast from the past. Blast from the past. I love yeah. blast from the past movie. and things like that. <laughs> so all of a sudden people come along going, "Hey, Brendan Fraser's in a new movie and he's good." I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, bitch! He's always been good." Oh, it's directed by this guy. Well, that guy's always been good. And now yeah. everyone's like, "This film's really good." And I'm like, "You take two great things, mix them together." Yeah. Honestly, yeah, Darren things. Aronofsky, if you ever ask me which director has emotionally impacted you more than anyone else, it's him. He mm. punches holes yeah. through my goddamn soul. Like, he makes me feel things to the extent yes. that I don't ever want to go back there yeah. with certain movies. So, yeah, he uh, he has a way of getting those emotions on film, which is why yeah. the thing is why Noah does nothing for me is because I felt nothing in that film. It felt vacuous it may have been pretty it may have looked good and sounded good but it didn't have you watched it a second time i watched it in the cinema and that was it um so and maybe... i said it did nothing for me i mean i like disaster movies you know and i love his movies but it, for me it just felt like he had to make it for the studio so that he could green light something he wanted to make oh yeah yeah but, but it didn't feel like a story he wanted to tell but maybe he did i, I don't actually know i i honestly i i wouldn't shot to say when I review it, the, the whale probably end up on my top ten of the year to be honest mm. for sure yeah. yeah and I watched it in like because it came out like end of last year beginning of this year yeah, so it's kind, one of those kind of close, yeah. Wasn't it? yeah we were talking about it last year but um I, I yeah I, I watched it in like January me and Donna sat down and watched it together and it was um 
the the performance that Brendan Fraser gives. I mean, fucking won the Oscar and like yeah. fucking as well deserved. Yeah, as well, agreed. Was, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, it's um, absolutely one of the best movies I've that's ever it. seen. I think, but that's what I mean. I mean, not every director can hit marks. And, and again, it's like every what, time. There like six people in that cast, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. But it's, it's in like and it's all in it's one, in one room. Yeah. But yeah. you know. The director of the whale, <laughs> he can do so much. He can do like like I said with the wrestler. It's only got what six, seven, eight, yes, maybe people cast. as the main yes, cast. A small cast. You know, same with mother. I think that's a tiny little yeah. cast as well. Um, sort mostly at one location. Speaking cast, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, there's some scenes with like a lot of extras in. If you know. What oh I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. But same with the wrestler. Like speaking wise, when he's just got two people come. Do, telling a realistic tale in front of you it can just be emotionally like we said Requiem for a Dream yeah you know I vow never to watch that one again ah, I just, I, you don't need to re- you don't need to re- the music still yeah. Yeah, ass yeah, too ass god damn <laughs> <laughs> cheers for the question Jay yeah thanks Jay next question from Neurovisor yeah, what Neurovisor. up Neurovisor if you had to make a prequel of the Heat movie would you rely on de-aging the same actors or would you get new ones that kind of look similar to the original actors? If the second one, who would you cast? Well, I mean, I don't think we can de-age like Val Kilmer. Either. Yeah, Val Kilmer's That's kind not of enough done. to yeah. get him to be able to perform. Yeah. Um, I would recast at this point. I mean, yeah. I would have, if like if the characters survived, have them at where they are now. But yeah. considering the film is what... I mean, because the, the book is a sequel, isn't it? It's it's both pre and sequel. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. had to do a prequel, yeah, uh, yeah, recast, total recast. I mean, it'd be a shame, but I, like, I the, the de aging stuff is a little bit uncanny it's valley still. It's, it's some of it's yeah. really good, but yeah, it'd just be too distracting. I might have because um, Michael Mann is making Heat Two now. Yeah, he, mm. he wrote the book, and now development is going ahead on a movie. I I'd, so. I'd like maybe to have De Niro. You know, maybe you have who De Niro. could play a younger De Niro? No, well, this is the thing. You have De Niro sat in a cafe somewhere, just out enjoying a cup of coffee. But he he, he looks out the window, and then it flashbacks to yeah. maybe like his first couple of crimes. A young De Niro, um, fucking Adam hell. Driver would be a good De Niro. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I call. was thinking, I was thinking DiCaprio at first, considering he seems to be the the, the new, you know, Scorsese darling. Yeah, I, I think DiCaprio was like nearly the same age as De Niro, De Niro was when was. he did Heat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so um, I think I reckon he could play the De, De Niro De, character. You know, he, uh, DiCaprio could probably pl- pull off a young Balcoma. Wait, wait, say that again. What? I was De, yeah. De, if we were if we were going to de-age like the cast from Heat and go back into flashbacks and like you said you're looking oh so for you'd like cast young, him but you'd still de-age him is what you're saying sorry I'd, no I'd I yeah I'd have maybe DiCaprio playing the character that Val Kilmer would go on to play in mm-hmm. Heat you know but the younger version that Pacino meet uh, De Niro meets and maybe they work together and that's how you know Val Kilmer's character gets so good and so trusted by De Niro's. In, in the original Heat. I mean, if they are casting Adam Driver in Heat 2, I think that's solid, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, because I love I, Adam I like Driver. Adam He's Driver. great. He's great. Yeah. Dead um, Don't Die is amazing. Yeah, oh, and the younger Al Pacino, like a modern Fuck. actor that could play younger Al Pacino. <laughs> Adam no Driver idea. again. Yeah, Adam Driver. <laughs> he plays both of them. Yeah, he works. plays both of them. <laughs> because she's got a great ass! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man! No, no. I, I was going to say I can't think of anyone Tough. really. Yeah, you'd have to find somebody new. Somebody, yeah, I, somebody I was going to say new. it would be great to get some unknowns in there, maybe. 
Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. Nice. Great question, though, Neurovisor. Great yes. question. Yes. Okay, so we have one last question one here. Last oh, no, wait, no, we do have one more that's just come in. Okay. So we've got one from... Okay, we got yep, yep. Uh, we got one from Just Tidge. What up, Tidge? What up? Had a question for you guys. If you have any rom coms in particular you go to that you'd recommend to basically anybody. Blast from the past. Blast from the past. I've always kind of had a soft spot for confetti. Um, which is a uh, romance comedy about a, a group of people who want to get married and there's a magazine. That is trying to find out which one of them to support to get the famous wedding. What and it's uh, it's like an all star British cast as well. There's like a couple of nudists in there. Martin Freeman's playing a nudist at one point. Um, there's a tennis couple who want a tennis themed wedding. Um, it's absolutely stupid and it shows you how extreme people will go to to obviously, you know, get the perfect wedding. But it's also such an ensemble cast of British comedians at the time. I mean. Um, What's her face from Spaced? Um, who was the who lived with Simon Pegg? She's in it as Simpson. well, um, and she she <laughs> she's I think she's playing. Um, she wants a wedding, but her mum and her sister keep getting involved. So you're you mean, you're yeah. wanting her character to kind of get behind um, and tell them off. Uh, Four weddings and funeral I've always found is really good funny. I comedy. think any of the Richard is it Rich Curtis? Any of his are really good. Truly, madly, deeply. Mm. That's. That's a pretty beautiful movie. Gary um, doesn't do wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm just literally like, this is worse than watching horror movies. Like, what the oh, fuck? fucking pull your head out of your ass. And planes, this. trains, and automobiles. There you go. I was going to say Mannequin. Yeah, mannequin. 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 Yeah, okay. Mannequin. <laughs> Love that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, romance comedies. Oh, you know what's a good one? Fucking... Um, uh, not Jewel and No, the Romance and the Stone. Romance and the Stone. Yeah, we watched those That's a great one. great <laughs> yeah I, I don't watch particularly very many romantic comedies but I will say Ian and I did recently just review um, I guess, I wouldn't say it's romance but kind of falls into that slightly yeah um, and so we've got a review coming soon that's a, I would say maybe falls into romantic comedy and yeah I do actually quite like 50 first dates 50 first dates yeah you rare you'll good. hear me say that yeah. but I do like that one <laughs> Dan Aykroyd because Dan Aykroyd's in it yeah he tells that fucking great joke where he says uh, about like the, what, the walrus has the second largest penis in the animal kingdom <laughs> and he's like I have the first someone's <laughs> Gamgee in it is so fucking funny like, look, at the guns. look at the guns hey sweating in the sauce <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice cheers for the horror flashbacks just Hidge <laughs> <laughs> And next question is from Nifty Guy One. Yeah, what Nifty up, dude? Guy. As a whole, rank the horror franchises that you have reviewed. Reviewed: Howling, Final Destination, Resident Evil, Alien, Hellraiser, Halloween, and Saw. Alien number one. Yeah, Alien's uh, number one. Yeah, Alien. Um, the Georgia Romero series under that. It's not you've not listed it, but we've reviewed all the Georgia Romero. Yeah, so films. Alien. Well, what's there? I'm gonna put the I'm Dead put series, Alien, Hellraiser, Saw, then Halloween, and then Final the rest Destination. <laughs> So, I, I want to put Hellraiser higher, but there's so uh, many crap ones. It kind of Hellraiser so many ones pull it down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would put Hell, Resident Evil. So yeah, so it would go for me. It would have to go Alien, the Dead movies, Saw as my top three. Yeah, and then after that, it would have to go. I, I'm gonna Resident <sighs> Evil, 
No, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. My, my bad. My bad. I fucking completely fucked up there. Sorry. Alien. Halloween. Dead Series. Saw. Resident Evil. Hellraiser. Final Destination. Uh, Final Destination over Hellraiser. Sorry. Hellraiser. Howling. See, I'm, I'm just going to... Just because of how fucking egregiously, like... Shit, I'm putting Resident Evil at the bottom. Yeah. Like, Man, yeah, because you haven't series. seen all the fucking Howling movies, so you have no I fucking I had more clue. fun with some of those Howling movies, sequels, though, than any of the you goddamn not... Resident Evils. I'm going to show you something. Howling <laughs> fucking damn New me. Moon Rising with the fucking <laughs> the line, line dancing. dancing? No, it's not, not even a yeah. movie. I feel like I'd remember that. <laughs> you fucking remember that. You do your best to drink and forget it away. But, it's, but see, Final Destination sort of like even at least picks up I was a little saying, bit of points. I, I, yeah, there's only one I love bad the way, one. I love the way they bring it full circle. Yeah, with yeah like they do. The, yeah. I one, think yeah. only four is the worst one, which is the Final Destination. So I, I, I'd put that up there. Final Destination's above Resident Evil either. So for me, Alien, The Dead Movies, Final Destination. I'm putting Final Destination above Saw because Saw for me has got some bad and, ones. Like and bad Halloween? Ones. Uh, yeah, I'd like, I like I love John Carpenter's Halloween, but I honestly don't give a <laughs> about the rest of them. Yeah, don't care about problem. don't care about the 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 uh, Rob Zombie ones. Don't care about the remakes, really. The reboot or the but legacy had, sequels. But if you had to I watch, like four, I like one and four. <laughs> but if you had to watch the Halloween series or the Resident Evil series all the way through, which one would you do? Halloween. The Halloween or the Resident Evil series? You're mm. saying all the way through. Because I know I'm all at least watching through. two. All the way through, I'm that's what I'm saying. Good movies, You're, at least. You would easily pick. I'd rather not. You would easily <laughs> pick the Halloween series over the Resident Evil series. I Because at least there's so yeah, some you're, you're right, I would, I would, I would. Because at least then I get to watch and listen to John Carpenter's music. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis kind of steals it above all of them. Yeah, I mean, I love Hellraiser 1 through 4, and I like a lot of Part 5, Inferno. Um, but then there's five abysmally bad ones. So Howling goes underneath Hellraiser, right? Yes, Howling goes underneath Hellraiser, for sure. <laughs> uh, so I think you could probably work out my list from there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not recapping. He's not recapping. <laughs> He's done. <laughs> oh, cheers, Nifty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, last, last question. question. The last question for the night is from Film for Thought. Yeah, Film for th- Film for Forty. Thought. Wait, he's got a Y on there. <laughs> or Film for and Thought it, YouTube. Yeah, that's right. While on romance films, romance and sports movies usually end with two people getting together or parting ways, and sport films have a win or lose. Do you guys prefer the upper or downer endings for these type of movies? First one that comes to mind is Rocky. Obviously, we only talked about it recently, yeah, and that and that ends the, on a loss, that, but it ends on yeah. a personal win. So I think I think that's kind of the result. And if they do end going separate ways, it's probably where both of them have learned something that's made them better people for it. Yeah. So yeah. I um I I yeah. mean I I can't not love endings that are like things like the replacements. I was yeah, bound to fucking say fucking that as well. Yeah. And even, I know it's stupid, up, but I, I, do, I do enjoy um, the remake of The Longest Yard because of like, you've got I the do wrestlers like the in there and stuff well. like that. Yeah. It's a fucking great movie. <laughs> we watch, it's a great Sunday movie. I mean, I watch NFL on Sundays and anyway. Mean Machine. Mean Machine. Yeah. Yeah, Vinny Jones. Mean Machine. This is one of the great. only movies that I will watch that's got Danny Dyer in. Yeah. Like, you know... <laughs> Uh, Mostly because that guard fucking takes him out on the field. As well. cra- <laughs> a crazy sports movie that technically isn't real, but it's still great and got a great ending. James Caan in Rollerball. Yeah, yeah. 
love that one that's great um, but I get what you mean a lot of the time those movies have to end on a high because that's the that's the gist of the movie everybody's supposed to be happy by the end of it but as Andy said something like the replacements you want the team to win but they don't but you don't care because they've managed to fucking pull off through the movie <laughs> basketball you, good pull sorry. yeah basketball yeah. is a great one as well um, they know, managed to pull it off a, a, a win without actually winning. You know, it says about like downer endings though. What you first like? It's it's an amazing ending, but it comes out of nowhere, and it's such it's it's not quite romance, I suppose, really, because it's it's a kids movie. But have you ever seen that Bridge to Terabithia? Oh yes, man, that fucking mm. that's fucking like, Thomas J all over again. <laughs> Thomas J, <laughs> telling you. Fuck. Two, two kids, they get this imaginary land, they think it's all good, and then one it's of them... It's a really sweet movie, and then one dies. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> fuck. Fuck. <clears throat> yeah, I'll follow up with a film that I always love to bring up when I get a chance to bring up, is um, Electric Dreams. Mm. And it's a, it's a love triangle oh, yeah. story, and at the end of the film, the, uh, the computer, Edgar, self-destructs and blows up, and kills himself, and takes himself out of the triangle, which is like, it's a life lesson there as well. And yeah. uh, But at the same time, you get the uplifting song where he hijacked, you know, he goes lawnmower man and escapes out oh, into the world man. and then plays Electric Dreams to all the radios and TVs around the world. You, so that, it's kind of a downer ending when Edgar dies, but then what you, an awesome song. You've just <laughs> hit me again in the fields again. Yeah. Harold and Maud. Harold and Maud, yeah. What a oh, downer yeah. ending that just, just like, happens to bring you back up just a little bit. Yeah. You, you kind of want to kill yourself, <laughs> yeah. but you're, then you're like, nah, you know what? So impactful, isn't it? I mean, yeah. there's the downer ending on like the first Karate Kid movie, right? For Johnny. Because you know, like, <laughs> this new kid like just rocks up in the fucking, you know, in town and like you know steals his girlfriend and fucking you know starts on him and like you know pulls uh, pranks on him at the school and everything and then beats him in a fucking karate tournament I'm still hurt by it aren't you well I feel bad for Johnny I assume Johnny is the karate kid they're talking about <laughs> so he's the only one that does karate well that and that and so. he gets his own TV series yeah. Danny doesn't get his TV series <laughs> he gets the cameo in it he gets two movies that actually don't go anywhere you know what's also got down ending boy in the striped pyjamas yeah <laughs> yeah but you, I mean you can you can telegraph that from the start really, so. yeah but for, I think for sports movies, though, it's kind of like, unless it's like a, maybe like a true story thing where they go like, yeah, they, the team lost at the end, but like, you know. It, like remember it's about, the Titans. And yeah, shit. but it's about like, you know, the, the you know them getting there and stuff. That's but a great movie. In, in general, remember yeah, Remember the Titans is good. But I, I just think that like, it's, it's always good to have the win. It is. Yeah. Uh, what's the one? Is it Blue Chips from Nick Nolte? Shaq's in it and stuff. That, a college basketball movie. That's fucking, that's boss. Best of the best. <laughs> great it's the second one where they're doing the board breaking thing yeah. and uh, what's uh, what's his name Chris Penn is it he's doing it yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, like, he does the break and it's like it's clearly the team that he's gives lost. them their medals anyway <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it kind yeah. of because yeah. those films yeah. usually always have an uplifting angle to the bad is it all ending? the right moves is the fucking <clears throat> wrestling one no that's basketball isn't it all the right moves what the, what's, the, what's the wrestling one I'm thinking of where he's training I'm not sure uh, Foxcatcher no um Crazy for you, I think it is. It's got Madonna in it. I think it is. I don't know. I was just thinking sports movies, sports romance movies. Now we're all over the place. <laughs> Come from horror and shit. Yeah, clearly exhausted. Think that's yeah. it. I think we're done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of downer endings, it is time to <laughs> yes. bring this podcast to a close. 
I hope you guys had uh, had fun listening to us catch up on the news. And uh, uh, Andy, again, congratulations on your f- horror film knowledge. Yeah, man, mm, nice, absolute nice. underdog on the uh, on the predictions today. And uh, someone made out like gangbusters, didn't they? On they the, absolutely yeah, did. Yeah, <laughs> And uh, we hope you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast. We'll be back next month with podcast number 60. Yes. Wow. <laughs> My birthday month. Of Woo! course, you can enjoy the rest of the Saw film reviews over That's on YouTube. Christmas. Yeah. And uh, I just want to say you can also follow us on X. It feels weird saying that. On Facebook, on, on Patreon, and of course here on YouTube. Yeah. So Woo! huge thank you for listening all the way Woo! to the end of this podcast, guys. Awesome stuff. We'll see you on the next one. Love your face. Yeah, we're fist bumping out, but if you can't hear us, we're dropping <laughs> fist bumps here, so yeah. Just fisting in the air. Fisting in the air now. <laughs> <laughs>